Okay. I oh, believe yeah. we are starting. Hold on. Yes, everybody. Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Break the Rule stream. We are live. We are here. We are queer. And we are here <laughs> for the, yeah. amazing, the amazing Turkey Tom. And this is going to be the turkey jerk, ladies and gentlemen. I am the so tur proud to have the turkey jerk. Turkey jerk. That's that's what it's totally called now. This is the I've only been eighteen for like jerk. nine months or something. You know. Not, oh so God! Lev, are you grooming Tom? <laughs> well, no, but I have somebody. Are you one of those will. friendly adventure guys? Legal. I have somebody who will. Okay, everybody. Le Lev was I grooming someone else lately, but I'm not allowed to say who. Okay, ah. I, I, have, I want to. I want to show you guys something. I want everybody to meet my good friend. Tom Turkey. This did you Tom buy Turkey. this? <laughs> For this episode, did you buy a fucking life-size yes. turkey thing? Yes, he did. Yes, I did. This is what I'm you're glad the chats are going towards, everyone. Yeah, everybody oh, no. see the production value. Yeah. Oh, boy. For those yeah, who don't know right. what this is, by the way, this is a decoy turkey. So, all, exactly, all the male... Turkey all the, hunting. Yeah, all the male turkeys, when they see this, they get really upset because this is a competitor. And they even have one you could buy where the male turkey would copulate, like pretend to copulate with the female turkey dummy. And they even have like a gyrating motion to it. So like they like go the all out. So, so you copulate. bought a, a turkey size king. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you bought. Yeah. Interesting. I'm in the wrong line of work. Oh, yes, boy. you are. So anyway, Turkey Tom, I love your videos. It was thanks to Geo that I got introduced to your videos. Please tell us why you are in this sphere and uh, how you got started. Oh, all, all the interview, the this all the interview though. bullshit. Okay, now you can do the introduction. I did well, the pre-introduction. No, I mean, you asked him. Okay, fine, whatever. Tom, go for it. Who's on first? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I uh, I started making YouTube videos on the the channel I'm on now when I was like fourteen. And uh, then I like kind of fell into the the commentary thing from the people I was watching at the time, like Leafy uh, and I hate everything. And then I started uh, kind of doing my own videos. And then probably I think it was like 2018. Uh, I started uh, I went from like 9000 subscribers to like 50,000 in one summer. And then Damn. since then, I've just been kind of doing it consistently. And I've been doing it full time for like a year, I guess. Well, I'm in college, but that's my only job. Yeah. It's an amazing thing to uh, have somebody like yourself who it's very addicting to listen to you. I don't know why I just started. Uh, I think the first video I saw, oh, God, I, don't, I think it was uh, the dream video. And then recently I saw the video with that crazy clay guy who had a haircut, uh, which kind of looked like mine, which kind of disturbed me. He had like, the, you <laughs> know, when my hair gets. And you both start off with animation, love. So how did that make exactly. you feel? I tell you what I like about Turkey Tom. Turkey Tom always goes for that ass. Turkey Tom doesn't exactly. care. He doesn't mince words. He doesn't play. Like he goes straight for the ass. <laughs> well, I'm glad you bring that up because I am an ass man. So oh, you're an ass oh, man. Controversial. There's a, there's a lot of that going on these days. I don't know if you realize this, but men have asses. Yeah, he's a, you know, you, <laughs> apparently are you a women look at men's asses. They do. And by the way, if we are going to have we are going to have um, Brittany Venti coming in real soon. And, oh yeah, uh, speaking of ass. Like, well, well, okay. <laughs> okay. And, oh, no. All right, all right. Here we go. Brittany's a friend. Brittany's a friend of the show. All anyway, right. sure, so sure. what I wanted to. She's a stinky friend of the show. Be friends with that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Be Brittany, nice. Brittany spawned over my Pokemon card collection, so she's based as fucking my book. Oh my there God. We go. Look at these Pokemon. Essentially, yeah, she sounded like that. <laughs> well, maybe that, that could be. Uh... Ah, oh, never mind. What I wanted to say before we go on is I think um, 
we're at a very we have a very unique opportunity with this stream because between all of us um you see youtube has been really i would say um in terms of just its impact on i guess you, i mean to go really like hippy dippy to say that it's uh, impacted the world's consciousness in some ways that we have instantaneous videos and for the first i would say 10 years i was there at the rate you know i'm an old like almost 30 year old boomer but uh <laughs> love is actually a 30 year old boomer um from the I'm beginning, a 34 year old gen x bastard there you go though even more of a boomer i think <laughs> from the beginning um youtube really embodied the phrase even though it's such a cliche and even a gratuitous lie now, uh, the phrase broadcast yourself, where weirdos and schizos and autistics and various other people with various other personality disorders can come together and um, broadcast any sort of inane, moronic, and but sometimes flashes of brilliant thoughts. Yeah, I like the nostalgia critic stuff too. Oh, <laughs> But I think what's interesting is that w between um, Noah, Turkey Tom, and Brittany Venti, I think that as time went on, let's see, the, like the, some of the most popular content is what you would dub the quote-unquote commentary community. And, I, and we'll get into that a bit more. But what I wanted to say is that between these three and what, you know, what Mass Bastard and what James and, and what Stain Haynes does on Twitter, I think that there is in my opinion, uh, there is something there that's trying to rise above the level of detached irony while still using that sort of ironic pastiche. For example, Turkey Tom, he comes off with his videos um, as, you know, very, very much a sardonic critic of, you know, a more almost reverberations of a more sophisticated era when they actually had genuine thoughts and opinions on TV. When I watch Turkey Tom, it's almost like I'm watching, I don't know, Firing Line or something like that. I, I feel like, and Noah's content especially, and Brittany Venti's, I feel that there's something there, there's sort of a unique trajectory that's going on. And it, the way that there's this sort of ruthlessness mixed in with this passionate disposition the way that that all of you just really light what's like the, the sort of events around you because let's face it the commentary community i've said on the show before it's largely people just commenting on other people let's face it was there some kind of like original andalusian state where it's like there was content at one time there was i don't know video game streams but then it became about the drama then the drama upon drama then every all of a sudden everyone yeah, wants to make be... eats its own tail exactly mm -hmm. yeah so I, nobody I, actually makes anything anymore everybody just talks about <laughs> other people making everyone, shit about talking about some other fucker everyone wants to be keemster but mm -hmm. oh i hate to say it but but when i yeah, watch especially ethan klein oh well we'll get to that we'll get to that but that's when I my watch... oh sorry go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, no i was gonna say when i watch your videos Noah, or when i watch turkey tom's i'm seeing something different than the usual commentary community schlock i think that what you people are doing, and Brittany Venti your does people. this as well. Yeah, I know. Who you who you people? What do you mean, you people? <laughs> um, you can't say what do you, you can't, never mind. <laughs> you people. I think that there's something, like, usually, what's interesting is that Turkey Tom's videos comes in after the fact, after a community has dissolved, after a creator has totally destroyed themselves. Um, let's say... Uh, dehumanize themselves and face to bloodshed on the internet 
And it's very interesting to see how Cherokee Tom picks up those pieces. But, and, and, and Noah does this as well. And of course, you know, Brittany, a lot of times has caused a lot of those uh, dissolutions of groups. <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to say, I, I really love and appreciate the, the sort of new crop of creators that have r- risen above the sort of shameless grifting that we that is so emblematic of YouTube, but also the commentary community, I would say specifically. Um, and I just want to say that I tip my hat, I tip my fedora to uh, everyone in this panel. And and of course, I mean, we always Let's come, go. you yeah. know. And I, and I tip my fedora to Noah's mustache. I appreciate it. Yeah, he shaved. So, I but did, Noah, you, you had something to say, my friend. And then I was going to say, it's hilarious that you say that, Gio, because I lost about 85% of, I don't know if you call them friends, acquaintances, content creators, <laughs> uh, because they said that I was exactly what you just said Associates. that I am not. So I think that's hilarious. Yes. Oh, my God. They, like, I, you address one thing, and everybody's like, I just think that you're a toxic person who doesn't understand that the rate, the way that this industry works is you just suck everybody's cock all the time. Yeah, uh, fuck everybody. Here, here's here's my oh, content God. strategy. All right, a rising tide lifts all ships. But if yeah. you can't take a joke, if you can't, exactly. if you can't have a laugh about some shit, like come on, like don't take yourself that seriously. It's it's the internet. It's it's but, all no, one I mean, big joke. I think that's uh, my thing. I always say everyone takes themselves too seriously. <laughs> The thing I want to hit on from what you said, Gio, was you were talking about how the the commentary community is one of the most popular genres on YouTube. That is true today, but uh, I feel that it's it's kind of changed in such a way that the sort of commentary community that I was inspired by and the one that I kind of come from mm-hmm. um, is not the one that's dominant on YouTube anymore. You know, uh, this is a thing we talk about a lot. Like in my videos, I talk about it a lot on my Twitter. Um, in like my friends, you know, video streams, Twitter and whatever else, five, six years ago, the commentary community was a band of like autists, schizos and like social rejects who didn't really have anywhere else to go. And so they went on YouTube to talk about their like retarded opinions over like Counter-Strike gameplay Uh, over time (laughs) due to, I think, a basic traumatization from um, sort of the media targeting, uh, you know, cases of that, call it harassment, whatever you want to. Basically, the stigma around it has led to basically a bunch of sort of very clean viners populating what's known as commentary now um yes. and you know no knock to their content necessarily some names that might stand out to you would be probably cody co drew gooden danny gonzalez and these are guys who you know they make kind of funny videos but they're 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 not edgy in any way they're not really pushing boundaries at the end of the day they're not really calling out any injustice i think the majority of what they want to do doesn't really come down to any you know i hate to say it, call it journalism fucking text I tell you what uh, it is, brother. It's the difference between Tom Green and Jamie Kennedy. I don't know what the fuck that means, but what I will oh, say is that I as think a, uh, a been a, as a Gen X guy, everybody gets that one because Jamie Kennedy was the guy who came after and was just the worst jabroni of, of all time when it comes to doing. I mean, the thing is, I don't think it's the Tom worst Green, thing in the world because I do Green get was the a huge fad. Everybody loves. I, 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 I do get I do get like wanting to be safe because at the end of the day, that's the environment that YouTube and, you know, kind of the online culture has created. Year. Right. Whereas five, six years ago, um, you know, really up until probably the end of 2017, there was this kind of thing where it was cool to, you know, it was cool to be mean. It was cool to not necessarily just uh, be like the nice guy, be like, oh, you know, um, I don't hate them, but, you know, they did some bad things, but they're okay. They're probably an okay guy. You know, there was this visceral toxicity to it that is not allowed anymore. And uh, I think a lot of people miss that. I think there's a yearning for it. I think it will probably come back at some point, but right now the climate is just not right for it. 
Well, have you seen a lot of stand-up comedy? For example, uh, where I first saw Britney was at Skankfest, and this was a comedy festival that happened uh, every year uh, for a couple of years with uh, the Legion of Skanks, Louis J. Gomez, Dave Smith, Big J. Okerson. So these are like classic comics, like Friends of Joe Rogan, and so on and so forth. So that environment I've always found to be a safe space for being able to express a lot of things, and uh, even though there has been an invasion of more of these uh, woke alternative comedians, whatever you want to call them, more of these theater kids who uh, grew up in a similar environment that I think uh, a lot of these people you're talking about, Tom. But have you ever taken an interest in more of that kind of world? Because that seems to be like the juiciest, raunchiest, whatever you want to call it, uh, type of landscape that uh, I think a lot of people are yearning for. And as a result, I think this is why a lot of places like 4chan, for example, are very popular when it comes to generating uh, mimetic uh, content. Yeah, I mean, I do have an interest in that kind of stuff, but at the end of the, the, end of the day, I'm not going to be like, here's my stand-up comedy, and then show people my video about, like, PewDiePie, you know? Like, I'm not going to do that, <laughs> so like, I'm still doing YouTube. That's what I want to do, so, yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. I think the reason why they can exist is because they can, you know, they can create their own kind of brands and businesses independent of, like, being at, you know, you, the YouTube ad revenues behest. Uh, if those people want to, they have platforms big enough that they can, you know, start, like, Patreons, like, you know, come town, for example, how much yeah, do they make yeah. on Patreon a month, mm -hmm. like 80 grand or something crazy like that. Hey, and they're making now. Yeah, that's crazy how much and they're and they're making extremely like, you know, edgy content. They have no interest in playing by YouTube's rules, but they also don't really re rely on YouTube. You know, they have their own yeah. thing going on. So yeah. I think for those kinds of videos, if you want to be really out of line, I think um, that's probably the the future for now. Do, do you they're think at they eight, they're at 88,526 now? That is oh, wild. Man. crazy. But do, do you think that YouTube, and I guess this is a question for you and, and Noah, do you think YouTube in some ways has eclipsed other like sort of mediums? I mean, it definitely has eclipsed television, but do you think that as much as the commentary community has changed, there certainly still is an interest for this level of almost, I would say, mind-numbing content in some ways. Not, that, not what you two specifically are doing, but I mean, uh, it, it seems that there, there tends to be a lot of this, like Noah was alluding to, this sort of agreement, this omerita, this clout sharing that goes on behind the scenes. But what has been your experience being someone that has been labeled, quote unquote, toxic by the community, whatever that means? Do you feel that, like you said, maybe in the future, there may be some space for, ed quote unquote, edgier content or more honest content? But I mean, well, I, who knows if Susan will allow that? If mommy sometime, Susan will allow that. But sometimes sweet Susan. Sweet, sometimes sweet There's Susan. There's always yes. Bitshoot, Odyssey, Rumble, all the alt yeah, tech but, places. The but YouTube has. Sites. Yeah, I think there's a edp445.com. That's a new platform. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Eat that pussy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, a, a strong black creator whose voice needs to be heard. He is strong. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. I think um, I think there is a future for this kind of content, and I think it will come back because ultimately it's not what YouTube wants. This is an issue I have with a lot of people who criticize YouTube on this basis. At the end of the day, YouTube has to, you know, uh, I think they barely turn a profit, but they do have to cater to advertisers because without them, they're not going anywhere. Um, they can't survive without them. And so I think YouTube themselves as a company, if it was up to them, would allow basically everything on their platform shy of like, you know, uh, beheading footage and like child porn they don't want that no one wants that but i think they do want to allow the edgier creators on the issue is that every time you know 
um, an edgy creator gets popular, there seems to be some huge controversy with it where the Wall Street Journal or BuzzFeed writes an article about it. And the thing that the thing that uh, journalists do, the YouTubers won't do is YouTubers see an issue in the community or they disagree with something. It used to be they make a video, they get their opinion out there. Maybe the person gets some mean comments and that's it. Journalists will email and harass advertisers telling them, oh, look, look at what these guys are doing on YouTube. And then right. the, the, the advertisers are like, oh, well, firstly, we don't want to be associated with edgy you know, jokes and content. We don't want there to be a controversy behind our stuff. We don't want the Coke ad on the video, you know, making fun of, you know, wh whoever um, protected class, you know, insert there. But the other thing is it's also a nice bartering tool because they'll be like, oh, we'll come back to you, YouTube, for a lower price. And you have to institute all of these systems that are going to. Uh, fuck creators over via yeah. content ID or, you know, basically saying like, oh, you know, you can't say this word. You can't talk about conspiracy content. You can't make fun of this person. You can't make fun of people's looks like that. that that's the road we're going down. And so mm -hmm. I think there are ways around it. But I think every time someone gets big for now, we're going to see another article like that until advertisers and YouTube uh, stop caving. And I don't think that's going to happen for the foreseeable future. The way I, think it's ins I think it's yeah. insane because like you look at Comtown and they have plenty of ad sponsors and stuff like that. And you see how much they make on fucking Patreon. They're one of the biggest earners on Patreon across everything, not just podcasts. So it's like, obviously that audience is there. And then like, <clears throat> what's going to happen? Coca-Cola doesn't a, a fucking ad on an edgy video. Yeah. It, most that's going to happen is someone's going to like bitch about Coca-Cola for a week and then nothing fucking happens. These are corporations that are too big to fail. So they really shouldn't be fucking that concerned if they're, you know, ads are attached to fucking edgy videos. And I'll yeah, go you know what I think? further and I'll say, I, brother, sorry, listen here, man, these goddamn companies, if they're going to be able to hire death squads to go into places and hire child labor to uh to run their factories and shit in other countries and they're gonna say well you know he made he made a joke that may have been racist on youtube he may keep, keep he may have alluded that the holocaust wasn't as bad as people said it at work <laughs> yeah he yeah, may yeah, have who, been streaming with the, the you know, i was hoping we wouldn't bring up holocaust guy. denial on the stream but i well, guess you know coca-cola has a long yeah. history with fanta and yeah and who, who who's worse here the fucking alt-right youtuber that's denying the holocaust or fucking any of these companies that are advertising with their child labor in fucking china like it's what well coca-cola has destroyed villages and kicked out um, native farmers and has depleted aquifers and they has developed contributed to deforestation. To so I, don't know. I was going to say, profited them and IBM. But IBM I agree, Turkey Tom. Let's the avoid computers. the. Uh, yeah. Let, let's I, avoid the. I don't uh, mean to. I don't mean to get stuck in right here, but I feel well, like I'm not, good Jewish I, boys I don't think that nearly enough blame is put in the right place in this. I don't give a fuck about what YouTube does, honestly. It's, I really think that it's because so many of the creators on the site are spineless fucking pussies. That's very true. <laughs> that's, I, that's really like, like that has been my entire experience with YouTube up to this point is like, well, I am literally dumbfounded, gobsmacked and awestruck at how fucking spineless these people are. Like the amount of like weird, like social threats these people will like try and drop on you, like as if you're going to care. And I was like, oh my God, this is how this works, isn't it? This is why everyone says the same shit is because they're so fucking- No, scared. you're right. Definitely one of the most common messages I've got when like I'll start tweeting about making a video about someone. Uh, you know, this is this doesn't happen as much anymore because now I kind of am a little bigger. I'm like 200,000 subscribers or something. But when I was like below like 100K, I'd get these like tweets and then I get these DMs especially. And the DM will be like, Hey, 
I feel like that's a poor move for your future. Dude. <laughs> dude, dude. It would be something like that. Or it would be like, I think you're going to burn bridges wow. with that. Oh, guy who talks But you shit, have a will to a power to create your own future. That's the difference. Dude. But, He's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> wait, wait, go, go ahead, Charles, and then Noah. Um, yeah, yeah. What would you say? What'd you say, Mast? I said, you got to build your own bridge. Burn a bridge. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be a guy who talks shit, that's the whole gimmick is burning bridges. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is to talk mad shit. What did the conquistadors do? They not only burned bridges, they burned their own ships so they couldn't get back to the country until... Uh... Was that true? Or was well, that you know, just, they were uh... cold. Well... A lot of cold <laughs> nights in Mexico back in the day. Um, Noah, you had... Uh... Well, let me. I wanted to ask the you. The planet has warmed up a lot, Geo. This is now about global warming. But in a way, we are internet. Uh, we are internet conquistadors in a certain way, where we're coming in on the culture horny. that we're I think coming has in horny. been exactly. Well, YouTube we're coming has probably contributed hot. to global warming with their server farms. That's oh, for sure. The truth. But uh, but but uh, Noah, you you wanted to. What has been your experience? I mean, there has been. <laughs> Like even I think you, you say, which time? <laughs> which time? Do you want when I when well, I was upset about somebody ch- soliciting child porn and everyone told me that if I ever talked about it it would be the end of my career and then my uh, manager oh, called me an alcoholic, yeah. or uh, he called well, me an alcoholic like, brother, as he an did alcoholic. a dab on the call with me. That was great. Alcohol. Um, uh, of two evils, there, brother. Yeah. Like go and, ahead and drink up. If he's calling you an alcoholic, that just means he can't fucking hang. So that's that's exactly I know. Like it's but, literally on him. It was, that's one example. I've had countless examples where people are like, Noah, I love everything that you're saying right now about this whole, you know, <laughs> situation oh, they do the that sandwich. I helps make they do the worse. compliment the salesman yeah. sandwich of, oh, yeah. we love you, but actually we hate you. Dude, I love we you love so you. much for doing the right thing here. But the thing is that like, I totally agree with you, man. But I make so much money that like, I just can't have you having you saying these things. The most That's frustrating like- thing about it too is like I feel like the amount of double standards within the community yeah. are so apparent. Like like you know, big creators will fuck over their friend for one thing and then enjoy someone else for another thing. Uh it's it's so it's so gay the amount of like yeah. uh pandering to the audience. The only these, way like, to retarded twelve year olds that spend all the day on Twitter. Uh, my favorite yeah. is that every single time the turnaround from these people has always been like unlike Noah. I was just so concerned about their mental health. And I'm like, oh wow, dude, you're such you're a an good online personality, person. and you're putting wow. yourself out there, yeah. and, and you're so concerned about mental. Oh wow, I yeah, well, it's really we live in a self care. I, I could have done something about it, but I just was making so much money that I was yeah. concerned about their mental. Well, the thing is, they're not even going to lose money if they just. Bills. I, I think I think audiences I respect people who are like you know honest and will will like break it a little bit and be able to struggle a little bit with that. I think they respect you way more than if you cower under everything because then you're just going to be caught up in the storm. And like yep. maybe you're going to be making good money right now, but in two years, who the fuck is going to be watching you? That's I mean, I, I say this saying. all the time that like you can't get canceled unless you allow yourself to get canceled mm-hmm. and apologize. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, same goes with that. Like if you're yeah, making fucking true. edgy content and then you're like, and you have the fan base and like you're getting harpered by like other people that aren't your fan base to be like to tone it down. Like you either have to completely ignore them or just fucking double and triple down on it and go even harder. You got to be willing to struggle a little bit. You know, if you really exactly. believe in something, you got to be willing to weather it a little bit and you'll, you'll come out on the other side. It feels a little stressful, but you know, you'll definitely be okay. Yeah. I mean, look at how many fucking people attacked me over a fucking Twitter account. I'm not fucking, you know, I never caved yeah. in. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, you know, people will yeah. complain and stuff. I say, go fucking suck my cock. You 
fucking asshole. Yeah, you're not the one making the ales. You're just posting them. They're the but ones t- posting their own <clears throat> damn ales. But, but in think, the, in I don't terms know. Of, I think that there is. Oh, go ahead, love. Go ahead. And the, well, I'm just curious. In terms of mental health, it's very funny how many people today love talking about the subject of mental health and how important it is to see a psychiatrist and all that. While at the same time, Shit, I don't think the there's ever been a time when people have been as screwed up as they are today. Yep. You know, and they love talking about this mental health thing so much. And I do like this meme for that exact reason of like men would rather fill in the bla- blank than go to a psychotherapist. So. Yeah, let's go in fishing, boys. Let's exactly. go fishing and none of us say a goddamn word to one another for nine to ten hours and have the best time of our life. Men will literally do stuff to other people in Minecraft without going to therapy. <laughs> yeah, let's go commit war crimes in Minecraft. In mine mm. in Roblox. No, I think what's very interesting is that. There, there is sort of um, a, let's call it a what selective enforcement. What, what, in Minecraft. What if we kissed underneath the uh, "work will set you free" sign? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, damn. Geo again. Anyways, oh, again. Shit. Well, take any, a piss. Yeah, well, it's a good time. <laughs> um, there, there seems to be a selective enforcement of the rules in terms of certain people being treated as quote-unquote toxic or bad actors oh god yeah Um, like there's the youtube in particular like uh you look at stuff like a kevin hart or somebody like that would say and then you compare that with turkey tom and and nobody should ever be able to talk shit about turkey tom ever again it's all about aesthetics at the end of the day it's all a very like visual thing that's kind of what it it comes down to but I i was watching um the podcast you did with uh was it keemstar yes um it was you, the Oreo man, Keemstar, the Oreo man. Um, yeah. Where you, you were talking about sort of like the behind the scenes, how really it's, to me, it's in this particular YouTuber, um, it's really sort of, well, actually there was two of them in a cabal. Um, it's really quite disgusting how the way that they launder influence over the YouTube landscape. You'd figure that creators would have this sort of sense of omerta amongst each other. But mm. really, I mean, to the point of feeding information to to like total bad faith journalists like this Taylor Lawrence ghoul. Yeah, you uh, should always is... troll your journalists. If they yeah. ask for information. Never talk to them. It, never, no, if ever, they ask for ever. information. Except sure Kath- you, Catherine Brodsky. Make you sure you well, give we've them had information. On the show, but, you know. but it's information that is so upsetting and is in a, designed in a way to plug yourself and but it make seems... them look bad. It seems that like like in wrestling, how you stab people in the back and sort of you climb the ladder and you like pull up the ladder behind you. It seems that this certain creator, I think you know who I'm talking about, um, literally is just pulling the ladder up behind him for other people to come up and dethrone him. And but in doing yeah. this in such a like such a backhanded way, um, do you feel that this whole appeal to the solidarity of creators within the quote-unquote commentary community that that's just a cynical game and that really at the end of the day these people they can't even enforce rules among themselves um i mean it's kind of obvious but for yeah, me i think most people most most people in the commentary community um who last long uh you know there is a toxicity to them but there's also like a realness where you feel like they're a real human i think the ones that you know only last for a short amount of time both character 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 shot whatever that word they make bat like bastards of themselves right and basically act like uh characters and the other thing is i think a lot of them basically who climb over each other have a very short shelf life because you know you climb over one person there's there's a guy waiting behind you to hop right over 
So I think a big part of it is like, I think, you know, if you do, if you do end up just getting by on fucking other people over, eventually someone's going to come along and fuck you. It's funny. You mentioned a uh, journalist. Um, the other day I had a call with a pretty big YouTuber. Um, and we were, we were talking, um, and, uh, I'm not going to say who it is, but at one point, we were like in the call and they were like, yeah, we're like, what, an hour and 15 minutes into this uh, call? And I was like, wait, how do you know? And like, I didn't say it to them, but I was thinking like, how do they know exactly how long the call has been? And then I was like, oh shit, they're recording. Oh, <laughs> like they fuck. totally are looking at a timestamp <laughs> and nothing bad happened. I think they were probably, were just doing it for insurance, but I'm pretty positive they were recording. And that's another thing. It's like, you know, with the, with commentators, I think people are kind of expecting that, uh, you know, I or someone else is going to say one thing publicly and would say another privately. And I think some of them almost think they're going to perform like a gotcha. Um, and definitely there are some di dishonest people, but I think we're kind of getting to the point where a lot of those are weeded out for now. Um, in two years, we'll have another weeding out. we got to pull them out of the fucking ground um, with your gloves on. But yeah, I, I guess long answer to your short, simple question. <laughs> Personally, I think that the end of this year is going to see an absolutely massive weeding out of different people, different communities. Just people have been saying some shit lately. You <laughs> like, think it's, uh, they're going to bring out the lawnmowers and that the weeds are going to get. Uh, I hope. I hope. Yeah, I've gotten some weird, been some weird things that some people. To one person in the chat, yes, we are a budget version of Infowars. Yes. I, I had, <laughs> look, while we're being Infowars, I don't mean to keep talking about Break my shit right now. This will be a, a poor tab. .tv, actually. <laughs> BreakTheRules.tv. Subscribe. Subscribe. So he can We've got the we documents. We got the photographs. Well, Turkey well, Tom speaking, live. Speaking They're putting of, subliminal uh, messages in the Minecraft right. videos to... Well, well, speaking of the Oreo man, we summoned mm. him. Uh, Nicholas DiOrio <laughs> yeah. is in the chat. Thank you. I don't think that's him. I think that's fake. I think that's Oh, that's act. fake? Oh, actually, no. To the, point, to the point that you were talking about, back in 2016, there was a very famous YouTuber who's a producer, director, whatever you want to call it, I met. And as we were walking around Union Square, we were talking about his plan. This is in 2016 to make a lot of these reaction communities on youtube that would dunk on whatever famous people you know make commentary videos about them but this guy i ended up finding out that he was associated with the russian government that like mm -hmm. he had people who he knew and it's like it's so fucked up like i wonder how many people who you know and love Better or hate who are on, yeah who are on twitch who are very famous who may have parents living in middle eastern countries associated with the governments of those countries well, you know we what all I mean? know like, we all know that um from my circles we all know that in the dissident right, um, glow in the darks, I mean, they're pretty much a common occurrence. I mean, so uh, you can kind of see which ones are glowies and which ones are not. What but it seems is, that YouTube is also being invaded by uh, glow in the darks of another kind. What um, is more upsetting to you guys? The idea of a lone individual who is well motivated and ready to do stuff just on their own, just for the love of the game, just because they love talking shit and being wild and making people laugh or somebody who's sponsored, who's got uh, state funding behind them, who has some sort of ideology that they're trying to Yo. push. What's, what's scarier? That's a great question. I've completely That's broken an excellent the chat. question. I can't really answer, but yeah, you know, I mean, what's scarier <laughs> just some weird hillbilly masked bastard or uh, <laughs> some ideologically motivated guy. But I think also it's like, I, I think Noah is correct in that the creators themselves, they're unwilling to take risks, but also they're willing to sort of collectively shun people that stray from the, the, this is, the party line. This is but what I wanted to hit on too, it directly, too. 
is I legitimately yeah. had a call with a big streamer the other night. And I shit you not, the dude said to me, because I was talking about all this shit that happened before and how I was like, you know, this wasn't handled right. You know that there's still a little bit more about this. And he was like, listen, everybody's all on the same page now. And I was like, I was like, what are you fucking talking about? I know exactly like, what you're talking should... about, too, yeah. and it kind of sucks I can't say it, but yeah, it is what know. it is. You know exactly what I'm talking book? about. I don't even know I if they're know. in the same book. Are you in the and same it, it, library? It was like, people are just, what I'm saying is people will create their own little, little network of enforcers around any subject, around they'll any probably narrative. They'll probably survive through it, too. That person oh, who, I know what they're talking about. I, I, think, I, I think I know who they you're will. talking to. But I think they'll definitely persevere because whether they're, you know, uh, whether it's like a collective thing or whether they just make it kind of shyly go away and ignore it. At the end mm -hmm. of the day, people will forgive a YouTuber for pretty much anything if they make yep. a funny video. That's so, very yeah. true. Yep, it sucks. But it, it is, is what it is. is. I mean, there is a comfort to it because it's like, you know, despite how much of like a weird, like degenerate n-word sayer i am i can still make videos and be okay but at the same mm -hmm. time it also means that some uh wait some you really said nerd depraved, <laughs> some freaky depraved people can also exist on youtube with millions of followers and be terrible but I, and, I think like, it's also i look at them and it makes my fucking skin crawl. quite a few of them yeah. a lot a lot but i even, know like even five so... <laughs> i hate it i hate it well it is funny though there is like that reality that behind the scenes these people are probably like soliciting uh different things and there's different influences but do you think that even the f the fans themselves i mean can you call them fans let's call them stands it seems that the capacity for people to f not just forgive but to form a sort of blind social parasocial relationship with people i had a tweet the other week and i had to lock my account for a little bit criticizing uh the one star uh couple of youtube and it was kind of like a very, you know, flippantly verbose tweet. Lev, can you pull up the tweet, by the way? Uh, it's about it. Jamie, can you pull that up? It was about IDubs. Yes, yeah. it was about IDubs. Geo, I'm not Jamie. I don't have the ability to find well, these I'll things. Find you got to do, um, do this in advance. I had this purposefully verbose tweet uh, criticizing their trashy wedding photo. If only I had Tom and, here, man. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, you know, you say that, up. but I feel like it's not a new phenomenon. You know, I'm, no, I'm pretty young, not. but I'm, I'm not so young that i can't know that like you know this has been going on with like musicians and actors forever people will forgive anything if they make an entertaining thing if they think they know the person they'll forgive them like through their like brain you know they'll be like oh you know i, I totally understand them and like i know what they were like going through when they did this degenerate thing and it's like okay those I, social relationships bro speaking yeah of people i have who lost have a creepy the following. thing is you can like you can like art like you can enjoy art without liking the person who made it but this is like right. a completely different thing. Like people either have to delude themselves into like defending some terrible person because they make the funny thing or someone does something terrible and they're like, oh, well, they were never funny anyway. And I fucking hated them. It's like, God damn it, bro. <laughs> I mean, tell me, really tell me what you really think. Tell me what you really think. I feel like it's just well, trashy. And yeah, like, I, I am. A, I don't even know. I'm not talking about I'm a fucking loser. Guys, guys, guys. The thing is, this has nothing to do with Idubs. Idubs, I've made a video basically defending him. I don't think he did anything that wrong. You know, his girlfriend's a slut. It's whatever. I really don't care. Yeah, he gave me the green light. He's looked in a camera and said, you guys can make jokes, which means fucking A, I'm going to make all the goddamn jokes in the world. Yeah, I don't think he cares about the jokes. I think I think the thing that bothered him was like there were people who were like oh i'm gonna stop watching your videos now because of this and it's like you know if his videos were all about like him and his girlfriend and like how they like to you know whatever do this like cuck shit like i would get it but like he's not doing that he just makes yeah, like videos 
about other stuff. But you know? at the same oh, yeah. time, I think my problem is that he sort of laundered an authenticity from Chan culture in some ways, from that sort of mm. edgier side of the internet. And then as soon as it became more advantageous, he all of a sudden dropped that pastiche of being this what I will say creator, right? what, what I, I will mean? say is I think he's I think he's still edgy like, but I the, think the that mask video for re, for recently like that that was I think the solidification of him being like well I'm kind of going the way of my friend Ethan right now so mm. I haven't what seen are, any what, of his recent stuff but what, what I will say what I will say is I think there was a time <laughs> when there was that very edgy culture and I think right, Idubs right, probably right. still finds really edgy jokes funny and he'll still probably put them on his channel but he cultivated an audience who enjoyed edgy jokes. You know, they enjoyed his kind of sense of humor. And they also had a bunch of beliefs with them that he didn't necessarily agree with, right? So I think that's the disconnect. It's like, right. you know, a lot of these YouTubers, like Ethan Klein went through this too. He kind of had like a, a little tism about it. It's like, he makes these edgy videos. He makes videos owning feminists. He makes videos dunking on retards and whatever. But then he went a 180 and then, you know. Well, he basically did a 180 because I think he realized like a bunch of his audience were like more far right than he anticipated ever and he mm. had to kind of live with the consequences of his actions at that point um mm, I and i think uh yeah yeah i mean that's I all you want to say love the far right. break the rules. we don't care if we have a far right come on board <laughs> exactly let's have we're here for laughs. everybody by let's the way we have Brittany. we have Brittany Venti. Venti. speaking of in the house speaking of but i'm like i'll refrain welcome that's my whole everybody by the way everybody subscribe Everybody subscribe Patreon. for Brittany being here. Patreon.com slash break the rules. You're going to see all a t the links. Buy a t-shirt. Yes, buy James's t-shirt. Buy my fucking t-shirts at griff.shop. They, exactly. they, they're almost gone. It's almost. By the way, Brittany, do you like my turkey background? For those who don't know oh, what's going on. Pull up the gobbler. Show your yeah, turkey. For, yeah, for those. Okay, yeah, I got to show. Uh, so this is my friend, Turkey. Uh, uh, no, Tom Turkey. Not Turkey Tom. <laughs> this is Tom Turkey over here. <laughs> He's my good friend. Uh, He's got the ruffles over here. He's got the stick, uh, which uh, I use to carry him around. And uh, over here, by the way, the background, you can see what's going on. Uh, there's two male turkeys that are fighting over the female. If you could see, that's what's going on in the background over here. So there we are. Oh, is and, that uh, some symbolism? Did uh, I walk I, into something I didn't expect? Absolutely, Perhaps. you did. Yeah, that everybody joins Break it, the Rules size, not knowing what it is. He's a size king. He's a... We got my my Turkey. good far right friend Pepe in the chat now. Feels I think good, my man. least my least favorite Pepe is the original one. I kind of like have you prefer uh, Apu or the Groy? I prefer Apu or yeah. all these uh, other weird Apu's ones. Base, a certain but... a certain someone mm. ruined the grapers for me, but uh, the mm. Apu one is. Mm. What about what about you, Brittany? Which Pepe do you like the best? You like the uh, Brittany the, Venti Pepe? I don't know. I feel like this is a cringy question. <laughs> it's very cringy. Um, Brittany, we yeah, you're on break the about... rules. What else are you expecting other than cringe? <laughs> We were talking about cringe. the uh, the commentary community, and um, as someone who has been in a lot of ways, uh, sort of quite infamously at the center of many controversies, what do you think of the? And we've asked this before, but the direction of YouTube, but also what do you think of uh, your fellow, uh, how shall I say, outsider creators uh, that are on the show right now with you? Uh, Noah and Turkey Tom and so forth. Are you a fan of Noah Hugbox and Turkey Tom? And also, I know you're a fan of women posting L's, uh, James. That's right. Over here. Everybody you know? loves memes. Um, I haven't seen Hugbox's stuff, I don't think. Nobody maybe has. I, it, maybe I did, but I didn't know 
who it was. Um, Turkey Tom, I watched a few of his videos, um, some of the more recent ones, and they were pretty solid. They were pretty good. I would yeah, say. you know, Brittany, I'm glad you're on the stream. I think some people are probably going to bring up in chat that once upon a time on Twitter, I called you stinky venti. Um, <laughs> I'll have you know that I don't know if I completely stand by that. Um, yeah, but well, now you know I, what? I, I did say like it and I don't regret it. So that's all uh -oh, stinky. <laughs> no, no, that'll be playing in my head. Yeah, you know, my friend actually made that uh oh stinky video. Is no that real? Way. Yeah, my friend Eric made that video, which was like wild to me. They were the stinky guys. Nice. Yeah. They were stinky. James, you're always talking about merch. You're always talking about merch. Did you get the new high drop merch? I did. I bought some yesterday. I dropped like fucking over 125 bucks. Yeah, I bought two shirts. The fucking yeah. the like Joker one. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> but I, know, Brittany, I, yeah. I was um I Go, go ahead, James. Oh, no, I was I was begging him to fucking bring back the uh, the Epstein one, but he wouldn't do it. And he was talking oh, about doing, one? yeah, he was talking about doing a McAfee one, but uh, I guess he saw my shirt and he was like, yeah, I'm not topping that. So uh, he passed on the, the coronavirus one. one was really good. That one yeah. I still have. I, I always like regret twice. buying his stuff, not buying it because I didn't buy the, the coronavirus one. And I didn't buy the Epstein one. The Epstein one's the best. It it's one of those things right you just now. have yeah, to jump on. That Epstein one is. Uh, yeah, that's why I bought one. two shirts in the mug yesterday because I'm like, I wasn't like super crazy about it, but like in hindsight, I really ended up loving the Epstein one. So I feel like that's going to happen again. So, mm -hmm. and yeah. worst case scenario, they go on eBay for like fucking 300 bucks. So. Well, what would you Stage say the well. Epstein one uh, represents the message of it? Um, that he did nothing um, wrong. It's, it, yeah, it's one, it's just, it's just like Epstein funny was wear. innocent. I mean, that's literally it. Yeah, it's funny streetwear. Well, he supported science and he was, uh, you know, he gave uh, research money to, uh, you know, many. Epstein many simply loved people. pussy. Where that pussy came from to be irrelevant. Okay? <laughs> yeah, he was ready to drop a dime on all the other. He was just a, he was a he was a procurer of pussy. Well, let's let's talk about some argue this. a pussy man. Well, well yeah. I, I would I was reading. Um, I don't know if I should bring this up. Cause it's kind of, you've been reading comic books again, Gio. No, no. Um, I, well, uh, there was this thread recently, quite a popular one on uh, the chans about Brittany and speaking of procuring certain, uh, well, Jeffrey Epstein, um, it seems like Brittany, you've, um, garnered of course, controversy from, um, the usual suspects on the chans about your, your recent sort of takes with, um, how shall I say the male gaze when it comes to younger women. And uh, I know uh, me and Lev, we were, uh, we were going through the thread. It was just absolutely ridiculous. Um, some of these, you know, innuendos. Uh, I, I think uh, apparently the wall has gone down to the age of 24 now. I don't know. Yeah. What, you know, every, you know every month is. it goes lower one year until the predators get their way. <laughs> It's, that's what it is. It's Eventually, 35-year-old like, women are going to be too young. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Eva Files trying well to like normalize. It is that's kind of like is. a very neonous uh, sort of thing. But but anyways... um, And you could say that the same is going on in anime. Like, anime has gotten a lot softer. Like, I remember where they used to have sharper chins in the uh, mid-90s. I was they still have uh, 9,000-year-old vampire girls who are look like 13-year-olds. Yeah, which, which also helps normalize. When, when they sexualize those characters. This reminds me of, like, there was this thread from this guy on Twitter. 
called uh what's his name respectable lawyer you know who he is oh god he made this thread god. he was talking about like how elon musk is a pedophile for like dating a 30 year old woman i, I mean like, he's just I was a like, pedophile bro. because he's a billionaire and he's super rich so. right yeah I mean, he may be i don't know i, mean, I don't he's know from anything south about africa musk, so right we here, all know the fact that he was when you get that rich, like you have to like once you get your billion dollar, you have to rape a child. Like unfortunately, that's Jesus how it works. James. This James, is YouTube. You gotta, yeah, I know. Yeah, um, yeah. Come on now. <laughs> you can't talk about the billionaires. Those poor billionaires that rape kids. Well, well, no, just for opposite reasons. But no, it it seems well. Respectable lawyer is the stream uh, just hey. instantly disappears. Like the channel is just gone. Never existed. Oh, <laughs> Twitter well, account's gone. They're outside actually. But, but I think it's <laughs> yeah. quite interesting though because we've talked about this to sort of go back to the topic. Um. Like we were talking about just in general, Brittany, the, the sort of commentary community, but also I guess how people read into and form sort of like these weird connections um, and towards yourself and other creators. And it seems that there is this like um, massive amounts of projection going on. If my favorite YouTube personality doesn't say exactly what I ha want to say, um, then they're, they're scum. Uh, but, but Brittany, do you like, people they often with your content specifically they come up against this uh no, no pun intended this wall of irony <laughs> and um but i think that there is you are sincere about this sort of um conviction that the the way the lingo in which people are talking about um the relationships between the sexes and in the sort of uh like i for recently on twitter there was this big thing about how uh, going on a date, first date uh, with coffee or oh, going yeah, for I a walk is, yeah. Um, but but you but you generally do think that there's a problem that, in some ways, um, there's sort of like a weird pathology being manifested, that that uh, and like there's I, I would say a pulling to the extremes because on one end, you have this like total neoteny and uh, hebephilic sort of like oh my god i just want to live in a cabin what did the, that viral tweet say i want to live in a cabin uh you're not trad you just want to live in a cabin and cream pie an 18 year old and then on the other <laughs> and then on the other end you have this sort of mommy um return to the mother sort of thing which isn't in itself another form of infantilization but but it seems that even youtubers themselves i mean who who is the twitch streamer that, that got banned recently the twitch the the, the Aiden ross was she doing the uh kitty pool oh, no. streams not a different guy not who's different. the one that was smarting that was the talking about thing uh, in the world was it the fox girl what's her she name yeah farted. yeah somebody paid her to fart they were getting off the farts but but it's so they paid her to fart <laughs> that was uh oh story. stinky oh, <laughs> but no but it seems that there is an incentive to do i mean there's twitch gold in itself. their hills <laughs> But like Twitch likes to report itself, for example, as this like PC ultra progressive like platform that bans people on a whim. But at the same time, you have creators that are willing to sexualize themselves in very like crazy. No, but they banned ways. they banned that pool girl, didn't they? The girl. Yeah, who but was they in the had pool. to I, because Geo, I got well, an interesting tidbit for you that I think that you're gonna enjoy. Um, wait. So, do you want who should go first? Uh, Noah, Brittany. Yes, let, let Noah go first. Okay, Noah, you okay. sorry, sorry. So. I was dragged along to a dinner with like people that work at Twitch one time, like not just people that work, people that kind of not like call the shots, but people like there's like a head mod there and shit like that. Right. Okay. I was, I was just a face at this dinner. Right. But what I overheard at this dinner was fucking hilarious. Right. 
And uh, let me let me recreate his voice for you right now. This is Twitch's head mod. He was like, so uh, like the rules like don't really exist. It's so like, if we, if we want you gone, you're gone. Verbatim. That's what he said. Verbatim. Like I'm not bullshitting it's you right real. now. It's all real. That on top of like the other people that's dinner were like, this is what I find really interesting about Dream actually is that uh, they were talking at this dinner about like a bunch of the other ideas they had for stuff and just general oh, push we'll stuff. Get to dream, and the entire way. time they kept bringing it back to like, well, uh, you know, we could guarantee that you'd have the front page of Twitch every day if you created a new Minecraft server. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. It really makes you think. But, yeah, but, I think but, in that I way, that Twitch drill. is different from YouTube because I think Twitch is smaller as a website, but also the way that they operate is a lot less like a, with like a corporation with yes. and who wants to be somewhat consistent yeah. and a lot more like a bunch of teenagers, you know? Mm. Well, Brit Br Yeah, it is. Well, Brittany, you had experience with getting banned on Twitch. Why do they not like Brittany Venti? What's going and, on? And also the I've... sexualization of creators question, Brittany. Oh, um, so as Hugbox said, uh, I've been saying that for years. If they want you gone, they'll just get rid of you and mm -hmm. pretend it's a valid excuse. For me, um, I just did what all the other Twitch streamers were doing, had text-to-speech text donations, where the text displays the donation. Where the, where the message, I can't. You get what I'm saying. So, <laughs> it, it was the Keemstar one, if I recall. It was the... Brittany having a Joe Biden moment there. Well, uh, well, I just got I just got done having an asthma attack, so like I don't have that much oxygen in my brain. Um, so I had the I'm message pop like up with the text, and then like I know it's already tough enough being a woman. It's like I only have so many brain cells to work with. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she gets um, a chat. Oh, anyway, man. so basically they banned me for people putting bad words in the message because it displayed on stream else did the same thing they were displaying messages on stream and i'm sure they had bad words but they just didn't like that there was a lot of people from 4chan in my stream so that was why they banned me initially with the indefinite ban and then with the other one it was because i did a satirical bit so they didn't like that i was making fun of like oh you know with the youtube um qq lady i don't want to say the trigger words for the algorithm but um thank you yeah, the, the lady, if you guys remember. Um, so I made a joke saying like, at least now we have female representation showing that girls can do it too. And then Twitch didn't like that joke. So they like permanently. Oh, yes. Um, well, it's funny. Um, but the second question, um, do you feel that there still is this like stereotype of the, the sort of Twitch, like, you know, the Twitch boob streamer that um, has to sort of infantilize herself by cosplaying as some kind of, I don't know, uh, Lolita anime. I mean, it's it, it seems that there's this weird incentive to, uh, especially as a female creator, not to sort of go on a sort of feminist ramp, but but you have a very you have very strong opinions of that. And it's funny because you and Noah, sorry, not you and Noah, you and Turkey Tom have also gone after um, the darling of Twitch. And you've made powerful a powerful enemy in her, um, so you the know soulless one. About. Yes, the soulless one. Yes. You're talking about um, Pokey. Yeah, I'm talking about Pokemane, Yes. Yeah. Um, but but what do you think, Brittany, as someone who is very, uh, I would say, um, how shall I put this? You're very proud and you're very um, respectful of your own sense of femininity, and and so for creators to. I would say lower themselves by doing this just for donos. I mean, what do you what do you think of that? Not to like ask a too totally guiding question, but you know. 
Um, I think that Twitch should stop allowing it because there's literally like the statistics, something like 70% of their users are underage. So literally you have kids watching this stuff and it leads them into watching porn because it's softcore porn. What's going on at this point? It didn't used to be this bad. It's just gone progressively worse. There's definitely an incentive um, on Twitch and generally, you know, with OnlyFans girls too. And there's a lot of OnlyFans girls that are on Twitch as well. And there's a lot of pressure, especially from a lot of viewers where they pressure women into making OnlyFans constantly. Oh. Oh, she dropped. Oh. We had this well, problem before. They got her. She'll, she'll okay, got yeah, her. Got it. Oh! <laughs> oh, well, what do you think, Turkey Tom? I mean, you, you've done quite a few videos. Um, not, I mean, not just in Pokemon, but also, I guess, on streamers uh, that have done the, these sort of, uh, there's sort of like this incentive treadmill to uh, act out in certain ways. Like, wh what do you think in general, especially of like female creators? Then I want to get into this whole, uh, the the whole uh what's that the 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 minecraft streamer dream uh but 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 yeah go ahead while we're waiting for britney to come back in yeah i think twitch more than anything is more of a like more maybe not more than anything more than youtube is very much a social climb because whereas youtube i think like a shout out on youtube doesn't do that much like i've gotten shout outs from pretty big people before and at most mm -hmm. i'll get like i think the most i got was like five thousand subscribers but uh, on twitch I mean, it's good, but when I had like a hundred thousand, like it didn't make a huge deal to me. It was like, okay, this is mm, nice. Yeah. But it was like a nice five thousand from a shot out still seems like a lot. Like even if you, it's have good, but it's not like a career maker. You know what I mean? No, yeah, Whereas yeah, on Twitch, on Twitch, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys know what Raj Royale is, the Raj Show. Basically, it's oh, like this dating show, and so many funny. people have, so many people have made their careers off of that show. Basically, there was this one streamer, this female streamer named Katerino, who made her career off of that and broke her career off of that within like one month uh she was someone who there was like this whole meme about she was like sleeping with eight guys um but basically she blew up from getting on stream with i believe it was call me carson first and she oh. was kind of like she was kind of leading him on a little bit and then um she was like talking to these other people and she also had a boyfriend at the same time and i think she ended up like sleeping with two people at once and then like sending two people like pictures of herself at once and like leading them on kind of and she kind of got her career made and destroyed by that one stream i mean she she to this day has like a hundred thousand followers on twitter before then nobody knew the, who the fuck she was and so the, the thing about twitch is people <laughs> convey their entire personalities through one stream and they blow the fuck up you know mm -hmm. that's true yeah the, the shout out culture is huge uh with youtube it's a lot harder to grow from one shout out um mm. yeah. so so tom Can if I we say... oh sorry go, go, ahead. go ahead go ahead okay Noah. I was going to yeah. say, what's really funny is I was there for this entire situation because I lived in that house, right? Oh, yeah. my. You lived and in an influencer house? I, I lived in a house with Carson. You lived in the polycule, bro. Right? Yeah, I was. the reason I brought it up <laughs> is because I wanted, I wanted you to talk about it. I All wanted right. uh, the tea. I was there the whole time. And you know what happened to good old Noah when he was like, hey, you know, this doesn't seem like a good situation. You know, I can kind of pick up on what's... I, in fact, it was the day that he met her. I said, I can kind of pick up on what's going on here. I don't think this is a good idea for you. So you, you know lived what happened? with this woman, Noah? No, I didn't live with her. You I lived, lived with Carson. The thing is, the thing is and, on that stream, yeah. I remember uh, Greek was talking, and he was like, yo, this girl's been around. You want to stay away from her? Carson was like, no, no, no. <laughs> this is what I said. Verbatim. Sorry. Yeah, Zoe Quinn moment. That's true with chat. Yes. I kept it gentle. I was like, listen, I think you're getting yourself in a little bit over your head here. I was like, I think she's a bit of a flirt. 
you know what happened? Not allowed on my own podcast. Nobody talks to me. No, he's misogynistic. Based. Oh. True story. And here we are. Here we are. And like here a month we after are. that, Carson made this his like and post on Reddit. All the people who knew. The funny thing is that there's more to that. The whole, all the people who knew, including me, right? That what was really going on, which like what the whole Kate thing is like nothing to me compared to the rest of that situation, right? Yeah. When the, everybody knew what was really going on, they kept gunning on her the entire time. And I thought that was fucking ridiculous. And then they just pretended they didn't know. Afterward, nobody talked about that. But but you were saying really this woman, she was almost um, in some ways pressured to do these uh, lurid acts just for the sake of clout. Or what, what I don't think she was pressured. I think she did it of her own volition. Right, yeah, I agree. right, right, right. I agree with that. But uh, Brittany... she basically she basically knew that she could flirt a little bit to get a little mm. higher, and she did it. And you know, I don't hate her for it. I don't think she's a terrible person for it. Um, I think she just kind of took the easy way up that so many people have done, and she ended up getting fucked for it. Really, really a Helen of Troy moment, I guess you could say. Um, but Brittany, uh, you you got <laughs> that's an interesting way to put that. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, someone brought up Zoe Quinn in the chat. Uh, I, Brittany, you finish your thought. Uh, you, you, uh, your computer got down or the glow. Yeah, uh... sorry. It like froze and I don't know how long I was talking before it froze. Um, but basically I think that overall it's really shitty on Twitch that they allow softcore porn because the majority of their viewers, um, last time I checked are underage. If you look up the statistic for that and, it's basically incentivizing women to prostitute themselves and sell themselves and it's to the more literal sense now because they're literally shoving microphones up their ass and farting for five bits and basically they're commodifying women and helping that and helping women be devalued and sending the message that your only body as a woman like that's your it is your greatest worth and that's why you should protect it. But they're saying like, oh, well, your brain basically never matters. And you're only as good as your farts can stink. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you it's smell making- that? Neither do I. Start farting, bitch. <laughs> and it's making men addicted to porn. It's like it giving them the gateway because it's softcore porn on Twitch. So it's going to make little boys grow up jerking it, grow up. Porn, then they become porn addicted and then they're going to have literal brain damage from being addicted because it causes chemical changes to your brain um it's the same reason why gambling is a real addiction and uh gambling funnily enough is <sighs> one of the hardest ones to recover from so i mean this is the whole plan how like, serious this, it is. this is exactly what they want to do they know what they're doing and that's the whole goal all along um, yeah. or Eva, La- ladies yes, and I do jerks, watch uh, mm-hmm. ladies and jerks, I've been tagged in by Masked Bastard. He's oh, all over hello, with Stan us. Haynes. How going? are you, Gio? Buenas noches, todo lo gente hablando aquí. One masked um, retard for another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, l- listen, ma- masked bastards and masked trash from sea to shining sea, we're everywhere. Uh, I I'd like to chime in. I'm wondering if we're ever gonna get a a remake of the this is your brain on drugs commercial but like there'll be infographics where it's like this is your brain on porn this is your brain uh, on twitch because you know un- unless you can provide something mildly over the top but still grounded in like hey like th- this is what a normal dopamine receptor looks like no this is not chopped liver this is the dopamine receptor of a man who's been watching porn since he was 12. and speaking you know? of chopped liver this is chopped steak over here take a look at this beauty Hey, that is a beauty right there. Buen provecho. Love, I, 
Uh, Love, I like how when you held up the salad earlier, you gave a nice intimate wink into the camera. <laughs> like, I know you're watching. You could take a picture if you'd like. Oh, God. Well, Love can become a mukbang streamer, and he could live out his dream yeah. of... Uh, well, that's... See, that's the other question. Avocado. That's the other question that I... Oh, God. Okay. That's the other question I that I wanted to get to uh, here. If, if you've ever read the Kafka story, um, The Hunger Artist... Nicolo Avocado, he's the opposite of, he's the polar, he's the reverse of the hunger artist. He is the uh, yeah. making himself uh, morbidly, and listen, yeah. I'm morbidly obese, but, yeah. but um, Gio, the difference between Gio, 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 the difference between you, Gio, the difference between you and Avocado is that you eat with your mouth. Oh, that's very true. Oh, oh, I mean, but, I... but but here's the thing, here's the thing, Gio, Gio, hear me out. this is something I'd like to get your, your opinion on, all right? Now, um, what is it about uh, indignant, obese women that use labels like I'm curvy, I'm a BBW? There are, there's no male equivalent of a BBW. There aren't dudes who weigh 500 pounds and they're like, I'm a strong, large, handsome man. It's well, like, the, no, the equivalent, like, I guess, would be portly or big bone, but that's applies well, to all okay, fat people. Well, okay, but then how come fat men, okay, outside of wearing moo's and capes and jumpsuits, they don't have the plethora <laughs> of high-waist clothing uh, fat ladies can wear to hide the, the folds of undulating blubber. So it's like That's this very weird, true. so it's this weird out of yeah. sight, out of mind self-deception proceeds deceiving others well, well that's why we wear hawaiian shirts because it's something it's it's the only thing in a bigger size that has a bit of flair to it but uh what but if it, the term size king is reclaimed <laughs> by the rightful holder of the mantle but uh, i wanted to get um noah and uh Oh, Brittany's back. I wanted to get Turkey Tom and uh, Noah's thoughts on what Brittany said. Um, mm. And Stan Haynes is correct. And I agree with Brittany. I think that um, there, there is sort of like this compulsion to, there was this one OnlyFans girl, our good friend Zero HP Lovecraft brings it up. Um, he, this one OnlyFans girl said that it was literally like I wasn't in possession of my own body when I'm doing this. Um, but, but I mean, Turkey Tom, you've covered uh people of this uh the whole i mean uh, you know i talk you know. about it but the idea that i is like a like i'm turning 19 the idea that i as like a 19 year old should give like life advice for people like i don't i don't fucking That's know dude true. jerk off I, you know jerk off to whatever you want i'm not gonna make prescriptions about uh you know experiences i don't really know about so yeah i don't fucking know i mean uh you want to make an only fans make an only fans i think it could be bad for your life later on but i don't know i haven't lived it so who fucking knows I think My... it's, you oh, really sorry, can't, no, I was just going to say quickly that I think it's true. Uh, you really can't, and, and I didn't say this, it was the singer for liturgy that said, uh, sorry, she said that um, you really can't form a coherent worldview by the age of 25. I think that's kind of, I hate yeah, like, you know, I can talk about YouTube drama all I want. I can talk about like gay discord servers and the shroom Jack. Okay. I'll talk about cringy <laughs> Minecraft stands, but when it comes to like life prescriptions, like I'm not the most functional person. I have like a, partially dysfunctional life so i'm not going to try to like say like we don't do that like, i don't fucking know how old know. how old were the founding fathers when they uh sorry about this cheek how old were the founding fathers when they uh <laughs> signed the declaration of independence i don't fucking know uh not 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 legally old enough to say dad jokes in public without women pretending they like them like you know comment <laughs> they back. probably they probably weren't like 18 so no jefferson i think was in his 40s when he signed the they were in like their late. It was 30s, already I think. Jefferson yeah. was already like a general and shit. You know, he had life experience, dude. I I, I still live with my fucking parents. I don't know shit. <laughs> I don't know shit. I, I spend my time on my PSP, 
my Xbox. I spend my time playing uh playing playing like Dusk. I don't fucking know. Oh, no, but, but but good on you. Good on you though, man. Like good on you cuz if you're willing to say like, you know, like you like you hardly ever see people who have a platform or an audience give a disclaimer and go like you shouldn't be coming to me for socio-political perspectives even though people <laughs> yeah. look for socio-political perspectives from like fucking cardi b <laughs> or well, this like, is the thing like when you're a youtuber like i feel like people feel that you need to like talk about politics and give this prescription like my only policy is like i want to say the n-word and eat pizza i don't like there's nothing else to me you know i, I, I don't have anything else <laughs> well to that say. was the thing with dream but uh, noah you had something to say then we'll go back to Brittany, yeah. and then then well where's was, james's i'm, I'm gonna hit two things real quick i was gonna say for me what I've always said is I've always given the disclaimer is that I don't even consider myself a YouTuber or anything. I'm literally just some fucking guy. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, like, bear in mind, you're taking the opinion of some fucking dude that you don't know. But two, <laughs> two, the thing with the OnlyFans and the porn and all that sort of shit, right? I'm going to be genuinely honest right now. I don't understand why people find it so hard to just have sex. Well, well, it, there's a lot of social <laughs> pressures. To, there's a lot of uh, barriers. To I mean, that I can That's, talk about. I think a lot of yeah. guys now, especially like in my demographic, um, have a hard time talking to girls or have a hard time, you know, being social with women. I think that there's a, especially like the more time you spend on like Discord and like 4chan, it, it's not going to contribute to your uh, ability That's, to speak to girls. That's what I was going to say is that it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy right well, that, there. And there's a lot like, of taboos and rules. Oh, and yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it is like, I think a big part of it is like, you know, uh, there are people who genuinely believe OnlyFans is bad. And then there are also people who can't get a girlfriend, can't fuck. And so they, they kind of channel that into like, oh, the reason why all women are like whores or whatever. And it's like, well, if, in the real world, like, in the real world, you know, when I went to high school and shit like that, uh, and like I'm in college now, not that many girls are like that. Like not that many. Like well, the, those, James, the people that do do that are usually yeah, like kind of weird. Yeah. You know but I mean? I've, I've struggled you... for years. With, but James, is some. I want to hear your perspective. Someone who uh, has been called incel so many times, it might as well be your middle name. Uh, yeah, I mean, go ahead. I mean, I mean, one, it's it's funny how much people call me incel, despite you know, I'm I'm not going into my sexual history, but uh, it's way more. He's than, had a lot uh, of very prolific uh, male influencers. No, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. James James confirmed to eat more pussy than cervical cancer. Well, no, I, I was just about to say, um, you know, Go going ahead. off of what Tom was saying about you know people his age, you know, having trouble talking to girls and whatnot, you know. You guys have never grew up in an age without dating apps. I mean, that's very da true. Dating, uh -huh. dating apps like was the start of the end for like modern dating and ruining that. And and then like now you have OnlyFans just making it worse. Where it's like, yeah, these dating apps are good if you want to just fuck, but like they like it's like killed a lot of relationships. And I mean, like it almost feels like that was like an intentional part. Of I the agree. Of them. That's what our I mean. Good, like, I don't understand why it's so hard for people this. to just go yeah. fucking talk to somebody. It's not that hard. And uh, Super well, Super well, Iron Bob says uh, that OnlyFans this is for five U.S. dollars. Thank you so much for the super another, chats. Oh, by the and way, by the way keeps chat, yeah keeps needing those super chats. We're not going to say them all now. We're going to say them at the end. But this one is uh, about this subject. Oh, you subject. read that comment so, in the last video. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I read a lot of comments, Geo. Anyway, OnlyFans is a product of a society that didn't engage young men, so that they participated, leaving young women to fend for themselves. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, so like, as I was saying, the, the social norms now are ruined because of dating apps, where it's like, it's looked 
it's like almost like frowned upon and it's like it's supposed to come off as weird if you just like start talking to a random girl like at a coffee shop or a bookstore or something like that like the only place out in public where it's really like quote unquote normal to do that is like picking up at a bar at that point is it though i feel like it's not well, well, I well like start conversations with people well, all the time society is like engineered as like a you know obviously it's going to vary from person to person right. and whatnot depends where you are as well but, yeah and yeah. yeah and the location as well but like that's kind of like what the social norms have turned to now you know well, especially in a place like new york city where it's just like you have crazies just coming up to you all the time so it's like you know if someone's gonna come up to you at like a bookstore or a coffee shop like most of the time it's like what the fuck do you want from me yeah literally i flinch when men come near me now because i've been like attacked so much by men at this point like a guy groped me and then the same week a guy tried to punch me like he threw the punch and i dodged mm. it and then he ran away but what if they're dressed but what if they're, but what if they're dressed differently like what if they're nicely dressed or like neatly dressed like is there a certain threshold where you could say okay like they're not gonna go they're not gonna be crazy i mean the physiognomy check in general is definitely <laughs> i was gonna yeah, say i, I think you can tell if somebody's a but... fucking loser like i think that you can tell yeah I to think a greater lesser degree sense. I think it's common sense. But what also, do you think? Yeah, go ahead. Um, okay, so I wanted to touch on the the porn thing. So I don't want, I'm not going to throw my hands and be like, oh, don't listen to me because like I actually am passionate about this topic and you can hold me accountable to what I say because I'm very firm that I'm correct in this um, based on what I've seen. So I think that generally prostitution, when I say prostitution, I'm using the politically incorrect version of sex work. Not sex um, work. It's called, yeah. it's called prostitution. So we shouldn't continue to normalize it by calling it sex work. But anyway, um, I think it's self-harm. Um, and an example of that is, I don't know if the camera will really catch that, but what it says is Russian porn star and OnlyFans mom nine falls to her death from 22nd story apartment after telling friends she was lonely and wanted to start a family so clearly this profession they want to call it it's um violation of human rights in my opinion and sexual slavery but clearly it causes mental issues and long-term effects and um it's it's the same thing with normal prostitution like original prostitution where you were having sex men on the streets um there's data for that showing the effects they had on their mental health and they would get depression and PTSD and some girls would uh, unalive themselves. So there's no reason why OnlyFans wouldn't also have the same effect. Yes, there's less of a risk factor physically um, in terms of a guy assaulting you, but all of the mental anguish is still there. You have thousands of guys literally in your DMs treating you like you're an object to the point of so when I say that, it probably doesn't register for some people what that actually means. So what that actually means is like men being like, please, let I want to see you roll around in turds and drink piss for $20 and like just disgusting requests in general. Obviously, they can accept or deny, but women get pressured into doing more and more um, extreme acts on OnlyFans. So it only gets worse and worse, just like with porn addiction. That's why people become predators um because you but need you more and more you need a harder and harder hit. i i i completely agree with Brittany. where i think that the problem yeah. is really the dudes where it's like i've even i've had this com these conversations with my friends before where i'm like also i feel like it's it's kind of common sense i don't know if this is an already established sort of thing but i think that it's kind of apparent that the field of sex work is going to naturally have a lot of traumatized 
people that have been fucked up in their lives. Oh, yeah, it. exactly. Like, and it's like, you want to be fucking beating everyone here has been traumatized dick. already oh, yeah. from YouTube, right? Alone, dealing with yeah. people. So imagine, but, like, you're putting your asshole on display how people react to that and yeah. what they say to you. And it's like, what kind of sick motherfucker is like, yeah, I want to beat my dick this traumatized person debasing exactly. themselves. It's they just so fucking weird to me. And it's it like, gets yeah. more extreme as well. There is well but 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 not everyone is that forward thinking and like, you know, like, they, they see booba and then hard on, gotta jerk it, clean up, and like, that's that. I think only one out of a hundred people are like, you know, this mildly Eastern European woman who looks like she's been crying all morning is in an exploitive uh position i'm not gonna jerk off she has this. weird bruises on her what, and that's why we have on? wars right right she, she she keeps looking like not at the camera but near the camera and flinching at any loud noise so i'm gonna jerk off to someone in a professional studio like only one out of a hundred people come to that conclusion and it's really of- sad it's really sad that some women they will be manipulate into this and memed into this brainwashed into this literally there are women so for perspective there are youtubers female youtubers literally sex trafficking by definition it's sex trafficking because it is a publicly available video for all ages kids can click it and they're putting their only fans link and they're talking about how they do their job in terms of selling their body but, it's but literally Brittany, sex trafficking um, what do you think of uh people have come at you recently and i 100 percent agree with you and noah um, and I just, I guess I, this is a provocative question, but of course we're on break the rules. So I, I feel obliged to ask this. Um, there have been people that have insinuated that your uh, hardcore stance against pornography, that it's like some kind of like, I don't know, lizard brain, um, inter-female sexual competition thing where, um, only fans lowers the sort of, uh, the, the quote unquote sexual market value of other women and that. People, women feel threatened by it so that's why they want they feel uh a, a lot of these cum brains they have these very sophisticated evolutionary psychology explanations as to why a woman would find this you know these these realities disgusting but what would you say to that that people say that oh britney you know she's offended because now people don't find her as attractive compared to uh some only fans uh, e-girl um, I, I think it's a stupid, but just for the sake of journalistic integrity, quote unquote, not that that's a thing anymore. What would you say to like people that are accusing you and other people of who are um, sort of going back to a more 80s style of radical feminism against pornography? They say that you were just like doing this weird female sexual competition sort of thing. Uh, I, I don't know. Wow, I guess me being just jealous sure does counter all of the for the brain damage that it causes or the marriages that it messes up or the fact that uh it ruins intimacy it's basically porn is a, a war on romance in my opinion and oh absolutely intimacy. wow um, that's good so i'd go as I far just, as to say the dating apps are that too at least with dating apps you have a chance at finding some intimacy but then other people abuse it in the wrong way and they're just using it to devalue intimacy by yeah, easily but it's getting like, it's like it's a gotcha with like the worst fucking sex. roll rates of all time like and i feel like it's like, like actual- it's like mcdonald's right where it's like it's nice that you can pick up a cheeseburger you know what yeah. I mean? When you need food, but at the same I, I time, this, it's like a lot of people are incapable no, but, but, of stopping but, but, picking up but, the cheeseburger. Listen, I, I know that feeling. Uh, uh, online, well, well, it kind of is like, uh, listen, it kind of is like, like if you're fucked up and you're hammered and you go to McDonald's and you see how nice and lush and delicious the food is. And then like the person you've been talking to, you get the conversation 
off Tinder, and then like either you or the other person doesn't translate well in meat space. So then when you get the product and you're holding your soggy Big Mac and shitty fries that have been under the heat lamp for two hours, you're like, I'm not going to say no to this. I already put on pants, you know? Like, it's, I'm already it's, here. Yeah. But then you're in the See, middle of it, and it's like, what? Yep. Then you're in the middle of it, and it's like shitting it's your like brains out after eating, yep. like, you know, a ton of fast food. But also, I think one thing that came up, I think it was a stream with, um, it was, it was the, it was the, the women's stream. It was um, our good friend, default friend, and Alex Kashuda. They were talking about, and I think this also came up with you and Jessix, um, about like how this this notion of like intrafemale competition, how um, women are competing for the attention of men. But then the, the good retort that I found, I think it's a it was, projection. No, no, but the the good retort that I think it was either you or Jessix, or it may have been default friend that said, it's kind of like, yeah, but do you want? male attention from guys that just want to fuck you basically like that's like there's a quality of male attention but i guess because women don't like think of um they just don't think well they don't think i know that's very true no (laughs) no more say no more say no more the point is made (laughs) (laughs) no but but what i mean is um and i also wanted we wanted to cover the topic of um this uh, dream person. But before that, I think that it's true. I think women don't think of attention because men, I, I mean, maybe I'm ske- speaking for myself as a grotesque incel, but I think <laughs> men don't, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm only partially kidding. Um, men, we kind of like quantify things in terms of like female attention. Like if any woman gives us the slightest hint of uh, feeling it's like this you know big thing but with women i think there is a quality there and that to say that well it's just competing for male attention but yet it's like these men just want to do grotesque sexual acts to you they don't really care about you as a person so it's yeah. like that was a good retort that i found so what do you think of that Brittany? like when people accuse you for instance of saying that you're just like a fucking uh you're like a trad pick me now or something like that i don't know well, yeah, I obviously agree with that. And I think that it's just a projection because um, men aren't, it's like if you were surrounded by, okay, basically if you're a starving African child wanting food versus someone who's well-fed in America, men are basically just starving African children, right? So right. like when you're already full, when you're True. already saturated, you're not going to be dying to eat some McDonald's, but like to the African child where they're not the sexual selector in this comparison um they're gonna want it more and value it more and value it a lot differently than how i value mcdonald's i'm like ew get that shit away from me it's so gross and self-harm to consume that um but the african child isn't gonna see it that way they're gonna be like holy shit i'm hungry so the dynamic it's just different i think men are projecting their experience onto women because they're not used to being the sexual selector right they they think so what i'm getting into is that they think that women have to be jealous, but we really don't because if we wanted to get laid at any point, we could. It is harder to get relationships because there's so many coomers and men addicted to porn. I'm going to start calling fucking super horny men African children. 
<laughs> yeah, that's what the only I, I've just been thinking about you saying African children in the same sentence as sex for like the past like five minutes. I'm literally just gonna start calling Terrence an African child. Hey, on hey, the hey, hey, hey. Now. that sounds a little racist to bring it back to James's earlier point. I mean, he's Italian, so he's black, it's not racist. Yeah, we're black, I'm Italian. There's to bring it back to James's earlier point about billionaires, there's got to be like one, maybe two billionaires out there who just has the most insatiable underage jungle fever out there, right? There's got to be at least one, right? Jungle fever? <laughs> no, nothing but starving African children on this. Well, I know oh that Bronson. I'm getting another, I'm getting another beer. I'm getting starving beer. African child with jungle fever. I know that Bronze Age pervert. He, uh, <laughs> he has this theory that oh. the elites they promote open borders. <laughs> oh God! Hey, listen, listen. If he liked starving Cambodian children, he'd have yellow fever. All right, like, come on, like, well, you could either call it a preference or like a. a Keep in a mind that Stan Gaines right? is himself a person of color, so he can say it yeah. as a as a as a. Uh, he, he's Queens. Mexican. So. <laughs> no, no, he's not. Me- he's uh, yeah, he's Mexican, and he and he's black, aka Greek. So. <laughs> oh, so he, can, you know, he can say I'll, I'll, it. I'll have you know, Sicilian blacks are third cousins to, to, to Greek blacks, all right? That's very uh, true. Yeah. Sicily was an ancient Athenian African colony called Syracuse. Never forget. My 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 mother's side, the Calabrese side, is a, um, they, uh, the, that particular part of uh, Calabria was colonized by the Greeks. So I'm probably Greekoid at least in half. I'm all, but but I am, but my other half is Central Italian, Marca John. So I am closest to the Romans hmm. here. I, I want to bring. A, I want to so? bring. A, you you know so? that you know that Stan Haynes is Italian or Greek without even removing his mask because literally every time he shows up at my apartment, it's either stacks of pizza, <laughs> a fucking cake, tons yeah. of beer. Like he's literally trying to like constantly go. feed me at my parties, like a fucking <laughs> but, Italian or Greek, like like, <laughs> like, like, like like a fucking noni and a black shawl. I'll feed you till you fucking explode. Then That's I make so my true. move. Yeah. Then I make my move. But no, I was just gonna say quickly. I wanted to ask Brittany. Um, well, before that, what I mentioned. Wait, wait! I also wanted to ask something to Brittany. So hold on, here I Where's go. Where's your camera, love? What happened? Oh, don't worry about it. It's still there. I mean, you're you're not gonna see me. Speaking of cooning. But... Yeah, I was about to say he's jerking <laughs> off right now. No, no, everybody else no, could see me. Everybody else, everybody else could see me on the screen, so they know I'm not cooming. I mean, they never see my lower half, so you never know. But anyway, but, uh, Brian, what I wanted. Hold on, hold on. Oh, what I wanted to ask. Hold on. What I wanted to ask has to do with prostitution. Lev is fapping so hard, local seismologists and geomancers are worried. Be careful, Lev. Yeah, people with divining rods <laughs> are going nuts right now. He's I will just try trying to ask best. a question. You guys keep talking about him jerking off. Not a Here, oh, yeah, here's the question. Here's the well, question. Maybe, well, maybe Boomers. if he stopped jerking off. Maybe if he stopped. Don't, don't lay this at our feet. All right, yeah, love, this, is all, this is all a karmic punishment. Okay, here I go. <laughs> so my question to you, Brittany, and to everybody else is about prostitution. So let's say we got rid of porn. There's still going to be a black market for prostitution when it comes to a place like South Korea, for example. I was saying this over dinner before that um, there's this guy I know who married a South Korean woman and uh, in South Korea, he used to tell me that prostitution uh, places are all over the place they don't make it a point to advertise it this is not something they want the uh, tourists to know this is just one of those you know really well-kept secrets that uh, anywhere you go you're going to be able to find a prostitute and uh, I mean, we that's, still have massage yeah. parlors you know <laughs> like they're they're there 
they're there, yeah, but I think I mean, the prostitution's like there like more. City. Just go into any massage parlor and you can probably get a handy. Like, I'm talking about yellow fever. I'm going to talk about yellow fever. It's there. Yeah, it is there, but from what I understand, this is different. Do you think that men they have an attraction to I like think certain men, men have attraction to Asian women because of their sort of young youngish looks? But what I wanted to ask you along the lines of what Lev is saying is that the the argument goes that um and by the way we have a twenty dollars super chat that we're gonna read. Hold on, I do I do want Brittany to answer though uh, my question first because no, but uh, that question I, okay. I wanted to supplement your question about okay. the prostitution thing. But the, do you think that like people that say that pornography is sort of like a relief valve? for men to not go out and do a terrible, disgusting, uh, wow. So we should just, we should just subject women to a violation of human rights and being treated, treated like their property being sold, like their property for men to release themselves. That doesn't make much sense. It's very selfish. Mm. No, at the end of the day, going back to what Noah was saying before, um, it's, uh, it's unironically the men's fault. I mean, the real fault is the, the psyops, the well, they're machine, fueling the market like, but, but af after we blame the psyop machine the next thing is the men for enabling you know fucking only fans and porn and fucking women who do this you know shitty behavior and like well, there's a lot you know, of lowering their standards well. and whatnot just because they want to fuck so yeah, if men were so fucking horny then society would be in a way better place but also there's structural problems mm. i mean technology has enabled it but also i would say that the relations between men and women have been so thoroughly degraded that people tend to well, that, look at well each that's why i'm saying the machine technology yeah, is like the first yeah. enabler wait wait i do but want to get loving, back i do want to get back to that question, question though because prostitution. Yeah, yeah go ahead love go ahead love see this is what happens when you supplement my questions Gio. everybody forgets about the original one anyway Brittany. no love we're just ignoring you don't worry it's fine <laughs> oh god <laughs> It's because we can't see you. I know. Yeah. If I can't can. see him, he doesn't exist. Simple as. <laughs> I have no <laughs> sense of object permanence. Like a baby. That's it. Stop dematerializing, Lev, you fucker. <laughs> so, Brittany. So, Brittany, on the black market, that's probably going to occur. On the black whatever... market? <laughs> exactly. Black market. Thoughts? If I wasn't an alcoholic before this stream, I definitely am now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. A base? I can say it. I'm Italian. Okay. Okay. So I'll answer the question. So my response to the argument about the black market, it's, it's really dumb because that's like saying, oh, well, you know, CP, like it's going to be in the black market anyway. So it should just be legal. No, like we have it illegal and we make it. So if we see it, we get it taken down. We contact the authorities and that also helps society accept that it's not okay. It doesn't Isn't make it 100%. a hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you're you're competing yes, with something it's that's worse of a child's being abused. Yeah, but you're but... competing with something that's the world's oldest profession oh, oh, that throughout just, history. Okay, it's uh, like you're going to be competing with human just, nature. Okay, instead of you know what else? You have autonomy. You know, you know, Brittany, you don't have an OnlyFans. No, I have one as a joke with my cats on it. But uh, okay, okay. Well, regardless, you don't you don't have a real OnlyFans. Women can choose right. not to do that. They can, but I think a lot of people don't seem to understand how uh, grooming and manipulation works. And a lot of women that are unfortunately not knowing better, they go into that and then they're not really given sympathy because it's like, oh, well, I can't give her sympathy. She makes a lot of money. And they're totally discounting all of the mental damage that it caused and the regret that they're most definitely going to have later or the mental damage they're going to have later. At the I mean, well, least. that's how people view like celebrities and stuff in general. It's like, oh, well, they have a lot of clout. So like, you know, whatever I say to them doesn't matter. Same as YouTubers. Like right. Yeah, it's I'm going to make a political statement right now. 
go, go ahead. I tweeted about this earlier. I think Lev retweeted it. Uh, I made a point about this, actually, which is why I said is, want to get rid of gun violence? Legalize pistol duels. Yes. Let's yes. Go. Unironically, Attaboy. that's true. Yes. There was... bring, bring back demanding satisfaction. In America, there was laws in the books where people had a legal right to, uh, if I recall, uh, I know the Catholic mm. Church uh, banned it for a bit. Uh, do and that's like, how uh, that's how Pushkin died is, as well. While we're, legalizing, while we're legalizing prostitution, legalize pistol duels. That Texas is already there. Like in September, you can just get a gun. You don't even need a permit anymore. No, that, which is very I'm totally cool with that. I'm not. I'm not talking about that necessarily. I'm talking about pistol duels in terms of like you both shake hands, you agree on it, kill each other. But at the same uh -huh. time, we were talking about this last <laughs> May the best man win. Oh, also to answer the second half of the question, the um, what would you call it? Like a logical fallacy where people are like, oh, it's the world's oldest profession. Okay, and and additionally, it's not so the world's oldest like, profession. Additionally, it's not the world's oldest profession. The world's oldest profession is slavery. And we don't allow that because it's a violation of human rights. And we as a society accept that it's a violation of human rights. And that's what gets things, uh, that's what motivates people to not do things is when society, when our culture says it's not okay, not necessarily a law, but the law so, helps. So Brady, my question for you is like, do you want to, my question is, do you want to create a law to ban OnlyFans and porn? Uh, yeah, because there's literally sex trafficking on OnlyFans in the first place and porn inherently fuels the sex trafficking, sex trafficking industry. Porn will always fuel sex trafficking. It goes hand in hand. That's why Pornhub had deleted so many videos and their verification process doesn't even require an ID. So Do yes. you think some like nuance should be introduced? Like maybe we should have better laws around it instead of banning it outright. Like I feel like people should be allowed some freedom, you know? So what, if, what also, so yeah. if we're talking, so well, like saying, oh, we should, we should allow everything wrong. We should allow CP. We should allow murder. We should allow all of this. Like, I just don't think these are like, but these are I like measurably worse than a girl showing her pussy on Twitter. Like, and her only fans. Abuse like is abuse. So a person being abused is being abused. Obviously Wait, uh, it's worse I, if a child is being abused because oh, they're going to get more damage from that because they're underdeveloped and that's but, okay, their critical so, development year. But what about no, an no, ancient Wait, Let me answer the this? second half of his question. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Brendan. So the second half of his question in terms of if I think there should be a law, um, so if we couldn't go the route of completely abolishing it, which I think we should do, I think that the very least there should be a law for at least 25 years old, you have to be 25 to consent to such self harm, because these girls are too young at 18 to be doing this, they have no idea what they're getting themselves into they're being memed into it, but I don't think that that would even necessarily work 100% because just like a Pornhub, they have girls underage on their site that they don't take down for months and months. So I have another question, I guess. That actually question. made. Um, I, I just have a quick question. I just want to follow this line of reasoning. Are you pro other forms of censorship in that kind of way? Like, what else would you want to ban from the internet? So I believe in freedom of speech, and I don't think banning porn violates freedom of speech. Um, obviously, there are there's some speech that's banned, like slander or making violent threats, and there's a reason for that because people are stupid, and you have to. I mean, slander them. isn't banned. You can slander anyone. You're just going to get a lawsuit, right? Like there are consequences for that. Don't you think the greater solution would be to like allow parents to do what they want with their children instead of outright banning people's choice to like people should be allowed to harm themselves if they want to, don't you think? Like. Should that so be made this, illegal? So that line of logic got us to where we are right now. I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't let me, get, let I don't, I don't, I don't, one, let me tell you one something. quick thing. One, so, thing uh, uh, one quick thing, though, really quickly. In terms of prostitution in the ancient world, though, um, it's not like there were just street walkers that were the end result of getting like trafficked across state lines or 
because of promises of work. And sure, that might have existed, but there were temples and there were temple whores. Yeah, like, this so was a prostitution thing that, was an enumerated social. This, this was an or, in, in fact, in fact, other than the head of the temple, the temple whore had more fun than anyone else in the temple. Like this was a part like in like Sumeria, Egypt, Greece, Rome. So like, sure. And and before these temples with prostitution, like there was agriculture. And then before agriculture, maybe there was like indentured I'll you, servitude. I'll, I'll no, let you put no. it. I'll let you put it in for five silver shillings. Like hmm. you know, like so. So when when discussing prostitution in the ancient world, like it, it would be remiss to remove the historical context of it, rather than just paint the broad brush of like, yeah, prostitution could, was bad okay. then too. Let me hit something real quick. Wait, right yeah, here. Noah has the floor. Have, That's a great point. Okay. Noah, Noah, go ahead. So. What I find really interesting is I'm usually opposed to regulating pretty much anything. But what Brittany just said is actually very interesting because you think of frontal lobe development. I believe it's frontal lobe development. Like yes. you're not fully you until you're 25, right? That makes your rational sense. Capacity. Your, your rational capacity is not there until you're 25, right? So it's like, okay, so 18 is the age of consent. And you got no, your frontal lobe's not there. You know what I'm trying to say, but then you're 25, and it's like, okay, now you're like a fully formed adult. That kind of that so kind should, of should makes 25 sense be the age of consent. No, I, I totally disagree with that. I'm, like, that's what I'm not. Well, I guess my question would be like, what is the, what is the conclusion? What I'm saying of is, that. I think that's, that that's very interesting that that for a second I was like, huh. because usually I'm completely against regulating anything. I mean, I think it's hilarious that the drinking age is 21. You know what would, I mean? the, like, would the analogy of guns make sense here or not, where, let's say, you would have uh, guns being uh, illegal for people to own, and then you would have a black market where people would be able to uh, sell these guns in the black market no, for people to buy? Yeah, I mean, you know, what's gonna, you know what's going to happen if we ban OnlyFans? Prostitution is going to go back to being controlled by, like, the mafia and, like, yeah. degenerates in New York. That, that's exactly going to go back to the age to when... No, there should gonna... be more risk to it because it, it de-incentivizes women from doing it. I don't want women to get hurt. That's why I'm against porn. But I'm mm. saying at least if there was that risk factor of having well, to be in it, the street, then they wouldn't want to do it as much. But uh, now isn't that, isn't that, that kind of, for example, like with the... Absolutely for the accessibility of it, which is mm. what I find that incredible. Like you, have the, you have this whole TikTok thing of like... But there is an I, example I can bring like, up like, with for that. For example, like mm. I have a younger sister, right? And she's only four years younger than me. So it's like, it's kind of a different thing. But if she was younger, like having a younger sister makes me think about that with like the whole TikTok thing. And it's like, right. they grow they up in this sort TikTok. of, that's mm. what I was going to say is they grow up in this environment where it's completely normalized and promoted. And it, there's absolutely zero barrier to entry. Even Instagram, which is very to interesting extent, to me. Even with the baddie aesthetic, mm. there's some kind of overt sexualization. But go ahead, love. Sorry. I guess one example that may be closer to this as far as like what, what exactly are Americans going to put up with, even if it's going to be harmful for them, which will increase the overall amount of people that would go to the pimps let's say there is an example i can bring of, of uh, oxys there is a certain compound that the manufacturers of oxycodone put in the oxys that cause liver damage this is intentionally done from what i understand to prevent people from overdosing on it because it's like you know you're gonna die if you overdose on it but people don't really realize this people uh, you know sometimes they have the memory of a goldfish so that's the other concern here that while the intent may be to let's prevent more people from getting into it because of how dangerous it is is, I wonder how stupid most people are going to be or how desperate most people are going to be that they're going to go into it regardless. And ironically, well, why is it that ban... back then there was less, right? Th there was... was less of an epidemic, right? Yeah, they I mean, look what happened with alcohol. They banned it and everyone stopped drinking. Excuse me. So I'll respond to that. So right. 
I said earlier specifically for that reason that the real change comes from socially making it socially unacceptable and the law just kind of helps on like an official level to like make sure there's a firm wall there to not do it but it is very important that we as a society stop making it stop normalizing prostitution and um it's kind of like it's self-harm it's kind of like organ donation right we don't allow people to sell their organs because it's self-harm people would be stupid enough to sell their kidneys for like five thousand dollars and sure you'll find a loophole do it whatever but I'd we don't incentivize that what i'd sell a kidney for 20 grand <laughs> yeah a lot of people would and it's the same my kidneys work like, damn oh, I'd, well. I'd open my butthole for x amount of money right i would and literally also, just invest in crypto and also, I have to um, respond to the other guy earlier. I don't remember his name with the black and white. Um, with him Dean saying, Haynes. oh, it's like back in the day, there was prostitutes. So um, I don't know where he is kind of like getting it from, where they were happy, like speaking for them. Like, how do you know if they were like truly happy, especially when it goes mm. to show when we have statistics showing it causes mental damage with prostitution? There's plenty of statistics for depression, PTSD, all this stuff was surveyed. Um, and having a also, fucking you could justify slavery the damage. same way. I unironically, Ted Gizinski was right in that regard. Yes, True. the computer does. Mm. Having a computer well, causes mental damage. Like, I don't want to go down this road where anything that's potentially harmful to ourselves will be banned. I, I don't trust that at all. Well, no, I think I'm going to have a daughter, I'm going to have a wife, level, and neither well, of them are going to be doing OnlyFans because we'll just, we'll just I'm going to control the fuck out of them. But well, real, uh, I don't want to police the world, you know? It definitely starts with you. I agree. It starts with within and your own people around you. That's definitely important. But I don't want to put like, human trafficking on the same level as drinking a soda like that's kind of ridiculous to say yeah, like oh well now you're policing everything that's not true there's a reason why we have laws for some things and not okay but them. also like you're putting like you know human trafficking like carrying sex slave across the border in a truck you're putting that on the same level as like making like selling pictures of your pussy for money like you're saying but a lot of the them same. are a lot of them are trafficked. i mean maybe a lot of them are but most of them are not but there are and some women, but some women choose to go into it on their own accord and to ignore that entirely. And like, some people would choose be... to sell their organs. It doesn't make it good. It doesn't mean we should embrace right. it. Okay, but, thing. If this but I don't think they're the same. But, but at no point, this. but here's the thing. At no point did I like sing the praises of such a thing. Like to respond to what you uh, had mentioned earlier, like how is it that every ancient society figured out some sort of system where they were like all right this is a temple worship and we need like a minimum number of women that are going to do this thing this biological impulse to procreate we're all wired with and well, i'm that, not that's saying what, that like and they right, also but, had but slavery not, you could justify slavery the same way it doesn't make okay, it right, right it's still okay. morally not right and it causes right. well, what I, but, here's the thing, but, but here's the so, thing yeah. but here's the thing though like to immediately like to immediately go for the the temple whore has it just as bad as a slave i'm not saying that like the temple whores had 401ks and like you know they were part of a ritualistic structure is i think the point stain haynes right like it, it, it wasn't like it any better right okay but it it no, it obviously pole. not but I, i'm but here's what saint aquinas saint aquinas, aquinas said that, trafficking but what saint aquinas said that there's always going to be um, a segment of society that will quote unquote debase themselves and their souls. And so that he thought that um, I'm totally butchering it, but he thought that there should be like at least some passive tolerance in the margins of society for things like prostitution. He said, and I quote, take away prostitution from the world and you will fill it with uh, the, 
Well, can I say sodomy on YouTube? I um, <laughs> you already did. You already, already did. did. Um, no, but that's what, with so Sharpie it, and Pooper. With Sharpie and okay. Pooper. Sharpie I, you do you mind if I ask one more question of uh, Brittany, and then we can get off this topic? Then we get. Yeah, we want to move yes. on to YouTube. I didn't YouTube know I was itself. entering a debate, but it's okay. <laughs> I I just have one more question. I'm not looking to debate you or do like a gotcha. No, I'm I know. Just, I'm really no, I think we're mostly reasoning. on the same page. I think you're just more relaxed about it. But like, I used to be that way, and I did a lot of research, and I realized like how much it damages people yeah and i'm not going to claim to be familiar with the data but i'm not because i'm not but the other day you're friends with jessix right you guys are good pals i had to talk with her not too long ago um and we were talking about she had said on stream friend she had of the said show, that by the way. friend of the show she had said that yeah. anyone who has a polyamorous relationship is mentally ill and there's another guy yep, in this chat nice. saying the same thing to me and uh, i was having that conversation and i'm curious what your take is on that 100% I mean, agree. Mental, I statistically mental, <laughs> Go mental, ahead, Vinny. I don't know any statistics on it offhand, but obviously it's dysfunctional. And I think the definition of mental illness is that sort of dysfunction. So I think you could say it's like a symptom of mental illness. So I guess that. my follow-up question to that would be, do you think people who uh, cheat are mental mentally ill? People who cheat? I think that they probably have other mental illness that calls them to do that. Again, it's like a symptom. In my opinion, I'm not a therapist, but well, my good okay. friend. That's I, uh, interesting, actually. That's also I would have to completely disagree, but it's okay. I'm not gonna. Well, no. Here's what I, I would say, and we have to move on. Mm -hmm. uh, but well, my our good friend, well, Jessica has been on BTR as well a lot. Uh, but our, another person, our good friend, modern hermeticist, said it is like filth. The gutters take it out of the city. Yeah, that's. I think that was an exact quote. But um. What I would say about polyamory, uh, and this isn't my take, this is default friend's take on Twitter uh, when she was on the show. She said that, like, the problem is, it's not, like, the problem with polyamory is that a lot of, like, weird niche, like, kind of crazy people are attracted to it. It's always going to appeal to a very small segment of society, such as, like, the, you know, rationalist and post-rationalist people that follow uh, Ayala, and, like, very, you know, tech people and people that are in sort of like weird, like bourgeois positions in society. Whereas she was saying uh, default friend that the greater harm to relations among men and women are sort of like casual hookup culture. Because even though you don't have these like weird Baroque, like I'm signing a contract in a polycule type of situation, uh, it seems that the, the greater harm is this like hookup mm -hmm. culture. It's kind of like uh, that one line in the Lord of War, which was very true, is based off a true story. Um, where the the one uh, the Ethan Hawke character, the Interpol agent, uh, said that no, it's like people talk about WMDs and, and nukes. The real weapon of mass destruction are the small arms that are being trafficked by the tens of mil millions every year into the hands of uh, African warlords that are used to just obliterate uh, whole villages. And so it's kind of like that same analogy of um, casual hookup culture being the real culprit. But um, maybe final thoughts on this yeah. and then we want to move on yeah we do have to, to move uh, on YouTube and also i just want to say one more guy. thing before we move on wait wait, wait. Oh, go ahead one more um, thing just, just really quick um to answer uh zaptai's question i think that it would be a symptom of hypersexualization, and hypersexualization is a mental illness can i hit on something real quick right now i, got, I have I to pee really this. bad i'm gonna i'm gonna go yeah i gotta address this real quick i don't i don't, wouldn't necessarily say that cheating is a result of mental illness i think it's just a but it's hypersexualization. I, to a degree, I would say it's it's really just avoidance. Yeah, that's it's true. People that there are could incapable. be other mental illnesses too, yeah. and like being I, avoidant could be a symptom of another mental yeah. illness. Yeah, I, th I think it's just people that are incapable of actually facing 
not even necessarily consequences, but just but like people cheat ending for something reasons. and moving on to something. You know what I mean? It's like if you want to fuck somebody else, just end your fucking relationship and move yeah. on. Like but, it's just but, like but hug is a cowardice what, thing. But one of the but one of the issues here though is that like some people cheat out of conquest if like oh to see if I still got it and some people that's cowardice. That's lacking. what I'm saying. Is it's all that's cowardice. Right. But but some people like well uh, you know you know that is a really good point because like. Rather than use communication, which is the bedrock of anything involving two or more people, like, you know what, like, Hugbox, you got a good point, because, like, even if someone cheats, because it's like, they're, they're lacking something at home, so they look for it elsewhere, even if it's like, I'm going to tell this coworker all about my day every time I see him, and then three months later, she's blowing him in the coffee room at the holiday party. Like, you know, that's a fair point. Avoidance? <laughs> it's, 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 just, it's avoiding room. oneself and denying oneself. You know what I mean? That's all that it is. Touche. It's true. No, because you're trying to find something in the other that you're not getting (laughs) with that other with the person that you've chosen. Mm. I I think I think it's rooted in a sort of fear of being alone, which is one of the worst fears that you can ever have. Where it's like people that want to waste someone's time while they look for another option. It's like that's what I understand about polyamory is that when eventually everybody grows old, like in their 80s, who's going to be there helping the other one? Pardon my uh, you know language here, but like wipe the other's ass, you know, or like do something that I just can't imagine. Imagine these people growing old and being stuck in that same paradigm. Eventually, there has to be a point where somebody close to you becomes like your arm or your leg, you know, like somebody who you can't really be without. You, you, you mean, become you like mean, one. You mean like a, so like a significant other? Yeah, like, I can't. Well, I, I can't see the same thing working for like multiples, well, you know, several people at once. It doesn't but, make but sense. Just real quickly about poly couples, like nine times out of ten, not a looker in the bunch. Like for no, yeah. <laughs> while you true. have these Very like they, they get like, they they fuck a two a three and a five to say that they fucked an eight. Oh. I mean, I would agree with that. I would agree. There's a and, lot of ugly ones. And, you and see the be, Reddit shit, right? Be, like, yeah, you've seen the Reddit posts. Not to be cynical, true. not to be cynical or vindictive though, but like I haven't met many poly. Well, I haven't. I've only met a handful of people who identify as poly. But two things always stood out to me. One. They throw all their like terms out there, like I'm a non-hierarchical, um, uh, blah blah blah, buzzword, catchphrase, verb, the adjective, noun, poly person, and then two, like it's like 80% of their personality most of the time. Like it's like like the the the, the decision tree, the dialogue options in their head. They keep clicking. By the way, did I tell you I'm poly? I did the poly thing one time. You know what rhymes with poly? Poly. Like, dude, we haven't even gotten the fucking appetizers yet. Please, cowardice, safety Ma- numbers. Molly. Well, that's that's actually something that I want to get to. Polly yes, and a lot of them are on drugs half the time. That's another Whoa. thing. Yeah. And Molly yeah. reminds me of Molyneux, who wanted to defoo all those, uh, you know, all those people, <laughs> so but that see, they would yeah, become his Yeah, that's another poly. thing. I think people don't call him out enough for his defoo thing. That's like a kind of weird and creepy cult. Like, uh, no, did I say the c word? Um, no. Uh, wait, wait, but but, to... but but okay. Here's the next topic that I want to bring up. It's related to what stained. State okay, oh. we're going. Yes, we're now we're gonna get to dream. In fact, Dream's let me take real. my He's yes, fake. let me let me take Minecraft my topic and put it after fake. dream. So, dream comes first. But what I also wanted to say, Brittany, if you are interested, I'm thinking that there could be a really explosive debate on this subject of sex work with uh, you know, with Hugio Alexander Bard. Oh, wow. What do you what think of that? What do you think well, of that well, idea? Because Alex thinks, well, I mean, that's true, but but to address someone in the chat. Really quickly, what I meant, I brought up Brunswick Pervert because he has this one theory that the elites are all uh, Jeffrey Epstein's and that the reason that they advocate for open borders is that they basically want fresh, exotic meat 
to import into the country through trafficking. That was BAP's theory as to why the elites support open borders, because they're all uh, of the Epstein persuasion and they grow tired of the uh, local, um, the, the sort of crop of uh, poor whites and blacks in America. They want some fresh meat. I, be- I believe that and that we've been psyop this whole time to just make it to for, you know, people to think it's like, oh, well, they want open borders so they get more people to vote Democrats. Obviously not the case because like elections are fake and democracy yeah. is fake and all that shit. So and plus the Mexicans will probably create Castizo futurism anyways in the future if more of them. A what? Well, well, if they become like based uh, right wing coalition that like for example the voter turnout, the Hispanic voter turnout oh, yeah, for yeah, yeah, Orange yeah, yeah, Man, yeah. for instance. Um, but let's go ahead, live. Go ahead. Oh, uh, here we go. Okay, so I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, but the chat doesn't hear me. Here we go. Now the chat hears me. Everything is fine. Everything is okay. So what I wanted to get to when it comes to dream, a point that Stain Haynes brought up before that uh, when it comes to a lot of these young people online today, they don't seem to have anything uh, that much beyond like a surface level interest in things. Like how many young people today read books? How many young people today? Books are you know gay. like. The Here's gym. the thing. They're gay in the good way. They're gay in the good way because a lot of those yeah, gays back then. Wait, now. yes, exactly. Wait, wait, they were. Wait, 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 wait. What kind of gay are we talking about? Like Liberace? We're ta- gay? No, 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 no. We're, we're the soccer ass sucking cock kind of. No, gay. we're talking about Socrates gay. That's the kind of gay we're talking about. You know, <laughs> the only Socrates cool thing used to, to read fight... is manga. Yes. Right? yes. I just started reading One Piece. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Well, you got to read JoJo too, which I is uh, read JoJo. Oh, but but Lev, then I you know what I mean. Two weeks back so in you, April, Lev. Okay, so you know what I mean about the manly kind of gay about, then. Uh, but Lev, Lev, really yeah. quickly. Um, one thing that always strikes me as odd though is that, like, you know, something I've been. The only way I could describe it is how, like, a lot of people have an understanding of things that are like thousands of volumes wide, but one volume deep. Like, it's this really weird, reflexive, performative song and dance and where, like, you end up with these roadblocks where, like, okay, I'd like to learn more about your fringe cockamamie position that go- that is a theory-driven, convoluted view of the world that subverts common sense expectations. And then I'm told to educate myself. Like, I'm not even given a starting point to better understand this or, like, but however, like, take take the discussion we, we were having, like, 20 minutes earlier, all right? Like... I'm fairly certain that everyone here, like in this uh, in this stream, can see eye to eye on a number of things, and we're able to like articulate our position without going, "Oh, well, Geo, you're an alt-right, nocturnal, white nationalist, uh, active shooter, um, like you know, uh, <laughs> like monstrous, like scourge to the earth." Because that's literally what Geo is. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh my god! I think, I think you just read his bio, Twitter bio. I'm for the record i was never associated with the alternative right i'm more of a dissident right person i think that uh, the alternative right is dead but as for the other things i mean i i truly uh i I don't know i think i'm fighting against the idea that italians are white people but i guess for the time being let's go i don't know okay but here here's the thing that i wanted to get to regarding this so 
we have a weird society today where before we had a lot well, we of people society, who were right. we have a society all right but we had a lot of people back in the day who were you know like the lower class working in the farm working off the land you know inherited their father's farm so on and so forth then we had people who were like in the aristocracy intelligentsia whatever you want to call it today there's a weird middle class not in the sense like the middle class is kind of disappearing but there's a weird middle class as far as what people are into online which i think encompasses a lot of people like so many people know who dream is so many people know who a lot of these youtubers are but as far as what exactly they're getting like how i didn't know people... about him until turkey tom talked about him in a video well geo you studied fucking philosophy I... in canada that's exactly what that's, i'm talking yeah, about there I'm aren't they're not that many they're not that many not... people like you geo so the Every point that youtuber I... that i'm not friends with on twitter is fake just simple as okay so the point the point that i'm bringing up here <laughs> i wonder if like the level in general of like people who are supposed to be in power has just like gone off the fucking cliff when it comes to people like uh i i looked up the age of the people by, uh, by the, uh, way, the, the age of the founding the age of the founding fathers uh, during the signing of the declaration of independence uh let's see we had a uh, uh what was his name hold on alexander hamilton alexander hamilton was 21 years old when that happened he was an incredibly influential person i bet that a lot of those like like upper middle class, uh, you know, like lower royalty, whatever you want to call it, uh, class kids, they were learning Latin, they were learning Greek, you know, like they had a fucking education from uh, these institutions that they later on used to create something yeah. like the United States of America. So my point here is that, like, are we failing when it comes to that shit? Are more most of the people online today just mindlessly staring at people like Dream and becoming zombies or are these like the inheritors of what used to be people who just tilled the soil it's what? the second one neither second i'll pick one. what's behind door number i'm kidding um yeah, well, shit this is a tough yeah. damn it uh i need a minute to think about this. i think like, people's brains have turned off that's let me answer. let me true let me all right here's the thing i genuinely think this Having spoken to the dude, picked his brain. This is what I think. I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's fucking stupid. I yeah, think that that's probably what it I, is. I literally think that's. I I genuinely think that the dude does not think one step past what he does, at all. But but what was he? Like, he said something racist or what? what he uh. He, he said he, something really weird where he was like he made some joke about how like all music is about drugs. Then he was like that might alienate black people. <laughs> Okay, okay, so this like, is what this is what happened. This is what happened. So, so he made this song. That's okay, stupid. Dream is now a musician, <laughs> yeah. and he made this song called uh called like Mask. And in, in it, uh, there's this meme that spawned from it because he's taking his normal pills in it, right? And his they're like a it's like a it's like an analogy and not not so subtle allusion to like anxiety medication or maybe it was ADHD. I don't. It remember. was ADHD, anyway. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's taking these normal pills and he throws them out. And people are saying, they're criticizing him saying, oh, you're encouraging people to throw out your medication. Um, so he responds to someone like who's talking about it. He's like, well, people are saying that I'm like encouraging people to throw out their medication because I talked about my experience with, uh, with, with, with medication. And then he says, um, drugs, drugs with like music notes around it. And then he says, Ayo, turn that shit up, Charles. And so some people got mad at him, I guess. And then he made a tweet saying, I'm sorry if my tweet earlier offended the black community. Uh, I didn't mean to upset oh, you guys. God. 
And it was like, like his reply to it, his response came off as way more racist than anything he did before. Imagine if he said, so, turn it yeah. up Tyrone instead of Charles. Imagine. Oh my God. Well, that <laughs> would actually be, that, that would actually be, be like, talking. yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it's weird. I think he just caves to everything. I think he's just yeah. an idiot. Probably. Yeah. I think he's a retard. Well, I do think he also cheated in Minecraft, but I don't think that means he's like I think a he admitted to that. But one of the funniest things yeah, that I did. got from talking to him is he's like, I meet drama head on. And I was like, yeah. No, you don't. I mean, I mean, I mean, he definitely meets like, it head on, and then he turns around, he fucking opens I mean, the asshole, and he takes yeah, exactly. It. He takes yeah, that, it. that was what my tweet was, dude. I got so canceled. I made it. I made a tweet in January. I think it was in January or February. And I, I said, might as well tweet. bend over, let me fuck you in the ass, Minecraft boy, because yeah, I was saying, right. just every single time he bends over, he spreads his cheeks. That was yeah. all I was saying. It, it immediately turned into the entire everybody's For like, example, oh, no one wants to sexually assault dream. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I was saying, guys. No, yeah. no listen, listen, listen. I mean, in all fairness, he was present. He keeps presenting like a fawn. All right. Oh. And, and, and you saw his chocolate starfish and you were like, I want to. <laughs> and the I hot tech flavored water. Mm. I want to tongue punch that balloon knock till the sun comes up. And you wanted to oh. oblige. I just but thought he- it was really funny that he called me after I tweeted that. <laughs> he felt threatened. You, he DM'd me no, and he was no, like, no. you want to talk after <laughs> <laughs> you, No, 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 dude, Hogbox, Hogbox. <laughs> what am I going to oh get to right God. now? Hogbox, like, you know what he did? You know what he did? He did the equivalent of like when you see someone you like on Tinder and you're like, ooh, like this caught my eye. There's substance to your profile. We're going to swipe right. But, but, and then when you match, you're like, oh, shit, now I got to say something. But, it but got at the same real. time, how do like people like uh, – like our favorite, our favorite YouTuber at the top of the heap. How does he avoid uh, going Justin Trudeau blackface and uh, people bringing up other things about other uh, Twitch people on stream, mind you, saying very racially charged things. But meanwhile, Brittany Venti pretends to be offended at some guy humping her GTA character. And apparently that was a grievous sin. It seems that this whole... Uh, like we were saying before, the whole air of cancellation is mediated out to uh, some and not to others, or maybe that just I don't know. Yeah, someone I was telling you, they, to they told the me themselves. They told me themselves. They're all on the same page. Yep, that's I, what they yeah, said. Yeah, it's hey, it's really don't funny. talk about that anymore. We're all on the same page. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. By but the way, dream, um, I just go, signed go ahead, to you get the memo. Didn't you get the, the memo, page. Noah? This is what yeah. we're thinking now. Read the I email. Literally, God damn it. I literally just, I shit you not, in this call, I literally i literally started laughing right after he said that to me, and I said, I'm going to go have sex, and hung up on him. <laughs> that, was, that was the end of that call. Uh, based? Brittany, what were you saying? Oh, I was going to say, um, all I really know about Dream was um, the John Swan drama and then the video Zaptai <laughs> and then the video Zaptai did on it. And after yeah. watching that, I just think that Dream is hiding his power level. I think that's mm. what it is. I totally agree. He's trolling. He's like, lib- he's LARPing as liberal Dude. so he can low key like. When I was talking to him, when I was talking to him, I was, I was literally like, this guy is edgy as fuck. There's no way that he's not. The thing is, there's a super old video he made. It felt like he was like, he was like, (laughs) I would never do that. Well, another person, it's very funny how there's, I I wanted to get, uh, Tom, your opinion on this. It's very funny how, like what Brittany was saying about how some edgy people, they, they do this OPSEC thing where they'll follow, uh, they'll like retweet uh, verifieds on Twitter and bread tubers, and they'll do this like sort of kind of like OPSEC. But at the same token, you do have um, 
people that like lean into the edginess. Like, I mean, Ethan Klein's probably the best example, but another one, uh, I, I personally think he's such a shameless piece of shit. Um, well, him and, and uh, Mr. Uh, Music Review Man, uh, Anthony Fantano here. You've with done a video on Tom. Well, I'm ashamed to share ethnic heritage with, but I think that it's funny how he's fake Italian. Don't worry, Gio. Yeah, he's fine. he's he's a he's a munja cake, obviously. Uh, he's, oh. he's, he's vegan. <laughs> he's vegan. Good. You don't have to take anything. So oh, well, there you go. You see this yeah, hair? That's not a real. You see Italian. this hair? He's not Italian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Italian no, what rise I, up. What I mean is, <laughs> it, is it seems that to do like a complete 180 when the sort of cancellation long arm of cancellation creeps towards you to ju not just do a 180. I mean, there's doing a 180, but there's also sort of um, throwing your former fans off the bus. And by the way, Terry Tom, I just want to say uh, as someone who is a huge fan and who had some, I actually wrote an article on him as well um, of negative XP. Uh, I think that the video, the juxtaposition there that you've made between like like as soon as uh he went after um shooter it was just it was over it was but, but what i mean the is thing is anthony anthony will always maintain his core audience and i think that's yeah you know he, yeah. he, he has a sense of self-preservation where he didn't like ruin his image or anything because of mm. that and mm. i i don't hate anthony i don't know anything about him really like past that if he's anything bad i have no idea i don't hate him i still watch his like uh second channel sometimes i watched his interview with mario judah recently mm. good video but i will say I think that there was a, like, if you ever find that shit funny, like, I don't see how you can go past it. Like, I don't see how you can, like, go back. Like, you know, yeah, Dream, true. two years ago, Dream made a video on his channel where he was showing off, like, a he was like, this is the new black Minecraft skin. It's called Tyrone. And he said that in a video. Oh, like, this, this was on his channel. And, uh... Oh. Oh, man. And for him to like then go back and do like a 180, be like, guys, I'm so sorry for what I did. It's like, if you found it funny, just fucking say it. Just say you found it funny. Uh, like, it's okay. You know, like, I totally think that most people, maybe there are, there are some exceptions, but I think most people who, especially if they're like fully grown adults, you have 24 year old men laughing at like jokes about Asian people. And then two years later, they're like, guys, you know, I've changed so much and I've become educated. It's like, bro, suck my dick. Fuck off. How old? I don't How old care. Is Dream? I thought he was like young. He's the same age. Yeah, Dream, Dream is younger. I think he would have been 19 and I think he's 21, 22. But now. this is, there's yeah. a long history of this. I mean, if you look at all of the major, um, the major people that are like journalists today, for instance, um, I, I remember uh, um, Nightmare Vision on Twitter, which is a person I want to have on the show. Um, he pointed this out one time in, in a tech wars episode a lot of these people that run like major blue check mark accounts they come from something awful a lot of them surprisingly yeah ah uh, yeah. yes yes if they, edgy humor n-words and they were saying uh g slurs and they were having like they were making some of them were outright doing a cheese pizza activity and yeah. yet they become powerful media figures and even chapel people hmm. were involved with something well maybe maybe this is why dream acts the way that he does oh wait geo 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 to build yeah, on what go. you're saying something awful goons have ended up in ridiculously high positions, positions of power of power yeah, yeah like it's it's fascinating how people like even but the now they cancel people for racism now, right. which is it, ironic. Even, right? right. Even <laughs> though, even even though FY, even though the FYAD section of the something awful forms right. fuck you and die, like that was almost as awful as hell dumb, which was basically like 
the Hold worst was of like the their worst. container th- yeah those are right container right. Th- right so like yeah. so so like there were people like and then like the eve online guild and my uh, by the way um uh, something awful goon died in benghazi uh sean yeah Stone, i believe oh. and, that's like, right and when he that's died right. ezra klein was like i want to take a moment to celebrate the death of my friend who totally didn't launder bitcoin and trade cp on an eve online server his name was sean stone Ezra Klein, by the way, not only did he know that mob, but they did a fucking Bitcoin mod operation together, if I recall. Yep. So Ezra yep. Klein totally threw his friend out of the bus when it was politically advantageous because, you know, the Fox News people were going after Benghazi. And I still I think the Benghazi thing was a real issue. I mean, they probably made a bit of hay out of it. But I mean, Ezra Klein is another example. I mean, um, Oh, two he runs Vox, right? Yes. Yeah. He's the editor in chief of Vox. And well, look at, look at Vox. Vox, look what they do to YouTubers all the time. I mean, I, uh, two, 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 two things, two things. One, I always wondered what happened to those something awful goons in the mid 2000s that mm. applied to the CIA as a yeah. quote joke and as a joke, <laughs> okay. by the way. All right. And, oh, and, someone in the chat mentions H Bomber guy was active on a website targeting DeviantArt furries. <laughs> right. right. yeah, yeah, I know about that. Yeah, Gio, what would you say is the cutoff year for something awful? Because that's something like I never fucking experienced, um, and I started, 20, you know, I was 2013, I think. I mean, no, when no, low for, tax, when low no, tax no, for, for, the for age of being born, I'm saying. Oh, oh no, oh, 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 something awful is before. Uh, yeah. Some, yeah. Listen, real quickly, before 9/11 and the internet 1.0, like there were two websites that sort of set the trajectory for the internet as we know it. One was something awful. The other was Portal of Evil. Portal yes. of Evil was like internet atrocity tourism where everyone kind of like stood behind a guardrail and went, oh my fucking God, James, do you fucking see this? He just won't stop eating fucking pancakes. And this was in the user. This that, was even you know, before Rotten, it, if I recall. Right. It was, yeah. it was internet atrocity tourism, but it had a prime directive. It meant like you weren't supposed to fuck with the ecosystem. Just of oh, just watch, just observe, like right, an alien yes. race looking right. at humanity on well, Earth. Exactly. While, while something awful did not have a prime directive, and like uh, Moot, Christopher Poole was Base. a something awful goon. Like yeah. he, like something. Then he awful- got disenfranchised, and then he. Yeah. The, yeah. The, oh, by the way, Moot is proof you can't hang out with your fans once you hit a certain point of the <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, but anyways, then Motax like- went after. No, but I, I must say before you go on, Steens. Just to be fair, though, I mean, 4chan did abandon that directive as well by actively creating various incidences oh, I mean, oh, throughout right, the years, right. obviously. Like, l- l- like so, so the weird thing is that, like, by the way, the very first meme that took off, all your base are belong to us, according to legend, uh, the FBI interviewed Lotax because they were like, is this like a coded message? Why is everyone, ar- why is everyone around the yeah. world watching this thing? Like, what is the significance of it? And like Lotax had to get in touch with the guy who made it and be like, can you just fucking explain to him it's a video game and you remix the music and you added funny pictures to it? Because that's what people do on the internet. Like, so for all so- you kiddies out there that watch reaction YouTubers um, and uh, commentary people, this shit, this, this is what brought you modern commentary YouTube. Like, there's a direct line from. Uh, something awful 4chan and then what we have nowadays yeah i mean the thing about all of this too though that's like the cherry on top unfortunately is that all these people who were edgy 2016 and prior yeah uh, all all those people if the culture changes again they'll totally flip and be okay with it oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. on that note i don't mean to derail i must dip it has been a pleasure fellas no we always love having you on the show pleasure pleasure, as always
Have a guys, guys follow follow Noah Hugbox on Twitter if you have not done so already. Follow Noah is a channel. legendary legendary creator, and I know that you are going to go into some high places in the world. And uh, I really appreciate you spending time here, brother. Thank you so much. I appreciate, it, man. You guys have a good rest of the stream. Goodbye. Adios. Goodbye, Thank you, my friend. And please, uh, yeah. Uh, By the way, this is going to be okay. This is going to be a good time to shill right now. So Patreon.com/slash Break the Rules. This is definitely legit. For all the new people who do not know what this is, by the way, my feet are in the bed of spikes right now. My feet are on this thing called a Shakti mat. Board. Yeah, it hurts like hell, but it's it's worth it. But anyway, this is definitely legit. Bark, bark, bark. Oh, I am definitely but... legit. Bark, bark, bark. <laughs> That's for a $20 patron tier. Yes, but, this is but... for $20 patrons. And if you become a $5 patron, you are going to get access to secret parts of our Discord videos that just came out. Geo, we did a video about the Shizzo post that was done on our Discord. And that is exclusively for patrons as well as other secret streams for you patrons only. You get to see only. the full MK Ultra files on Jules. Like the full experiment <laughs> breakdown. Well, he's well, been going. Speaking redacted. of schizo posting. Um, anyways. Uh, oh, one last Last thing one last thing geo uh in regards to the something awful goons um a lot of what a, a lot of what evolved into like you know uh what what is what was later called as like social justice and a lot of like progressive like talking points yeah. that originated i don't know if it was entirely ironic or not but weird twitter started on something awful it did and yeah and, 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 came and, it, and it basically resembled like B, if it was moderated by unfunny cat ladies from Brooklyn, that's what weird Twitter resembled. And you and 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 it's and it's weird it's because true. like these people ended up like like you mentioned to bring it back to what you said, Geo. They end up in positions where like they're verified, they have audiences, they have columns, and then their full time job became saying things that are objectively false and then calling anyone who uh, corrects them on it as a harassment and you know what the saddest part is like not every uh, listen like for every dude like justin wang who's like a stand-up guy yeah there are 99 Yo, shout out to justin wang the absolute yeah. fucking go uh, dude dude l listen justin we're gonna justin have him wang, on the show one day he's we a will around november he said that uh oh, well, anyway, oh, oh, i'm not gonna get into it devil. right now but uh he, he's a top uh, shelf guy but for every justin wang there are 99 blue ticks that are nothing more but like shoeshine boys for the elites pushing uh uh, social engineering from the top down. And I know elites is such a like corny term to hear, but what else do you call people is it pushing though? social I mean, engineering it's true. from the top down? All they right, do have social right. power. You're oh not my wrong. god, the spike these spikes hurt so to, much. I wanted to ask Well no, we gotta do Patreon. We gotta yeah, do Patreon. That, yeah. I did not yeah, do yeah. the full thing. Okay. So, so anyway, five dollar yeah, five dollar patrons get all that I said plus MP3 files uh that uh, we come out with of the videos that we do here. Anyway, twenty dollars are gonna get magnets like this created by my father. This is beautiful cherry wood over here. Definitely legit. Bark bark bark. Rough rough rough. And uh random magnets uh if you want definitely legit. no actually this one's going soon to a patron who was actually at your uh at your party james believe it or not oh so, yeah is the animation playing right now love for we can't see it but uh no it, no it's, it's gonna be playing in a bit and by the way everybody subscribe subscribe and keep subscribing the patron is dick pill cyborg oh, seven based <laughs> yes, oh yeah well, uh, aka the, his display name is cool man on twitter That's he's a right. good dude he's a That's good right. dude. thank you yes and uh, for $30, you are going to get a beautiful print from Giovanni Panicetti. You could see it in action. The chat can't, but you can. It's an exquisite print from the TFW No GF series. And for one of five, you will get a random yes. one. It, can't, it won't be that. It may not be that one, but it'll be other ones of uh, 
Hugging Wojak, uh, Buff Wojak. Uh, what was the other ones I had? It was basically just Wojak. Uh, I did wood, uh, Japanese wood, wood block prints of. But they're all good. I might send you two if they're the small ones. Yes. So. And for $50, you get all of the above. Plus, you are going to get a custom print. I mean, sorry, a custom magnet of whichever design you want within reason, of course. And uh, you are also... So if you're a size king, yeah. you may want a dick magnet. Yeah, but that's... exactly. <laughs> Maybe now Love's we... father might, on a good day, be persuaded to... <laughs> to carve one out but you will also get a pa another painting by me in the bob ross style mm -hmm. they're not that big but they are a full painting um and you will also get a uh a poster print of any episode that you want so if you wanted a poster of turkey tom that mm. we have for this banner that uh lev and his father they both design it uh each uh banner for each episode or if you want the britney venti stream if you want a poster of britney venti um if you want a poster of a um yeah. Uh, sticks hex and hammer if you want to post well your, well you um, know what my dad may be able to draw a like a custom version of turkey tom half man half turkey so some kind yeah, of i idea. like the i like the thumbnail a lot by the way very nice oh work. thank you thank you i appreciate yeah. it well i knew that you had nothing to do with turkeys other than the fact that you were called turkey tom but i decided Which is why you just... had to put it all over <laughs> exactly i had to make up for that fact hey, hey, and, hey, 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 it was either yeah. the turkeys or like a picture of you chugging wild turkey while driving on the wrong side of the road all right, mm -hmm. but he had to make decisions, Tom. I'm sorry. I almost want to see both of them, to be honest. They both sound. <laughs> but you know what makes me what makes me feel a little bit bad, and you guys can actually see this right now, since I'm gonna put it in my second OBS window. So you guys see this uh, big picture, right? So uh, yep. do you see over here on the side? There oh, are by these the way, two... if you want to become a fifty dollar patron, um, that's I. I mean, we'll bend the rules. Uh, you'll probably uh, we'll probably make a sun red magnet just. Just for the hell of it. I mean, I have no idea. I you nudes if you become a. I have no idea what. I have no idea what center red means, Geo. You're. If you uh, become, if you become a one hundred dollar Patreon, Geo will personally pistol whip your nemesis to death on the steps. Of the <laughs> <laughs> kind of like uh, Henry Hill, uh, um, <laughs> Goodfellas style. Oh yeah, his poor wife. Oh. The best part is he turns that dude's face into ground beef, and the first thing he says when he returns is, "Are you all right?" Like, <laughs> of course she's yeah. all right. You fucking stunad. Oh, and uh, to a fallen student, I do color. I should color some of them. Yes. Um, I used to do that before, but I'm going to uh, probably switch to woodcuts that have a very clear design outline, so I could probably do individual watercolor prints. Um, so, so this like, is the... doing color blocks is a very complicated process and frankly i'm too sloppy with all the registration marks to do actual color blocks <laughs> and by the way i posted the link to the patreon in the chat right now here it is for all the lazy people you can just click on that link become a patron right now i know you want to i know you need to and you're also going to have lunch with me uh just like uh, what's going to be happening with cool man cool man is going to be having lunch with me i'm going to pay for the lunch that's happening in brooklyn so for anybody who wants to have lunch with me and james healy i don't Yo, mean I'll to come. just yeah he'll I'll come be there Bur you guys better have bring to a towel if lev starts giving me super chat money so <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll work something well, i don't even get super chat money um, so, okay so over here yeah. i want i want i want to ask you guys something people okay what do you think of these two over here in the background because we have a lot of stuff going on in this picture obviously we have turkey tom looking at all the beautiful turkeys i love how you gave him rainbow wall. glasses that's like, yeah well that's inspired players. by uh mk ultra money and i oh, gave yeah. sort of sort of a pipped viperish thing to Brittany over here with her glasses and there's this turkey that's in love with her but this is actually a female turkey probably
probably, but this is the only one that worked out as far as composition goes. And of course, we have a meerkat. I know, Brittany, what do you think of the meerkat? Do you vibe with the meerkat? They're okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, and we have a little baby. Put so much thought I into like, it. I like regular cats more. Uh, okay, wh go, whatever. Based. And here we have the uh, baby turkey. This is what a baby turkey looks like. So, and someone said in the chat, imagine some hunter mistaking a furry for some actual animal. Well, <laughs> I, I think that there should be an open season. Never yes, mind. I'm not going to finish that thought. Of course, Noah Hugbox inside of his, uh, I was about to say Cumbox inside of his little. <laughs> you got his YouTube in there? Yeah, the, the jar. And this uh, greedy looking turkey over here, you know, just like uh, looking at what what is over here. And then we have the monster energy can, of nice. course, you know, there we go. Thanks. And up here, these two are very. Oh, and by the way, there are some mushrooms over here because the turkey tails reminded me of mushrooms. So I decided just to put some mushrooms over here. And we have these. These two fellas. Love was who... on mushrooms. This is like Finding Waldo. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of like this is the badger over here, and this is. Can you guys guess what skull this is? Um, no a turkey skull. No. You said this a koala. You said this yesterday. I forget. Is no, it no, on the full screen. Uh, sure, one second. Yeah, yeah, this is not on full screen. And everybody, subscribe by the way. Everybody who's watching, subscribe. Okay, here it is. You can see it in full um... screen. We've had some really big guests. We're a small channel, but we've had some amazing guests from uh, politicians, uh, YouTubers, mm -hmm. yeah. journalists. I, I mean, I'm 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 impressed how. It, see, to me, it's Literal always been like. Stars. To me, it's always been like the McLaughlin group of the 21st century. Like on <laughs> on one evening, we're firing some, someone, uh, 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 right? Like from on one on, like from one evening, it's like someone from the World Economic Forum. The next day, it's Queen's trash and a mask. And then the day after that, it's Frank Castle and one of seven people on Earth who can read minds. Yeah, the other day I was like, I was like catching up on a little bit of the show while I was editing, and there was like some bitch that does real estate you had on, and that's like her thing. Like, what is going on? <laughs> like, it's, it's such a motley crew. Yeah. No, we have, we, we have a lot of very uh, we had very Frank different Castle people. On a few episodes as well. Yeah. So that's, we had uh... Frank Castle. We had Charles Carroll. We had Alexander Bard, like I mentioned. For those who know him, we had uh, Tony Hinchcliffe of uh kill tony fame a good friend of joe rogan's oh wow. we've had we've had D dennis mckenna on who's the brother of terrence mckenna the well-known mushroom guy we've had the uh, creator of earthworm jim duck to napalon we've had a lot of very big uh, guests and we're gonna we've... have even more bigger we're gonna have hotep jesus hotep jesus uh -oh. yes he's and coming reza Giorgiani. yes and uh we're gonna have some fire debates um so i mean who else yeah. are we going to have pretty big Lev? I mean, well, Justin Wang, that's probably going to be down the pipe. Um, well, actually, I'll, I'll tell you, what's he mass debating? Well, I'll tell you who we're going to have this uh, Tuesday. We're going to have Jack Murphy coming on this Tuesday. Oh. Here is the link right in the chat. So all you guys, be sure to set a reminder for the Jack Murphy stream. I have stream. to listen to more Jack Murphy. I, I did listen to his BAP interview. He was the only one to interview BAP. That was, uh, but he is he a veteran lover? What's that connection? I'm not, there I'm not sure, Tom but Sauer? we are, but we are going to have a veteran there, Nate, uh, Tom Sauer, who's uh, frequently on our show, and he's a former Navy bomb squad, so that should be a lot of fun. But uh, bring, Tom, bring back but, John Pellich. Yes, we will bring. Yes, I actually do want to talk to John Pellich. He had this uh, great phone call with uh, Pill Eater, but I don't know. They had hmm. to delete it. But I mean, I feel bad because John Pellich is a good friend, and I do want to bring him back, and he's hmm. a great dude. And he come. We've had. Um, the legendary stream, the two parts where it's uh, um, me and you, Lev, uh, John Pellich, 
Alexander Bard, Logo Datlas, um, Joel Davis, and now the newest addition, Paul Town. That stream, yes. I literally cried after that stream. That was so we'll amazing. See. That was last mm. month. And uh, and also, by the way, the thing uh, to understand regarding our streams, Tom, is that we also bring on political operatives. Like uh, there was a comment over here about how we've had feds on other than Lev, because a lot of people happen to think <laughs> yeah. that we I'm We did a literally have someone <laughs> from the World Economic other than Forum. Yes, we had a dude from the World Economic Forum. Like, Tom, have you heard about the Great Reset? I, I, I'm aware of the term and I kind of am somewhat familiar with it. Cause yeah, I you know, like what like the memes Joe like, Rogan you know, and, yeah. you will eat the bugs, you will live in the pot, all that shit. So, or, or you will own nothing and be happy, you know, that kind of we stuff. We literally and, had a guy that said that on stream. Yeah. And yeah. he was, well, and he was one of the people who helped in orchestrating the takedown of Gaddafi in Libya. Uh, according yeah, to Yeah, I him. mean, you want to talk about Great Reset. I, I go to college, so I'm basically already there. I live in a pod. I eat bugs. Like, what? <laughs> I'm already there, you know? Like, the, and, the, and the dorms are not much bigger. And what's the experience? Yeah, dorms are uh, like the preparation for pod mm, life in the future. Absolutely. And, what, and what's your experience with college right now? How, uh, I mean, I'm such a dead fucking horse, but how woke is college? What's so, going on? Um, yeah. I mean, obviously I can't speak for every college. I will say going into it, you know, because I don't, I don't really, I'm not an overtly political person for the most part. I don't care. I will say, however, I, um, this is probably going to be like uh, music to your ears, but um, really people on the right music to their ears. But when I went to school, I expected this whole, like, you know, the Marxist infiltration thing to be like a total meme, but it's absolutely there. Uh, like when I was there, like I had, uh, I had five classes each semester and out of my professors, I think four of them were like openly talking about like how capitalism was bad and how socialism is the way forward uh and like there was this very like <laughs> like somehow every class turned into a discussion about how like black people have it really hard and how like slavery is involved with everything and i like i i totally was not like i didn't say anything about it because i don't you know i'm not really a person to start fights yeah. irl i'm not going to go up to my professors and be like you know and fuck you for this because like i don't have nothing to gain from that like, i just want to go to school get my degree and get out but that is absolutely there you know do, do you mm -hmm. mind sharing your uh, major or is it too opsec or um, yeah, I can say that. Um, I'm in the, so technically I think, okay, I won't say my specific degree, but it's in the realm of journalism. So, yeah. Okay. Mm. Maybe. That's funny. I'm sensing a C word there. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, I mm. can, I'm guessing like me. Yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm a communication, communication yeah. isn't the name of my major, but I'm in that school. Um, okay. I'm actually, yeah. I'm actually planning to transfer soon, but no, yeah. I, I definitely uh, am in there. Yeah. yeah. And I think also, capitalism is bad, but for different reasons. Yes, than, indeed. Um, but we're also but we're also gonna have yeah. people who are associated with FAIR, the Foundation Against Intolerance and Racism, which is one of the few organizations that's actually fighting against a lot of this critical race theory stuff. But they're coming at it for more of like attracting a lot of the fence sitters, you know, more of the people who don't really know what exactly to do right now. A lot more normie you know ish a lot more uh you know kind of like older people i guess you could say but they Love, still is have your dream going to come true and we're gonna have barry weiss on is that oh is god that i hope saying? i hope yeah i hope it's oh, gonna happen god, no <laughs> but honestly no, but... the more the more like enlightening and funny thing about school is like, i just have two more kind of anecdotes to share yeah, firstly we had a whole like three class thing in one of my classes about gamergate which is like a totally revisionist <laughs> thing <laughs> Yes. Like it was a totally revisionist thing where like the oversimplification of it. Brittany was there. <laughs> the complete simplification Incredible. of it was like I was, I was literally just being explained to how like Anita Sarkeesian and Zoe Quinn were harassed, and that's the only thing to it. And that's the only and that's Brianna, the only thing I was told about. Are you revising history? This <laughs> I had 
yeah 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 uh and the other funny thing is like as a person who like i've been doing like youtube actively i guess since i was like 14 like as like on the channel that i'm on now um and i've been doing it like semi I, I guess i guess professionally for like a year and a <laughs> half and uh like i like in these classes like none of these professors are telling me anything i don't know from just like going on the internet you know they like, talk about uh, the radicalization pipeline yeah no they have talked about that yep yep oh um, wow I've oh, been but told, when it I've applies been, to bread tube though that doesn't exist it's only i've been shown that one uh you know that you know that bubble thing where like there's like all these overlapping things and they're talking about how like the various bubble, yes. creators it's yeah true. so that i was shown yeah. that on like a big graph um i've been explained to about like youtube algorithms and radicalization all of so that you, you'll go pipeline. from uh jordan peterson to uh i don't know you'll go well whoever is left uh, well, millennial woes got taken off again. Finally. Yeah, I mean, it's so weird you know, being it's... someone who like is like pretty familiar with this stuff yeah, and I'm even too. knows a few people <laughs> because I have a pretty wide like range of connections. I would say. Um, yeah. But but like I've I've it's so funny like hearing about like Milo and baked Alaska in my fucking college class. <laughs> like, hey, 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 hey Tom, hey Tom, did they cover eight chan at all in in this ordeal? Definitely not federal inform. No, never mind. Not... <laughs> Yeah, I get told about uh, definitely, definitely a, a brief summary of 4chan because I had to take a class. I don't remember what the name of it was, You're but it was like. For this? I don't pay much. I got a pretty good scholarship, so it's not bad. Yeah. Um, oh, but, Monday, yeah I, someone said Monday Mac gripped a GG. Yes, it's true. I mean, they all, everyone was gripping Gamergate yeah, at the Yeah, time. I mean, basically, the reason why I'm getting a degree is because if, if some, by some miracle, YouTube doesn't work out, my base, not miracle, it's possible YouTube won't work out in the next like three, four years. Basically, I'll be able to get like a shitty job and just survive off of that. Yeah. That's the reason why I'm getting the degree in the first place. Um, but yeah, I mean, basically everything they're telling me is like from the political side is very revisionist from the production side. Some of it's cool. Like I get to like rent out equipment if I want and stuff like that. That's definitely yeah. one of the bigger pluses, but yeah, definitely it's, it's very cringe, uh, kind of like sitting through this, like revisionist shit about like who, like what Joe Rogan having Ben Shapiro on his podcast. Like I, 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 <laughs> oh, Tom, I really Tom, don't need to like be told this Tom, to all Tom, of them uh, like on the show. Uh, we are good. A good friend of mine, a good friend of the show, is Eggman, and he's been on Eggie. multiple times. Hey, Eggie, yep. and they say that he's part of the radicalization bullshit. But mm. um, but, but I also but, wanted to ask Brittany about it. But go ahead, mm. Stan Hayes. But, you uh, to... Just real quick, oh, I just Lennon. wanted to say, uh, sorry, Tom, man. I wish you the best of intelligence in all your studies, because luck runs up when we need it the most. Um, the only regret I have true. For, from college is that like nothing takes a person's enthusiasm for books away quicker than being tested, graded, and evaluated on what you can willingly retain. So, Tom, mm, when, you, when you're when you done with school, uh, pretend to be surprised when now that you're reading for shit that has nothing to do with tests, and you're going to, like, you have to reacclimate yourself to reading for you. And, like, yeah. some people could True. do it immediately. Like, it took me a while, and it sucked, because, like, like you can't like it's like you end up reading but like you have to shake off the shouldn't i be taking notes about this should i be highlighting this should i be like underlining this and it's like you fucking jerk you're reading a watchman comic book you don't need to do this <laughs> yeah i mean the, the nice thing about it is that the, for the degree i'm in like I, I basically don't really have to do any like uh biology or anything like that and yeah mm -hmm. boring shit i don't I, I skip that i only do the shit I, I i like and i you know i'm like an english nerd i like that nice um, so i, I like know uh, that about you mm -hmm. 
Yeah, Who and could... I just take the classes that are like, you know, about movies and stuff. And that's cool. Regardless of the professor's cringe, college isn't all bad. There, there are some good things about it. And what the good thing some... about it as well is like, I'm not paying a ridiculous amount of money to go. I got yeah. a pretty good scholarship. You know, I'm in a pretty good position financially. Grad school, grad school is different. Um, I have I have two uh, MAs. I didn't mm. make, make it to the PhD Well, your level. teachers aren't around anymore from what I understand, right? So you a lot like, of them you, retired, yeah. You, you they, got to have like the end of like the last yes. like uh, lot, you know, really well, high quality. Especially my university without doxing myself. But if you could think of the universities around Niagara, I mean, you probably know which one I went to. But well, apparently it's totally changed from when I went there well as i understand did you go in the did you go in the u.s no i'm in canada i the if, canadian side if, if, oh, I, if, I, I, see, if okay. I understand correctly geo's professor is not around anymore because he killed them in duels like in the whole <laughs> that's true i had, I had one time <laughs> i i had a debate with a professor it was nice but uh no tom tell well, i wanted to get to Brittany about the radicalization narrative but, oh, 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 but 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 first, I wanted to ask uh, Tom, what is uh, like a favorite uh, English novel of yours, oh, or like you something stole related my question, to? You bastard! Yeah. <laughs> favorite literature. That's revenge Tom. for always for for always uh, you know adding the uh, supplements to my questions. Oh, that, that's true. That's that's. Oh, we could talk about Britney Spears as well. But uh, go ahead, Tom. Yeah. It's funny. I do more writing than reading, but the last book that I read that I thought was really really good was Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. I like that one mm. a lot. Oh, that's wow. great. Nice. Another book I recommend just because I read it recently, The Count of Monte Cristo. It's not English literature. I mean, it's French, but translated to English, but it's really good. So if yeah, you're I think I have it, that in my house. My uh, my dad, from his dad, has like a, like 100 Reader's Digest books, basically. Mm. Um, from like, I think it's like a 1975 collection. And it's just a, like a, a ridiculous amount of like, you know, some of the most probably important books in our in the evolution of writing um in the past like 300 years so i have all nice. those so that's probably in there yeah i'll have to give it a read thank you i suggest reading um some herman has some uh, glass bead game or uh, siddhartha i think you'd like those books sure um, yeah the last the last book i read after that was for college i read this book um about like the history of gun control which despite some of the political cringe in it was pretty good i, I enjoyed it as a mm. read um but definitely for school I would say that the amount of like studying I have to do is so minimal because like the questions yeah, I mean, sometimes would be pretty... like, like, like what happened with the New Circuit? Like I know the answer they're looking for, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, like you, you read, don't really uh, have to know the knowledge. <laughs> have you read Bronze Age Mindset? I have not, I would... no. Oh, you should. Oh. I, I think no, no, Geo. First, let let no, let him read. Let him read some. Nuclear, uh, let him read some real books first, okay? Before <laughs> moving on. Real books. Oh, don't say you're gonna torpedo our chances of ever getting Bronze Age pervert. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. Look, look. I'm sure even he'd appreciate people reading the classics first. You know, like uh, yeah. Plato, uh, Aristotle, all that stuff. But Are anyway, you alluding to his. Uh, Never mind. Okay, you, okay. I want to. I'm not saying anything. Okay, I want to get to Britney the fact about that Bronze Age pervert and his in his wisdom may be a bit of a sussy one. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> well, no. He's. I think Lev is alluding to a particular uh, other um, East celebrity that uh, accuses Bap of being a what is it a neocon Straussian that uh, oh. wants wants people to read the classics in order to have war with Iran or something. I mean, that's what? what some no, 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 no. I wasn't alluding to that. I was just saying. <laughs> I was just saying not enough people read the classics today it's because my old white dead men, you know. But anyway, I want to get to Brittany about radicalization. But first, I want to ask Tom: Were there any people that the school was bringing up as paragons of like, you know, this is what a YouTuber should be, this is what an influencer should be, be like so and so? Was that ever brought up? Were there like people within? 
Yeah, I mean, my, my major is is more centered around like uh, journalism and stuff mm. like that. So there there wasn't a lot of uh, like bringing up like like the online influencers were addressed because I had a whole class. that was like, you know, Internet uh, media stuff in the digital age. So mostly like the bigger examples we were given w- wasn't so much like like there was talk about like how to responsibly manage a, a platform. Definitely with like the political thing. Um, I think the, the 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 weird transition from you know high school to college was in high school. All of my teachers were very like professional about it. Like they didn't want to bring up their political mm. you know position. Whereas in college, it's completely the opposite. Like they're completely open with it. Um, I had to take easily the most fucking infuriating class I had to take was about um it was an like a an activist music class. Uh, and I had I, I was required <laughs> to take that. I had to take one social science, and it was like either like the the history of like African civilization or like african studies or i could take that and i was like okay well i like music so i'll take this but like definitely like sitting through the portion about how like john lennon's imagine is like an amazing piece of music. <laughs> I, I was just sitting there and i was like i feel like i should not be in this room right now you know oh god that that song right right like that is the great reset in my opinion that is yes. nihilism personified and people they there, there's some like boomers who cope Let's say he was like a secret conservative. That's all bullshit. John mm. Lennon's Imagine is basically the uh, live in the pod, eat the bugs for hippies. Yeah. That's what... and, and instead of that, imagine having a beautiful cat like Britney does. Look at that beautiful animal right oh. there. What is, that, what is the cat's name? Rain. H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> 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 oh, Tom, Tom. it that when the stream is off. Yeah. By, by, by the way, by the way, John no, that's Lennon, the name. It's H.P. Lovecraft. It's John Lennon was the dirtiest hippie of the bunch, and no one ever brings up that he beat his wife and cheated on her regularly. Mm. Yeah. He's held up as some sort of like, uh, like the the um, the apotheosis of musical activist, dirty, filthy jerk off. And like, I get it, him and McCartney, blah blah blah. The Beatles are overrated, but George Harrison is where it's at. All right, George He's Harrison. He's got some was good ones. But very quickly, before I forget, um, uh, oh no, Britney vanished. The cat took over the stream. Definitely from that collection of like artists, I definitely. But yeah, Britney, your camera uh, is on the fritz. By the way, everybody, uh, everybody uh, support Britney financially so she could get a better computer. Cause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's old. I've had it for quite a few years. Yeah, um, I, I guess get the processors mm-hmm. kicking out. Everyone so, talks about how shitty their computers are. I'm on a laptop. I've been doing YouTube on a laptop for like four yeah. years. No, oh I have, my I have God. a wow. Whoa, not bad. Do you no, have I have a great computer. Videos? Or do you edit everything yourself? No, it's all edited by me. Yeah. Holy crap! Pretty good. Atta boy. Atta I feel boy. I feel bad with my my own YouTube channel, Giner Productions at YouTube.com. Um, Giner Productions. I'm gonna come up with a video tomorrow on that hideous humans of flat design uh, banner that YouTube had with the uh, poly uh, androgynous people. I'm doing another art analysis video. But no, it's crazy because uh, your videos, uh, the editing on it is superb. And I feel like um, like like the way, the, like the, the certain illusions you have to certain figures, like you'll have um, like, like uh, almost like, you know how Emp Lemon, he'll like have allusions to different like uh, episodes of The Simpsons or Sam Hyde yeah. or it's like, yeah. I, I like I like when you do let that sort of extra you go the extra mile. Um, for that yeah, there's some subliminal subliminal messages in there, I guess you could say. Yeah, about, yeah. I mean, you can basically just figure out like what musicians or like artists I'm a fan of or like online content creators. Um, but oh, yeah, yeah, definitely the the funny thing about about YouTube and this whole kind of conversation is like the other day I was in like my creator studio and I like filled out this like survey. 
just to see what it was about. Cause usually I don't do them in the survey was like, like literally the only like question, like yeah, box was like, are you black or trans? And I'd be like, no. And they're like, thank you. And that was like, that was it. <laughs> and, and actually the other question was like, if, if you are from some interesting category, are you interested in being like selected to take part in programs? Uh, and it's just like, I don't. <laughs> like I, I feel like totally fucked with like you know why don't I get the the special treatment you know wait I, 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 yeah I, I, it, wait just real quickly did they now was it black or trans or did they have like a a, a fourth category that said black so and I think I'm trans? being a little reductive I'm being a little reductive the, the actual questions were like it was like asking you to look, fill out like what your ethnicity and sexual orientation mm -hmm. is and then it was like do you consider yourself part of like a protected class and that uh, that was like the survey yeah. Mm -hmm. And I want to I want to make sure we get to Brittany before uh, Gio. You had the question you want to ask Brittany about uh, radicalization. Well, what, what, well, Brittany, what do you but but also of... but also but also over here I want to show you guys this. This oh is God. called a this is called a Shakti mat. And I was I lying. I think I on saw this... this in the tournament of death ones. <laughs> I was lying on this crazy thing today. I was lying on this crazy thing today uh, earlier on. It feels really it feels really painful at first, I'm, but then I'm... it feels really good. I'm pretty sure I saw Hayabusa put Mr. Pogo through one of those things. Yeah, that was match. that was in uh, that was in Hokkaido. Uh, like I think '96 was um, with Mr. Pogo. That was just when they jumped off to BJW from FMW. But did you see the one um, stain? Did you see the one with Madman Pondo where he takes the uh, the? It was like the, a board of styrofoam, but it had pencil sharp like sharpened pencils. And yes. He, like, yeah, and he he told oh this story where he, he went to a Mets game after, and there was a piece of lead still stuck in his like his left cheek, and it was uncomfortable as fuck because like he had to <laughs> sit there for hours watching a baseball game with this fucking piece of lead in his. Ass. Why does my cheek hurt? And no one said you got some shit on your face, dude. Damn. And they were saying like every every wrestler in the tournament of death, they go behind when the fans bring the weapons. They like go to the row and they're like, I'm not doing that. No way. But then Madman Pano's like, yeah, I'm gonna do the board of uh uh the board of pencils, sharpened pencils. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Well, maybe you could stand it on, on some sharpened pencils. That could be Well, I was I was standing on this thing actually. This is why I was making the grimaces earlier on. So I was standing with my bare feet on these spikes, and I think I can work myself up to doing it again. My but uncle used to do that. He used to train uh judo, but he was into a lot of uh energy training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know me, I'm into the energy training, the kundalini, all that good stuff. But anyway, let's go back to Brittany. Yeah, Brittany, what do you what do you think as someone who's been at the center of this, like from Gamergate onwards? What do you think of like this sort of like I mean, it, it seems that with mainstream support and and with you know, sweet Susan banning everybody, <laughs> sometimes sweet Susan, sometimes sweet Susan, um, it 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 seems that like the heydays of the alt-light and alt-right on YouTube. I mean, internet blood sports was really the last uh, gasp. And by the way, Turkey Tom, maybe we could get a uh, talk about uh, our, uh, the Ralph of Mail. Um, I know you you covered it once, uh, the more recent podcast, but it seems like that was the last gasp of it. But it's, you know, now that BreadTube has pretty much ensured their stake in the YouTube landscape, um, what do you think is someone, Brittany, of, of like someone who's definitely a very polarizing figure and who's been involved in this since day one. Um, what do you think of like the rash radicalization narrative? Do you think it's just like an ideological tour? Do you think there's something to be said about a kid watching one of your videos, then watching Jordan Peterson, then I don't know, watching, uh, what's a good example. Uh, it's still around. Like, yeah. Like watching Vox day. Then they watch Vox day. Then they watch, uh, I don't know. 
Um, I'm thinking of an alt-right YouTuber. Molly meme? Well, yeah, they'll watch Mall and you, then they'll, well, he's banned now, but like, then they'll watch, I don't know, No White Guilt or someone. I, I don't know. Like, it's like they'll watch, um, they'll go from like, like, uh, they'll go from Mall and you to like the right stuff in like zero. Oh, jeez. Like, oh my God. I'm standing on that. Oh, I'm standing on the bed of spikes. Whew. Oh, man. But Brittany, what do you think of the radicalization thing? Oh. And also, what has been your interaction with various, uh, like a, what's your opinion on like youtubers nowadays especially like commentary like do you think like now that the bread tubers have taken over like what what's your general feel of the whole thing i know you i know you have a uh quite an interesting relationship with a uh, certain <laughs> bread tubers but you know interactions i mean um who are you referencing when you say that shuwu yeah yeah shuwu <laughs> oh I mean, uh, like, that was a great video by the way she... i love that video <sighs> And if Shuwan had wants to come on the show, we'd be totally open. But yeah, go ahead, Brady. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think uh, she's gonna come on the show, to be honest. With you. <laughs> like even when I made videos on her, the most she did was write a text response, and it wasn't really like addressing my points. And her rebuttals were pretty dumb. Like when I called her uwu, which is basically inauthentic cuteness, it's in a way of pandering. And she was yeah. like, "But like girls have to like cute things." That was her rebuttal to that. So things like that. Um. But in regard to the, like, going down the rabbit hole in politics, um, there was a lot of questions you asked. So I guess who's left? The only people I could think of, it's like, maybe like Lauren Southern and Sam Hyde. He has a new channel I saw. Oh, wow. Um, that have been there since the beginning, so to speak. And I guess Richard Spencer is always there, right? But I never really, like, consumed his stuff like i've well, seen Sargon him in a documentary so... saying he was basically a democrat i mean he's a fed but... so it doesn't matter yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's literally glowing so hard Shit. that i can see him from my new york apartment yeah i mean i never knew anyone that actually like genuinely actually i can't say that but like most people that get referred to as being on the right most of them did not align with richard spencer at yeah because he's a fed and he was weird. a psyop the whole time yeah so. but they like of course no one liked him, him. I think yeah, even people within the far far right circles, they've sort of mm. he's pretty much alienated a lot of different people. Um he's even alienated a lot of white nationalists, but I mean uh, that's what, a gossip, what about a, but and what about Eric Stryker with the I don't you know. I the, mean TRS they kind of go they're like some of them are kind of some of them have been actually really burned by Richard Spencer, believe it or not to gossip, but um I don't know Eric Stryker's position that well in Richard Spencer. I mean they've done streams together, but I mean I, I don't know. I, mean, I don't want to gossip, but but I think Shuan had. I, I think she's not evil. She seems like she's kind of desperate and lost. I, I wouldn't say she's not as a much of a bad actor as someone as other ones. <laughs> Thoughts on, <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> um, I think Shuan had. She really. I mean, you could call her a shameless grifter and all of that. Yeah, it's I don't true. know. I think she has but, a hate boner for women too. She's always yeah, men seems... always taking their side, always caping for them, even when it's like completely unnecessary. She'll just throw it in there. Mm. And I mean, also, I'm, you say I mean, she's not evil, but like I was watching Zaptai's video on her, and I remembered it like triggered a memory. I was like, oh yeah, she did help Candid. The thing that helped yeah. them develop an AI to help censor people. Oh yeah, you literally. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate you on head. I don't. I don't really have a lot of ill will towards her. I'm gonna be in a video with her. Uh, I think coming up pretty soon. So that's interesting. Um, but this is, I think she makes funny videos sometimes. Yeah, I mean, that's all I can say. I like her Twitter. Um, I have a question. I, I've not uh, watched any of her videos because I just watch very few YouTubers in general. But so I just know her going off of Twitter. But like, other than like her def 
fending and being friends with Vouch. I've never seen her like do anything really that bad or reprehensible. Well, uh, I mean, she I has done things mean, in her past. I mean, she's... so if you guys are against like the LGBT uh, propagating like hypersexuality, meaning like when they walk around with dildos and push it on kids and things like that, there was a recent debate um, with the Kink article in Washington Post. Yeah. So if you, guys I'm pretty are sure I saw her take on that. that. She, uh, I think she got in some shit because she was like against the the whole kink thing, right? Mm. She had some arguments mm. with people. Yeah, yeah, so it doesn't really make sense because she was broadcasting about her 24-7 BDSM kink I'm not relationship and always talking about this hypersexual stuff to her kid audience. So. Uh, Br- Brittany, I have, a, I have a question. That's a fair has point. She, has she been of that perspective out the gate since day one? Or was there some uh, turning point where she started going, oh, well, this is the greatest thing ever since men came down from Manville and started the man colony. Like, I, I will say, though, she's always that, pandered to men. That's been uh, consistent, but she's grifted in other ways. Ah, uh, okay. Gotcha. I really, I, I, I hate to say it, but she, principles are a funny thing, but I think that in some ways, I mean, she does kind of have pick me energy. That is kind Not of kind of. She's the deaf. She's like the epitome. She turned. She made a tweet <laughs> saying, "Imagine it." Or I'm I'm paraphrasing. But she was like, "When her age starts with a three, and then like she turned thirty and had her fiance break up with her, or she broke up with him, whatever. After he like went and cut, he got her a and, younger like, version off the can of girls. her. Yeah, and liking all these cam girls publicly on Twitter, it's like disrespectful and embarrassing." So like I don't know any of that about him. I do know that he used to follow me on Twitter and then he unfollowed me and I was like, fuck you. So I blocked him. He never gets to talk to me ever again. <laughs> Nothing is that ass. That's the thing though. All these people like they like un- they like follow me and unfollow me on Twitter. And it's like, okay, you know, maybe you didn't like, maybe I made an edgy tweet, maybe I made a video you didn't like, whatever. And then, and then, like, they unfollow me, and then I, I like, unfollow them or I block them. They're like, what the fuck, man? I thought we were cool. It's like, fuck you. Who do you think <laughs> yeah. you are? Wait, people like, have talk- really said that to you after you after they unfollowed you first? Yes. Yeah, this one guy on uh, YouTube, his name is, like, Goose Boose. Uh, he, like, <laughs> like followed me. I didn't know anything about him. I followed him back. I was like, okay, whatever. We can, we can be mutuals on Twitter. Because usually if someone with a lot of followers follows me, it's like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll take the connection. You know, maybe mm-hmm. I'll check them out at some point in the future. And then he, like, unfollowed me. So or I think he soft blocked me or something. And so I like blocked him. And then later I get like this reply from him where he's like, he's like talking about, he's like, oh, it's so weird. Like what the hell? They like unfollowed me on Twitter and like blocked me after I unfollowed them. It's like, who does that? And I'm like, bro, everyone does that. Everyone on Twitter <laughs> yeah. does although, that. Like who the fuck do you think you are? Although, you know, it, it is, it is a little like, uh, it is a little tricky uh, when, when you don't realize someone has unfollowed you because you don't get a notification for that. However, like there is always a like a tinge of disappointment where it's like, oh, like we've been mutuals mm. for like a year yeah. and a half. Like I like your shit. Like and and, 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 and and then you start thinking like, what did I say or do that made them like respond yeah, this like, way? Like Turkey Tom followed me, and I'm like, damn, that's amazing. Mm. What did right. I fucking do? But then, <laughs> right, right. But then, but then the weird part is that like you know like so, like like all right, like someone sees the crap I post, and then they're like, oh. All right, like I'm partial to that nonsense. Let's check it out. And then, like, you unfollow me because I posted the nonsense you followed me for in the first place. Oh man, like yeah, it, it's like I don't, I don't, I don't treat it that seriously. I guess I understand what you're saying. I don't care about it that much. I think for me, it's more of like a meme than anything. That like, if you like, like if you if you unfollow me, you better be ready for the block because you only get your one chance. You know that's. <laughs> I mean, I mean, think, think of think of what it could have been. <laughs> think of what it could have been though. Goose boos. Uh, Turkey Tom, and uh, finally we have John Swan. Three birds uh, of a feather flocking who, together. Who is John Swan? Is he another Let's Player? What does he do? 
He's a he's a like a YouTube commentary guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and you're friends with him, or what's the the? Yeah, I don't really some... talk to him anymore. Yeah, I don't talk to him anymore. Uh, oh, okay. He, He's a weird guy. There's videos about it on YouTube. Uh, yeah, you can. I've I've heard some illusions, but it's funny. I wanted to say something, Turkey Tom. A lot of the stuff that you talk about, um, I, I truly think like nothing is original under the sun. In the sense that a lot of this drama oh, yeah. and fighting with um, YouTubers, it's like at this point, like the drama is like like a video about a video about a video about yeah. a video. You know, it's so self-referential. But what I mean with a lot of the um, the comment. Well, what what'd you say, Brittany? Oh, I was just saying it's meta. It is very meta. That's that's what I said. Maybe there was some previous Andaluvian state of content, but then, um, but a lot of this drama, a lot of the YouTubers, especially out of Gamergate, a lot of this was perfected in terms of drama infighting and backstabbing during, guess what? Now that you mentioned uh, Greg, uh, Armored Skeptic, it was perfected during the, uh, I was there. I hated those people. Um, the atheist uh, YouTube, uh, the new Fedora Tipper days, uh, the new atheist YouTubers, they were, uh, a lot of them are now hermetically sealed in their own, like, uh, they, they're trying to relive 20, 2007 every single day. Um, no, you're right. Back in the day, like, Amazing yeah. Atheist around 2014, 15, a lot of that yeah. stuff, like, the whole, like, video response thing, that was kind of solidified back in those days when... Uh, yeah. Like there were all these like uh like like the like commentary like I, they were mostly called like YouTube rants back then I think but yeah, yeah a lot of that stuff kind of started videos. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you know uh, Geo I'm glad you brought up uh that that because like no one ever no one ever like whenever like discussion of uh weirdo parody of a parody progressive topic uh, politics or a topic yeah like, even before social justice atheism plus atheism was plus when it, was when it first <laughs> Rebecca like, Watson. Like right, it, it, Dawkins. it ended up yeah. becoming like the first, I suppose, like modern example of something getting infiltrated and subverted. Because like yeah. in the two thousands, it was like Richard's Daw uh, Richard Dawkins this, Christopher Hitchens that. And he like, was on an reason. elevator with uh, Rebecca Watson, and he said, "Can we go for coffee?" And she construed that as a sexual advance. Oh, but like fuck. Richard Dawkins has been married to this actress for like. 30 years yeah. or something. Also, yeah. real quickly, like like Chris, Christopher Hitchens as a writer and as a speaker, like say what you will about his views on like religion. Like yeah. he, he didn't neatly fit into the left-right paradigm. As a journalist, it, he was way better. It's right, like which true. made it impossible to like use basic bitch, like, you know, day one tactics of trying to like, you know. In fact, he was the guy who said like, once they move on to the ad hominem, I declare that a victory. And like, mm, yeah. I, honestly, like that's that's incredibly based. But the point, real quickly, with the with, uh, with so like you know in the two thousands, like atheism kind of gets like a revival, all right? Yes. And yes. it was weird how like Richard Dawkins I never liked because like kind of like how Anthony Fantano has garbage political takes, and that's basically most of what he does now. Even yep. though he's like a balding vegan nerd, uh, <laughs> who, even though he's a balding vegan nerd who started out as like a, a music critic. So Dawkins started out as an evolutionary biologist, and then he was like, I'm just going to talk about religion now. And Which it's he, like, like, not to take away from it, but Dawkins, he was stellar ahead of his field, even more so than people like Stephen Jay Gould at the time, who really was like the proto-popularizer. Dawkins came up with original concept. I mean, mimetics, mimetic yeah, theory the, is the, Dawkins. The, the selfish right? gene, so, yeah. The selfish yeah. gene is where... But the creepy thing is like then... 
Dawkins turned into like this into like pseudo rock star where like okay remember when you <laughs> yeah, yeah remember, I remember those days <laughs> remember when you yeah. remember when you were in second grade and you learned subtraction for the first time were like 11 minus 9 but up until that point you've only had single file subtraction so now you have like two digits minus one digit and because you haven't learned it yet your brain is like uh zero i don't know what the fuck this is so that's basically what Dawkins did. He just applied an evolutionary biological framework to theological questions. And he's like, ha I'm right again. Everything I say is right because I'm not even answering your question. I have yeah. a PhD. You don't. I'm right. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. Then, then atheism plus just infiltrated it Destroyed and subverted it. it. And then, and, and, we've, and we've seen the same thing happen to like movies, metal, comic books, video games. Like, Pro wrestling. It, yes. Yes, it all and that all metal. I mean, just the other day, I today I tweeted this tweet about uh White Boy Summer and how we have to have the energy. It was a picture of Phil Anselmo when they were doing the Monsters of Rock, <laughs> Monsters of Rock in Milan. That, that one, I love that set. It was just such a short set, but they were playing Rise, which is one of my favorite Pantera songs. And uh, in another world, by the way, Richard Dawkins could have been a uh, furry YouTube commenter oh, called God. Richard, called Richard Duckins. He could have been the duck avatar and he would have joined the, the Richard Foxins. Richard Foxins. There's a lot of furries that tried to cancel Richard Dawkins. I remember his tweet about um, gender identity. There was a lot of furry avatars that went after him. <laughs> How can Which furries I mean, cancel in, anything? They don't have a ground to stand yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, what? think about our, our stream. We had a you furry stream. You guys on each other's fursuits and then pump it. And then... <laughs> ooh, ooh, just just think people. of the dry cleaning yes. people. By the way, there's some poor dry cleaning lady like who has to get that shit. and Like, like try the to... Howard Stern interview where they he got the man on the street to interview fur, in a furry con. And he's like, well, how do you uh, you have sex in your fursuit? He goes, yeah, but it's easier to let it dry. I could just peel off the crusties it's like oh, oh my god. that was a howard stern clip yeah oh my god wow, wow man no but we had a furry stream love you explained we should listen yeah. to those people for yeah sure. <laughs> You're every, on politics on raising your children and public school the public hey schools hey, yeah. hey 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 if yeah. i want to learn if i want to learn how to get astroglide and self-loathing stains out of my fursuit i'll talk <laughs> about furry all right nobody knows about astroglide <laughs> Oh, Richard Hawkins. That's a good yes. one. He could be, yeah. Like, well, imagine, like an elegant, like an elegant looking. Terrible. Yes, it was terrible because we had this guy on who actually thought that the reason why we needed him was for his fucking audience. But anyway, <laughs> he was, he, the moment we had somebody the moment on. He saw the chat. <laughs> well, that's part of it. The moment he saw the chat, but also the moment that he, uh, that our friend Vincent Void came on and said that he is personally an anti-fur and he was still like very respectful. Everybody was respectful. We were treating him with kid fucking gloves. It was actually but a he, good conversation. I yeah. wouldn't have been respectful if I was there. Just for the, let the record <laughs> yeah, be known. Exactly. Of course. They didn't cage themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're animals, right? No. They're furries to belong in a, you know, volunteer. No, 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 but they need to go in a kennel. Well, but animals don't want to be in the zoo, so animals are they forced into the zoo. They need to be put down because all they furbies like have rabies. Animals, leaving their diapers everywhere. <laughs> how to pee on one Here's another. one thing. Uh, here's to all the furries out there. As Bruns H. Pervert says, only monkeys jerk off in captivity. So mm. the, the furry jerking off, I mean, they're really, they're they're really in, as as uh, Saint Augustine says, sin is oh, sorry Saint Paul, sin is a form of vice. It's a form of slavery. The furry is enslaved to their own sin, and so truly that's why only monkeys jerk off in captivity. 
Uh, only yeah, they're, they're, they're in the yeah. cage already, but you know what they should do? They should actually go out into the wild in the fursuit and just, like, become one with the rest of the animals. You know, that way they could see what it's actually like No, no, to no, live. no. For, for the love of God, left. Ben, Ben, Ben. <laughs> they're ben, just gonna fucking ben, commit Mark, rape. Park Rangers. <laughs> no, listen, James, any, rape, anything. Rape, any, rape, any, rape, dude, James, shut up. James, James YouTube, James, YouTube please. algorithm, no, YouTube no, algorithm. Please. Yo, James, YouTube any, algorithm. Anything they can't, anything they can't operate, they're gonna get killed by, all right? And Jeez. then Park Rangers Let's are gonna Furries will form their own society, their own subgenus of no, humans after listen, then, a few generations. Then park yeah. rangers from sea to shining sea across these United States are going to be like, well, he had on a fursuit. That's plausible deniability. Uh, <laughs> no, but furry, that furry stream, I felt bad because we actually had a pretty decent conversation with Joe Strike, who was yeah, Joe's nice. one of the I, original furries from the 70s. Mama. Well, Joe, I've, I've known Joe since he 2000. Wrote, 2004 because we were in the same New York animation community and in fact for the people who didn't see let me they show you they also went his... to the same furry parties which Lev failed to mention but <laughs> yes well you, you, you gotta if you know oh, by you the know. way Turkey Tom do you know the show uh, you know the show Steven Universe yeah oh, I, boy. I'm not familiar with it Wait, um, did we Lev... just skim over someone going to furry parties here or yeah, Lev have you ever gone to a furry convention I have never, no, I've only gone to com, no, not Comic Con, Comic Con New York. That's the only one that I've gone well, to. Well, see, tickets Tom, go on sale, by the way, on uh, on Sunday at 10 a.m. They're, they're oh, yeah. going to have Comic Con again in New York? Yeah, they're actually doing it this year. I couldn't believe Cause it. Because in, in Toronto, they like basically are never going to have it again. Well, maybe yeah, unless you live in a fucking third world over. country. I know. The only difference is we live in a third world country that's still disguised as a first. So of all the sinking ships in the world, ours is the best. You're damn right, James. That's mm -hmm. fucking right, baby. <laughs> Wait, Gio, what were you saying right. about uh, Rebecca Sugar? No, I was just going to say that uh, Lev, he started off in animation. Uh, he was part of the yeah. original um, uh, Newgrounds crew. And well, he, not, not not just starting off. I'm still doing animation. Yeah, Break the rules yeah. is basically a way for me to start gaining a slow animation audience as well. This is the master plan. This well, is actually yeah, so once you have like it. once you hit like a hundred thousand subscribers, and the next day you're like wiping everything. Just like nah, I'm, I was an animator the whole time. What are you, what yes, are you exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, well no, Tur Turkey Tom, you know what it's like because you were also in animation as well, correct? Uh, kind of. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't do it very well, and I didn't do it for long, but I was kind of in the animation community. Yeah, I would say that. Well, Lev, he, he went to SVA, and in Horrible his school, class... Yeah, and Absolute in his, dog shit. Oh, God, but No, I think it was a little bit better. I, I was and, and earlier, in his I was... Class, in okay. his class was Rebecca Sugar, so... Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and, and Lev personally witnessed her heel turn, where uh, she ended up... She ended up... She ended up willing into existence this TV show. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Tony Galaxy and the Bisexual Precious Stone Wine Aunts. <laughs> Apparently, Rebecca Sugar the other day, your good friend Lev was on the cover of this viral I saw, thing yeah. about like uh, having uh, you know what creators uh, to children. In anime, but anyways, that's besides. Yeah. So no, no, I, I, I really, I, I really think that when it comes to Rebecca Sugar, I think she's a great artist. Like I always say, like she's a great, oh, don't lie, uh, great. No, to... no, 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 no. When she was at SVA, she could draw circles around us. She didn't even need to go to fucking SVA. She was already a great artist, and Duck Ten recognizes that, and a lot of people do. So no, nothing bad about that. The only thing is, I think that at a certain point, the fandom of a person grips the person and just holds them hostage in such yeah, a way that i think true. a person ends up changing over time in order to ca uh, cater to uh, whichever well, look at the animation community on twitter and youtube now point. 
like like look at the animation people on Twitter. You do like you want to talk about like quote unquote crazy like uh, progressive uh, nonsense. I mean, they have even more of a rigid sort of like social orthodoxy. Like even like love is pretty much perma canceled from the animation community Based? on YouTube at this point. Some of those guys are still pretty edgy. Like if you yeah. watch um like what is it, Psychic Pebbles, he's pretty edgy and he got like yeah. his own show now, yeah. I think. Well, right? well that's not animation Twitter. I mean that's you could say that's tangential to it, but that's more of like Newgrounds people. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I mean I mean there's the Newgrounds guys are still around. And as oh, far yeah, as like yeah. the guys who like talk about cartoons, um I like Rebel Taxi. He's pretty good. He makes like cartoon videos if you know who he is, Pan Pizza. Um him and he he like knows people in the industry, I think too, but yeah, definitely when I was in that community, there was kind of a, a level of cringe going on, which like, in all fairness, if you're an adult who's like watching cartoons made for 12 year olds, like, I don't care who you kind are, of sucks. Uh, like oh, what you yeah, want. There's a yeah. little cringe like, going on. Like, I'm just Tom, saying like, yeah. Tom, yeah. Real, real quickly, do you remember, I forget, I forget uh, his name, but there was a blue tick who was like, oh my God, a few people don't like the Thundercats remake. And then oh, he God. made like a 400 tweet thread as to like, no, it's not the dog shit animation and the bottom shelf quality. You're the problem. <laughs> You're I know the what you're talking about. Yeah. You're the reason we can't have nice things. Oh, and by the way, by the way, I wanted to use this opportunity to show my YouTube channel, which is uh, youtube.com slash left You do an art stream every Sunday. Yeah, I do an art. In fact, I'm going to do an art stream this Sunday as well. Uh, but over here, I want to quickly show you. This is from an animation I did called uh, Fantastic Plastic. And uh, let's see if it loads. Here we go. It's still loading. Here we go. So there's this fat guy who wants to get a, a hot dog out of his uh, briefcase. But then... Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it kind of does look like me if I shave. Uh, and there's this French lady over here who brought her... Man, of all the times for this shit to uh, stall, because I really wanted to share this shit right now. And now it's stalling. Okay, here we go. Here we you go. You animated the wheel really well. Oh, thank you. So uh, she gets very angry at uh, her dog being portrayed as too fat. And uh, this is uh, the um, receptionist gal over here. My God. Like, her out dog's of all the a hecking chonker. Out of all the times for it to... <laughs> oh, hold on. It, it, it was a... Oh, heck, real yes. quickly, as Lev, as Lev deals with the technical issues, Gio, I, I, I appreciate you bringing up the orthodoxy in, in animation Twitter, oh, yeah. where, like, the, I, I suppose the most egregious example are members of the Steven Universe fandom bullying their own on more than one occasion into attempting suicide because yeah. they didn't make their fan art fat enough and ugly enough, if I remember correctly. Yeah, like, that, that was... There was this one guy... Um, with he was like part of some animation like industry clearinghouse like i heard he's a total grifter but he had this thread that blew up it was basically like a dog shit recycled jacob geller video about <laughs> how, like a traditional artist fascist and as someone who defends like quote-unquote modern and contemporary art on the online right like i mean the whole like thing i mean i guess like if we had time we could probably like i think that for all the good, like he, like I, I don't want to like totally shit on him, but I just don't like like that one video in particular, the Jacob Geller video. I think is kind of like, I mean, some some guy that like, oh, I work for Kotaku. It's like some of his videos are good. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Like, but that one particular video, I think, is missing the mark. I think, and it's such an old thesis. It goes back to the '70s. It goes back to fucking the Susan Sontag essay about how um, liking. Um, she called it the cult of beauty how beauty is inherently related to fascism and it's like this is such an old take but yet it seems that animation twitter and animation youtube they sort of like take that approach literally to where the venerating like the ugly bodies or 
sort of like a a, a mark of their anti-fascism, which is kind sorry of- sorry to interrupt you, go but ahead, I, I have a, I have a meeting to go to, so I'm gonna head out. Thank you for having me on, and uh, obviously my YouTube is Brittany Venti. If you want to hear more about the anti-porn stuff or me uh, getting raged at by mostly men in the comments. And, uh, <laughs> Thanks for coming uh, by. Thank and you, Brittany. And last thing I want to say about is yes. that there's a strong correlation between porn use and rape. So I'm going to end oh, on that note. Oh, oh anyway. Brittany, before you leave, one last question. Did you have any of the Red Velvet take on the party uh, on the weekend? No. Oh, because it was the best Red Velvet cake like uh, the world has ever eaten. All right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I might have to move to New York. because I, I love how autistic Dave Haynes is. Point. You can hey. stay over at my place. Hey, there hey, you look, go. hey, James, Lagoulis is the best right. fucking Bye. bakery on the planet. Bye, Bye Brittany. Brittany. Thank, Thank you so, thank you so much, much for coming in. And by the way, now this fucking video is finally going to work because I put it on the other computer. So here, I just want to share you real quick just this scene over here with the uh, plastic surgery guy. So this is the plastic surgery doctor. He comes in and he shows the French socialite lady the new dog. So all the fat has been Wait, drained out. Wait, he gives out. plastic surgery to, do- to animals? Yes, he's an animal, the wow. human plastic surgeon. Babe. So she Aww. gets very happy. And the dog's name is Napoleon, by the way. And she sees his scar over here, and that kind of displeases uh, her. But then he just gets rid of the <laughs> string like oh, that. Oh, God. And Napoleon gets really angry. And uh, the point is that Napoleon ends up seeing, uh, oh, yeah, the fat guy's about to eat the hot dog. But no, no can do. No can do, buddy. Uh, so, you know, because he has to get the liposuction. Well, actually, you'll see what happens to him. So when you watch Fantastic Plastic, you'll see what happens to that fat guy. It's actually not liposuction. It's something that is actually very cancelable today. Like, you would not be able to make this. Uh, well, I- I'd be able to make this, but most people wouldn't. But anyway, so the uh, Napoleon... Gr- different. Gra- yeah, grabs the hot dog. She does not want him to eat. She wants him to starve, you know, to maintain this new figure of his. You know, she reminds him that he's too fat and all that. And uh, then what happens? The, the message is, is fat accept is uh, body yes. positivity. Yes, but then the remote control goes on and uh, he sees Bobby Schnaz, who's this pop singer. And uh, you could tell what's going on. Napoleon thinks that, you know, his nose is actually the sausage that he wants to eat. So as a result, uh, the doctor... Uh, the doctor hints that they should visit the concert. So here it is in the concert of Bobby Schnaz. And, uh, you well, Lev, don't get every, go give everything away. We have to, yes, guys, if you want to super chats, I mean, yes, if you want to see the full thing, this is just a preview. If you want to see the full thing, fantastic plastic, love Polyakov. I only have 693 subscribers, which is pathetic. It is incredibly pathetic. So you guys subscribe to youtube.com slash love Polyakov. I'm going to have an art stream that is going to be coming up really soon and that is going to be this sunday and this sunday 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 that is going to be with uh with slav from the fed post so make sure Ah, trustworthy slav exactly so make sure that you subscribe to that and here is the link to that post i'm going to post it in the chat so take a look watch fantastic plastic let me know what you think i am done shilling except for saying subscribe all right i'm shilling now okay fucking Watch MK. Listen, watch. Listen to MK Ultra Money on fucking Spotify or all the other fucking platforms. Subscribe to the Patreon, patreoncom Money. and buy a fucking shirt at Griff.shop. They're up until like Monday or Tuesday. We're officially announcing tomorrow. We're extending it because it's supposed to end tomorrow. We're going till Monday or Tuesday, and then that's it. We're only keeping uh, the MK Ultra. Sh- uh, 
victim shirt in the shop. Everything else is fucking going grip.shop. And if you're a Patreon of either uh, break the rules or MK ultra money, you get 15% off. Uh, if you're not one of my patrons, but you're one of Lev's, uh, hit him up and uh, he'll give you the discount code. And uh, also Lev and Jules are patrons. So uh, you'll be in good company subscribing to patreon.com slash MK ultra money. And uh, Lev has, did you order your shirt yet? Lev? I am going to, I'm looking through it right now. I'm ordering swear to God, right now. I swear to God, I'm ordering it Lev right al- now. Jules already has his fucking shirt coming. He got the MK ultra victim one because that's what he is. An MK ultra victim. <laughs> Fucking Stain I believe Hames. it actually. I actually believe it. Yeah. Hey, Stain has my, his fucking uh white my, claw. My shirt, shirt my shirt, my shirt is on the way because if you were at James's birthday party and you didn't piss on the white claw in the Silent Hill bathroom, you weren't at that fucking party, my friend. Bro, even Justin Wang bought one of those shirts. We were at a fucking <laughs> wrestling match. Fucking Griff Shop dropped the shirt, and Wang saw it and was like, yo, I need it. And he bought it what, immediately. What bill did you see with uh, Justin? What? What what match? What company? The, the, oh, the great uh, the great American trash. Yeah, no, it's it's um someone that I know through my film friends and stuff. MV Young, and mm. uh, that's that was actually the first time I met Justin in person was February of last year at one of MV's shows, and I'm like going to the bathroom, and I'm like Justin, he's like James, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? Because like you know it was a friends event, and uh, then we're like, yeah, we we got to hang out soon, and then the fucking pandemic happened, but. So I want to get to Super Chats and then the final question for uh, Tom. And Tom, I really appreciate you being here, spending time do, with do us. Do you have and, merchandise, yes. Turkey Tom? I do yeah, not do know. You? you can go to uh, turkeytom.net, redirects to my YouTube channel, and that's it. <laughs> that's all I have. <laughs> and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Jenner Productions. Yes. Oh, and, and, and real quickly, uh, subscribe to 718 TV. It's the Hell best yeah. public oh, yeah. access television you ain't watching, ladies and jerks. Right. Here's a link to it in the chat. So on to the Super Chats right now. We've gotten a lot. And again, this is your rare opportunity right now as I am speaking. If you want to sneed some Super Chats, sneed it right now. This is the last chance for you to be able to sneed them out so that I actually can read them on the screen. So here we go. We start from uh, here. Oh, and by the way, we have a new patron. Uh, Well, this was four hours ago. We got a new patron. So thank you very much for your patronage of $5. Uh, I don't want to say your name because I don't want to dox you. Anyway, over here. Super Iron Bob, five bucks. OnlyFans is a product of a society that didn't engage young men that they participated, leaving young women to fend for themselves. Any quick thoughts before we move on? Facts. Facts. Okay. Yeah, it's true. I mean, there's... I think that like this is the problem with seeding public morality to market forces unironically, but go, go ahead. Yeah. yeah go ahead. Next we have $20, 20 smackaroos from Jessica Pizzle, who says, this is my first time on this channel. Dr. Sharvago sent me a link when I wanted to watch a live and it's so interesting and entertaining. Ah, oh, thank oh, you so thank much, you, Jessica. Sweetheart. Thank you and very don't, much. Don't forget to subscribe as well and uh, yada yada yada. Nicholas DiOrio, five bucks. Hippity. I don't think oh, that's God. the real Nicholas DiOrio, but maybe I don't yes. know. Yes, okay. He says hippity hoppity women are property. <laughs> oh god jesus christ <laughs> okay next uh super iron bob two dollars says aren't handymen just rental husbands oh Facts. that's true Facts. interesting Facts. N- next we have wendigoon uh men wendigoon! Are- <laughs> what is- oh my god you okay Gio? wendigoon <laughs> 
You okay, buddy? What's oh, going on? The goon again. It's like goon caves in the Wendigo. Oh, I love it. Um, go ahead. Yes. Go ahead Lev. You watch his YouTube. He's great. Yes, men are not animals. <laughs> Women do not have to sell themselves as such. I mean, that's a big question as far as I understand what Brittany is talking about. We all but, sell ourselves at the end of the day, love. Yeah, but to me, like, the, the question's always, like, to to what extent is the sexual urge something that can be controlled to as much of an extent as, let's say, I don't know, just stopping a lot, like, stopping slavery, for instance. Like, it just seems to me like sexual urges is something that's higher on the, you know, Manslow's hierarchy than owning yeah. slaves. I know. I don't know, Lev. Uh, I beg to differ, actually. No, uh, I'm kidding. Okay, next we have... Go, wait, go ahead. What are you going to say, Tom? Uh, sorry, I was yawning. <laughs> I'm a little oh, sleepy. God. No problem. Max Max 87L or 871. I think it's 87L. $5. How about a compromise by making it that there's no free porn and there's a legal minimum you have to pay? Yeah, the I, people have proposed that, but... Right, yeah. but 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 herein Only lies fans. the problem. <laughs> herein lies the problem, though. Whenever, wherever, wherever there is an opportunity to regulate something or make money, there will always be a criminal element. Like it, fucking. Hey, remember when prohibition worked? Because I don't. Uh, indeed. Well, next we have Martin K. One hundred N O K dollars. So uh, it's eleven. <laughs> eleven dollars. No, but it's. Eleven dollars thirty-eight cents. So I appreciate is that, that highly. What is that, Swedish? Yes, yeah, the Norwegian, Norwegian money. Yes. So he says, "Hey, folks, recognize me, bros." No, no, no. That's before. Uh, I mean, that's after this one over here. Love you guys. Hello from Rondon, Norway. In from my holiday cabin, maxing at one thousand two hundred meters above sea level. Doesn't Man, sound like a real place, but. <laughs> I've seen Glad pictures of his you. cabin. Amazing. Yeah, well, the Norwegians are just Norway, elves after all. Fake country. Never. Seen, <laughs> not real. And uh -oh. next, Martin has another one here for 50 NOK. Uh, hey, folks, recognize me, bros, on a nighttime hike back home to my cabin and listening live for the first time in the month. Thank you so much, Martin. Nice. I really appreciate it. And, an and another 50 NOK from gr the great Martin K. BAP is the best. And. Uh, I will, uh, um, see, I, I get so paranoid. I will do things to people for him as well as you guys. I so. will Roblox people for... Thank you. Experience. Thank you, Gio. Okay, and next we have the final one, unless there's going to be another super chat. No name, $5. You should have the meth squad for a stream in the future. I've never heard of the meth squad before. Have, uh, have any of you guys? I'm going to take a look. The meth, meth squad is is like this uh, dangerous squad of people that come and force you to get addicted to meth. And um, yeah, there's like a derelict building in the city next to me. I think they hang out there. It, it was part. <laughs> it was it was part of Jules's MK Ultra initiation. So meth squad. <laughs> this rings a bell. All right, I'm gonna take a look later. But uh, to my final question, uh, unless you guys have also some final questions for uh, Tom. Okay, here we go. Here's my final question for Tom. Since you're interested in English, English literature, and from what I see, like you are a very smart guy, very articulate, and uh, do you think that what you do right now with the commentary, which is very insightful and entertaining, and like I said before, very addictive, do you think that at a certain point you're going to transition to something 
more of like, I don't know, like trying to recreate, because this is kind of like my mission here with BTR. I want to recreate some kind of a uh, intelligentsia on the internet, just like some kind of a place where there's like a higher level of uh, discourse for, for whatever that means. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, what I do is entertainment. I consider it that way. I don't really see it as much more than that. Um, I try to do it the best I can, and I try to be as consistent as I can, but I'm not trying to uh, create like an intellectual Joe Rogan dark web. Um, I do think that I have greater aspirations than doing a YouTube commentary thing. I have uh, plans to work on like uh, documentaries and stuff like that. Um, I, I am friends with someone and work with someone that um, we're currently kind of talking about and planning, potentially pitching something to like a big service like Netflix or Amazon Prime, um, like a big kind of documentary style show. I don't want to give a lot more details than that. But yeah, I mean, I, I definitely have aspirations outside of YouTube. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't consider myself as like a great thinker or philosopher. Um, but, maybe... but eventually, like, as far as just your own personal satisfaction, as far as like 20 years from now, would there be certain things that you would want to put more time into as far as reading or learning or researching? Like, what are some things that you would be really passionate about? Just like, like, would you make videos about like other, other things besides like the general, youtube oh yeah oh yeah i'm definitely trying to move out of that within the next few years um you know because i like the youtube drama and i think i'll always find it entertaining but oh yeah yeah i mean for sure i have interests completely outside of that my uh like i have a huge interest in like music and like movies and stuff like that so um yeah i definitely like i've created like projects that aren't on youtube right now that are related to stuff like that because i think the you know i, I always i like I don't see myself as like a great reviewer, but I think I, I like uh, like analyzing like the culture around pieces mm. of art and the way yes, that works. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah, yeah. I definitely would be interested in um, doing stuff like that. Like I, I wrote a video about Marilyn Manson that I haven't released, um, and Ooh, I, I've, I've edited it. Um, but I, I would want to like go over it again because I think I wrote it about nine months ago, and I think I could write it better. But yeah, I definitely have plans to to kind of transcend talking about you know, ex YouTuber did this to this, whatever, like, yeah. Because it seems that you do have a knack for talking about the gestalt around a certain community or per or cult of personality. You have a keen ability to sort of like summarize, like, okay, here's the players, here's what happened. Like you can, you can fit it in narrative form better than a lot of other people. Like certainly better yeah, than I mean, a lot of like commentary people I, mean. I think the problem is that with the video essay genre there's kind of this um this impression that people have where you need to have a great conclusion to everything and what i try to do is like walk the line between like sometimes there is a great story there sometimes it's just a series of events with no greater purpose right. lesson meaning and that's kind of the thing that i, I want to do i want to not force a narrative where there isn't one and that's uh, I, yeah. I have one question and i hope i'm not stepping on your toes no, go um ahead. but Speaking of certain people, um, you you got into some pretty uh, heavy controversy. Oh uh, yeah, a month ago with a certain other, um, if I should mention his name. Um, oh, a month ago? I, I don't know. Pyro cynical. That was. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was like seven months ago. But yeah, seven no, months. I did, sorry, yeah. I, my my mind it's, is. Uh, it's all right. No, I get it. Um, what what do you like? Do you regret certain things, or do you think that some accusations are credible, or like you you got some pretty? I think it was one of the only videos I saw that got heavily like downvoted and ratioed. I mean, oh my god, yeah, the ratio was insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, um, I've been asked this on a few other shows I've done um, over the past few months. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, my my kind of take on it is I don't I don't regret the the overall message I had in those videos because ultimately I think that I was more right than people will let on. There were like certain concessions I had to make throughout the drama. Right. 
which um, I made in like my latest video. But, you know, a lot of people ask me to like respond to it. I'm totally open to talking about it, but it's like I'm not going to do another video on it because if you no, want to see my opinion, there's three on my channel. So, but do you yeah, think I mean, that it was more of like maybe negligence on his part, or do you think there was some kind of like active like seeking out, or do you think that maybe Pyrocynical was just maybe getting into a situation he really didn't? I think like basically he's like it. a. It's mostly negligence. I think he's a really like like sexual degenerate, and I think basically he was mm. talking to anyone he could possibly talk to about these weird fetishes. Is it true um, he's a furry? Think, yeah, he is a furry. Yeah. Oh, um, that's say no more. Say no more. Um, I think I think part of the I think I think part of it for him was like just talking to random people. I think that was probably part of the sexual thing. Maybe I don't that, think he's like a pedophile or anything like that. But, but maybe I do a think voyeur. He, was, he could like there's a voyeuristic sort of. Yeah, there's like a weird part of it where I think he basically was just trying to talk to anyone sexually, which is what I said in my videos. And he ended up saying that like he was basically looking for anyone to talk to and he didn't really care about, you know, the anything past that mm. Um, mm. as far as who they were. Um, and I, I basically think that's I don't think he's a pedophile. Um, yeah. So yeah. he's a uh, he's a trisexual. He'll try anything sexual. <laughs> uh, well, the, the messages he was sending were like he was into like sniffing farts and like he was talking about like. Uh, sweaty moves and shit like that like inflation so he's into some really off stuff inflation yeah. i mean look what we got here we got tom don't let don't post it don't fucking post no i know what you're gonna tom, post it is mk ultra trigger phase god damn it <laughs> don't worry Gio. I'm, I'm not gonna post that i'm not gonna post it you're it's gonna okay. post it no, you're no gonna i'm not no i'm not just Why would show I... turkey tom the fucking go <laughs> Do it. I don't care anymore at this point. I don't know if I should. I don't know just if I should. This is the worst anyway. running just bit of all time. <laughs> How is has, like, know, every running bit this show has is bad. One of these days, one of these days, there's going to be like a Reservoir Dogs Mexican standoff over this fucking thing. Yeah. Go, no, ahead. no, I'm not going to do it. For the first time, Lev, I'm not going to do is, it. He, I'm not going to do it. For some reason, he loves posting this inflated Nala. <laughs> <laughs> was Nala the love interest from Lion King? Yeah, Simba's gal. Yeah. Oh, the one that basically created like a whole generation of millennial fairies with yes, their seductive exactly. gaze. Her, Is that why yes. it's inflated? That's why. <laughs> okay, no. Just posting. You gotta post it now, All bro. the furries have their take at her. Oh but god. No, I, okay. I, didn't, I thought it was just a rumor that Pyrocynical was a furry, but I didn't know like he's. Wow, that's crazy. Um. No, that's confirmed. Yeah. Because you've went after people that I feel. Like, I don't, first of all, I don't know why these fucking, like, the I'm Alex guy. I don't know why these fucking people are popular. I guess maybe Zoomers have a lot. Oh, there it is. They, oh, there it is. Okay, keep stop. In mind, that note, I'm going to have to uh, step out of the show. No, I'm <laughs> Gio, well, I mean, the mind. funniest thing about the whole pyro yeah. furry thing is, like, back in the day, like, uh, like, Keemstar made this, like, uh, like, he used to call pyro furry all the time. Yeah, it was, uh, like, like, like consistently. And pyro would, like, Power like made videos where he was like, I'm not a fucking furry. The fact that you have gotten this impression of me and lied about me is amazing. I remember and like the that, whole time yeah. it's just a furry. It's like, wow, well, you know. And this is. is the Sneed version, by the way. This is what happens when uh uh Fat Nala combines with Sneed. It oh, creates, this is terrible. This it creates is, this is psychological terrorism right here. <laughs> yeah, I mean the reason again why I chose it is we had this stream where this guy said the word pride. And for some reason, I remember like lion pride. And then I remember this sense of pride that a lot of furries feel from just like the dumbest things ever. So I decided to combine it together where I searched for like uh, a fat Nala or inflated Nala. And there we go. The rest the is history. Hit the DeviantArt link and the rest is history. <laughs> Love, you have these weird connections in your mind you make. It's amazing. 
Like no, the but cat they, girl no, milk, the cat milk yeah, thing? No, no, no. But the, the pride, it's, I think it makes sense. I mean, we just had Pride Month right now. So the whole thing to me, it's like, I don't like the fact that today people are being proud about things other than what they're able to accomplish. You know what I mean? Like uh, inflating oneself. I guess you could say that's a physical accomplishment. Pride kumeth before the fall. Exactly. You know what I mean? Say. Like, mm-hmm. And again, I don't, I don't care either way when it comes to sexual orientation or anything like that but when it comes to just like what exactly do people care about that's the thing that kind of irks me a lot about today's generation online where they have the pronouns and the bio and they have all this different stuff that says nothing about what exactly they bring to the table it's more about just this very shallow idea of identity oh, speaking so. of pronouns uh Stain, did you hear about our good friend uh what's her name now sterling jim sterling Stacy oh, Sterling. Oh, I, I, yeah, and and uh, if memory serves me correctly, um, uh, they, 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 they released a, a video. They, they, yeah. oh, oh, wait, wait, do tell, do tell, tell You don't tell. know about this, dude. I live under a rock with Wi-Fi, and one of the few reasons I ever come out is when, uh, is when James is gracious enough to be like, "Get out the fucking house, we're partying." Okay, so I don't want to miss gender because, of course, it's YouTube. But apparently, um, Stacy slash Jim Sterling, she is a pro wrestler. Wait, Jim Sterling transitioned. Yes. <laughs> but here's the kicker. That does not surprise me at all. They were doing a live stream. I'm gonna say they as the pronoun. Yeah, because it, the pronoun is they. Um, did a live stream of their wrestling event. Uh, the first time doing wrestling since they transitioned. And there was one p- part where the announcer, and keep in mind, um, most like indie, like, uh, you know, most like indie mud show events, uh, they they don't get paid. They get like a hot dog and a handshake. So the commentators misgendered uh, Sterling and they made a big deal about it. And they had like these wrestlers call the announcer and fired the announcer from this uh, British promotion. I think the, the promotion was Rise. So it was kind of like the indie mud show version of a Rev Pro in England. Uh, but so there's like, you know, 12 people in the audience, whatever. And uh, so apparently this announcer got fired for misgendering uh, Stacy Sterling, or I don't, know, I don't know the name of Jim Sterling, but you know, I find it hilarious that, that the fact that they is a pro wrestler now is kind of, well, I mean, if if Big Viscera could be a pro wrestler, I guess. You know. Wait, but is is uh is Jim St- is whoever the name is Sterling, Sterling yeah. in um women's pro wrestling right now? Well, no, because they're they them, but yeah, I guess the, he they came out in a dress and it was this awkward kind of thing. I don't know. No, you know, no, but, but the, ha- yeah. um, um, uh, they have intergender matches. Um, I, I hmm. for for a while, I was confused because I thought you meant Jim Sterling, the British dude who was like a video game critic. Because that is the same. He, that's, he that's, also that's, that's the yeah, same. I, thought... I had no idea he was a professional wrestler too. And they, they um, is a professional. They, excuse me. Okay, so <laughs> so if memory serves correctly, wink, wink. Yeah. they they released a video where they were like, "I'm hemorrhaging followers because Bera- you're a like, bunch absolutely... of racists." Yeah. No. Yes. Basically. Uh, Sterling said that this announcer just by one quick misgendering uh, ruined this whole like wrestling comeback the first time Sterling wrestled as a fully uh, gender confirmed uh, so 
You didn't oh, see this clip? I, I, I don't, dude, dude, I, I, listen, I, I, I'm, I don't keep up with much of the internet other than like 11 well, sites. Well, I, I know about this because Andy Worski was recently staying with PPP and Surfer. Uh, they live near each other and uh, they covered it on one of their live streams. By the way, uh, go to Daka Daka where basically PPP and Surfer's channel, they have this excellent career long interview with the Andy Worski where he covers all the nitty and gritty detail in four parts. I think it's actually, it was a great interview. I think Andy, he covered like his whole thing from the beginning of YouTube yeah. till uh, aim, 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 you know, if anyone recalls if, uh, that. If Andy was a furry, he'd be called Andy Worski. And with that, oh, everybody, God. thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate everybody this being here. This has been here. amazing. Turkey Tom Yes, Turkey Tom. Great. Tom, um, thanks for coming on by. James, uh, it, it's always a pleasure regardless of, yes. uh, of medium. Uh, Lev, uh, it was a pleasure to meet you even though you had to leave early uh, at James's party, but it was great to see the man in the flesh. And let it be known that Lev has the second fanciest leather jacket I have seen with my own oh, two God. eyes. No, he straight up looked like he was about to like swim down the street. Like, like, well, he may have swooped up a lady. Like, well, he may have swooped up a lady, as rumors have it. I mean, there's a lot Jesus of Christ. Uh, how, how, wait, how, how did that thing go from um, Pulp Fiction? Like, when you guys go together, you're worse than the sewing circle. Do you remember that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but, um, I didn't. I didn't throw Tony Rocky Horror out a fucking three-story window that fell out into the greenhouse. That was someone else. All right. That was Gio. Well, that was Gio. Well, that was like Francis Bacon got thrown out of a glass window into a garden. Well, you're um, well, you're talking about this picture. So you guys are probably talking about this picture over here with a uh, Britney Venti. Uh, and by the way, we I also love went... how he has to show it now. Yes, That's like yes, the, the, here we go. He doesn't here, even have the like the millennial woes hover hand. He's got the full on, like taking the nep of her back there, whatever they call it. Um, yeah. Well, why why wouldn't I? But anyway, they look like a cute couple. Okay, when it comes to, I also uh, went to, with Brittany Venti and some people from a uh, fair to uh, the. Uh, oh, why is this playing all the time? We gotta stop this. To uh, the National Arts Club recently, and that was a fun excursion. I uh, brought them to uh, Gramercy Park, and uh, that's where that picture was taken. By the way, do you know the one with Brittany with those flowers in the background? That was Gramercy Park, the only private park in New York City. So you guys should visit. Next time, Tom, when you're in the city, let me know if you want to go to the National Arts Club. We'll hang out. We'll have uh, well, you're not old enough to drink yet, but whatever. We'll hang it. Hey, Wait, you're in there? New York, right? Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, we I should be going there sometime. Um, sometime during the college year, uh, I did a trip to New York uh, my last semester at college with a friend because uh, he's in the music school. And so we went to like Juilliard and all that. Oh, um, nice. So, yeah, I'll definitely be around. I'll let you know. I'll show you DM. Excellent. Oh, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen on the 21st if they're going to let uh un unfauci ouchy people out of my country if i can we gotta to smuggle we gotta smuggle you out but that's why you gotta lose some loose you gotta lose enough weight so that we could put you in a briefcase you know oh what God. i mean oh <laughs> we'll God. smuggle you and uh bimbo ubermensch out and you guys can come to my party next month amazing yeah <laughs> um but <laughs> but well, she's married bro um but turkey yeah, tom she's just base that's all i know i know I love Bimbo. Yeah, I'm not trying to fuck you either, so. Well, James, I don't know, James. See, I don't trust you around my, uh, what was Treat and She called the bussy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so final thoughts, two questions. Uh, 
Oh, oh, and by the way, before that, here's another picture from the National Arts Club uh, that uh, that was taken over here. Hold on, it's loading, 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 loading. Why the fuck is it loading so slow? Everybody subscribe while this picture is loading. This is not right. It should not be loading this long. Smash uh, the like button. Smash the like <laughs> button. <laughs> smash the, the subscribe button. Yeah, I, okay, here like we go. Button. So here's the picture over here. This was our uh, National Arts Club excursion over you here. You Michael Scotto, the... Yeah, wow. Michael Scotto was there. Yeah, and uh, Julia was there as well. You see Julia next to Brittany there, and uh, and there's Daniel. You remember Lev Daniel? He, he was on our stream. Yes. Oh, yeah. Do you remember Daniel from our stream from the oh, last yeah. one? From, yeah. Yeah. So here um, he is. So two final questions. One, well, the the joke one is, uh, what do you think of buck breaking Turkey Tom? And number two, <laughs> what is the breaking. the <laughs> more like gobble breaking? You know, because I, chickens I say buck seen, buck buck, and I haven't it's like seen gobble, buck gobble, breaking okay. actually. I know of it because I Tom like follow Turkey to shoot loosely. Yeah. Exactly. I'm the buck breaker some days. Right. Oh, would you would you do a video on Tariq? I mean that that would be a pretty interesting. No, I would. I've considered it. I have it on like a list of video ideas that I just haven't gotten to. But yeah, I definitely would because no one's done like a good like topic Breakdown. video like his history. Yeah, from yeah, his no, rapper days. Topic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Watch well, your and ass. His pickup artist and his pickup artist days. And and it should be noted. Uh, I find it fascinating how. He can't seem to go like I think if he goes ten minutes without like tweeting about Why white people or butt breaking, <laughs> he, 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 revert, he reverts to his original form, which is like some homunculus in two thousands clothing going like, "Hey baby, you like foreplay?" Standing on a corner like some amateur PUA. Like I, he's he's he, a he weird. He was like the first like um, African American centric pickup artist. He like one one of the first. Like no, actually I shouldn't say that because. People think that the pickup artistry um, started with mystery here in Toronto. I'm I'm outside of Toronto, thank God. Um, but no, it actually started with the book by the one pimp. What was his name? Herman Slim? Was that his Iceberg name? Iceberg Slim. Iceberg, Iceberg Slim. Slim. Yeah, yes. that's where pickup artistry started. Was his book? Oh, how to be a damn! Pimp. Geo confirmed to work for Pepperidge Farms. He's like a fucking. <laughs> he, he's a seventy-year-old man in a, in, a, in a young man's body. This guy's gonna be going about. Let me tell you about the fucking flappers. See, it, it, no, <laughs> it's an, there. There actually was, believe it. Speaking of the flappers, there was a manual of. Um, well, throughout history, there've been courtship books, uh, but there was a manual in the twenties, uh, during the flap, the heyday of the Roaring Twenties, was basically like a proto hipster thing that a lot of like the earlier like manifestations of pimps read. And then like uh, Iceberg Slim, he came out with his book. And then all of a sudden, New York, you had like in the 70s and 80s, you had like pimps basically reading this book uh, in prison because it was circulating throughout the prisons. Uh, same with, the, by the way, you know, uh, Bill Cooper, you know, how he got popular because behold, a peril horse. I can't believe they let this go on. It was the biggest fucking mistake in the world for the government. Well, one of them, they let the. There was it was very popular. Behold, a pale horse in California prison system. That's so a lot of these rappers, they're so woke on the New World Order because a lot of the OGs read Behold a Pale Horse in the California prison system. So then they talk about the New World Order. <laughs> oh, if I could just build on what Gio is saying real quickly. Listen, um, the, the uh, people like, okay, like people who were in the 60s and 70s saw active measures taken against like the American Indian movement, the Black Panthers. All those groups got infiltrated. All those groups got infiltrated and subverted. 
Um, and you know, like, so, so if all the worst nightmares and watching your community collapse around you in real time because of drugs as well, like then the young generation is going to grow up hearing nothing but bickering and listen, like, and in a way, like they end up becoming like super woke on enough, like, uh, you know what, like, I think it's fascinating when like a hood rat of all people at a bodega is like, nah, I don't touch receipts. They got them fake ass estrogen shit in them. And it's like, yo, I this can't guy's believe on point. It. Like, and I'm like, this guy's on point. Like, like this uh, shit, this shit originated on like sallow forums with like like when Bronze Age Pervert and Hakan were there. Like basically like neo reaction uh concepts have now bled like they've trickled down to like hood rats and bodegas I, that's amazing yeah like, don't all, touch the estrogen mm-hmm. receipts they have xenoestrogens right, being but, 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 by the way wouldn't, again, wouldn't the again, bodega cats take care of the hood rats no, uh, never mind oh de- <laughs> <laughs> you son of a I, uh, I hate to cut this short but i haven't eaten dinner yet i really got all right yeah, tom gotta, thank you so much so for tom, being uh, here what this are gonna tom, be some tom, future videos th- before you go thanks for pulling oh. through dude yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Um, I got one more video in the tank right now uh, before I'm taking like next week basically off from YouTube. Mm. Um, but I'm doing a video about the the theory that Logan Paul faked the famous Suicide Forest video. So I'm going to oh. go over all the evidence from that. Mm. Should be an interesting video. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense to me. Well, Turkey Tom, you're the best. Thank you so much for coming on. Everybody follow Turkey Tom on YouTube, on Twitter. I mean, what am I saying? You guys are already following him, but if you are not, then follow him right now. Subscribe to us. Patreon.com. I cannot emphasize it enough. We got to grow, and the only way we're going to grow is thanks to your help. Patreon.com slash break the rules. This is how the sausage is going to be made. This is how the fudge is going to be packed. It's all going to be thanks <laughs> to you guys. Oh, I'll show you how the fudge is You know a lot about pack packing up. fudge, don't you, Lev? <laughs> Jesus Christ, fuck you. <laughs> that was amazing. That was a great follow. Yeah, hey, I like fudge. I like, my grandma makes excellent fudge. She packs it well. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get out of here. We're going to break Love's buck at my next party. So. Oh, oh man. I can't wait. Give him some pills. Get that bussy. <laughs> damn, 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 it, damn it, Tom. You leave no knee out of this. All right. I'm sorry. Everybody, you leave thank your you so much. out of this. Eh? Like AOC's abuela. You got to. <laughs> thank you guys. Say abuela. I, I think I am like one sixteenth Spanish, so I could probably. Oh, there we go. There you go. You got, you got you that go. card confirmed. Exclusive you can say abuela with the hard R. <laughs> Get that abuela but, out of here. Abuela. <laughs> <laughs> Turkey Tom, this has been amazing. Thank you so much, my friend. Um, this me. has been amazing. I love this. Mm-hmm. Thank I was you looking guys. forward to this all month, almost pretty much. Same here. Thank mm-hmm. you guys so much for watching. And keep subscribing, keep sneeding, keep uh, patronizing, and we are going to be back next week. Yes, we are going to be back next week with a great guest, and that great guest is going to be Jack Murphy. So be sure to go into uh, this Uh uh, link that I just. Uh They got him. Oh oh, God! He was about to reveal the guest, and they killed him. Wait, what do you mean? (laughs) I'm there. Yeah, they don't want us to know who the guest is. I think surprise, guys. I think because earlier in the stream. Uh, uh, if you said CP uh, enough times, Bosch snipes your stream. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. No, everything's fine. No, no. The okay, internet... okay, so next week is uh, Uncle Doomer. No, uh, who is? No, everything. Everything's good with the internet. The internet connection stable. Oh, you Doomer's guys next week? No, 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 not Doomer. So yeah. next week we're gonna have Jack Murphy. And you guys see me, right? I'm, I'm still here, aren't I? 
Yeah, yeah. I hope. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to have Jack Murphy on. And then we are going to have, don't forget the Sunday before that, we are going to have the uh, live stream, art stream. And that is happening soon. The internet connection is getting crazy right now. So we're kind of cutting off, but that's okay because we're ending the stream right now anyway. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, so, Lev, can't hear you. Yeah. So go to, okay. Uh, Damn it, Lev. The calls are coming from inside the house. Uh, 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 Here we go. Uh, you guys see me? Don't worry, Lev will post enough about it on Twitter anyways. You'll see who's coming on. Yeah, yeah you'll see what's coming on. Okay, this is True. the end of the stream. Thank you <laughs> yeah, guys so I much for we'll, watching. Yeah, I think we'll end the stream, Lev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Wait, you guys still don't <laughs> see oh, me. Oh, God. Yeah. You guys still don't.